snip like a Barbie, hips, lips, ass, and come on. I'm a bad little bitch and I'm snip like a Barbie, hips, lips, ass. Hey, no, I'm not gonna hold y'all. We gotta, you had to, I had to start the new year off the right way. And of course, Happy New Year. And I'm not gonna lie, real quick, I am one of those people who, like, I see this going around and it's a joke and it's not the S. I'm so happy with Google just correcting all your stuff. Like, you send a text, it kind of already spelled it out for you. Because I told y'all a million times, I ain't about to sit here and act like I'm on some higher level education. Because I probably was one of the people using the S until. Google caught up with the times like, hey, let me help you out so you don't look like a fool. Same day with Valentine's Day. All those little things where the S get tricky at the end. I thank you. I want to thank you, Google. If that's a form of AI, I want to sit here and say thank you for crossing them over like MJ. Say New Year, uh -huh. Uh -huh. Happy New Year. Uh -huh. This year, uh -huh. be vigilant, uh -huh. be focused, uh -huh. don't impress, uh -huh. don't overdo, uh -huh. because you are not a shall die. Mm. you shall die. Hey! Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's so real quick, just at all the thing I guess I'm gonna say is I'm so excited that, that all the holiday season is over because y'all know I and I tried my best not to get on the microphone and sound like the Grinch, but I'd be happy, like bro, the stores can go back to regular. Cause I'm one of the people though, my favorite stores to run into is Target, the dollar store, and of course like a grocery store, probably preferably a Safeway. I don't, I hate when you just go into your normal stores that may take you, especially the dollar store, when you can normally run in some of them jumps in two minutes, dog, during the holidays, ain't no running in no store for two minutes. It's just not going to happen. I'm sorry. It's just virtually impossible. That's never going to happen. So realistically, I'm one of those people who are happy that it's over, but I'm not going to lie. No, it seemed like those days just bunch into each other. Like we was recording on Christmas day last week and Marcus will be here towards probably like towards the end of this episode. He, of course, doing dad stuff. Um, but just, I guess, last we was really recording, right? I mean, of course, before the Niners and Ravens game, and then oh, hold on, time out. You it just, and we, and I'm gonna wait until Marcus get here to really troll him. But just think about if y'all go back 17 weeks episodes, Marcus' favorite things. Oh, you don't watch sports, you don't know nothing about football. Cool, whatever y'all say. If you've been listening to this podcast long enough, at least for the last three years, you know my thing with Lamar Jackson. Cool. I don't gotta say too much. That is the greatest thing about expressing yourself and putting it on wax, where you can just be like, "Cool, I ain't gotta say nothing." I even just building up my YouTube channel and just on Instagram. You already know what I'm here for. I'm here to bang with Justin Fields. I'm here to bang with Lamar. I'm here to just, and I'm always gonna remind you, like, just because somebody played a sport or they work on ESP, bro, that don't necessarily mean they got the best, uh, the best takes. I don't, and that's I'm gonna stand firmly on that. Just because you play, because watch, that's one of the things I love the most. And I wish I, I don't really feel like looking for it, but it was a lady on, uh, on, it was a lady, she was on Fox Sports, and she was saying about Lamar Jackson, and, and ladies, I promise you, I'm not going to stay here too long. This is just real quick. She was just like, oh, I like my quarterback. This is after they blew out the 49ers. She was like, I like my quarterback as Cordy Backy. So, of course, yesterday during the game, when they playing the Dolphins, it, when I caught it, it was trending. It was probably like 3,000 people, and that was probably more majority Baltimore people because it was probably was like something just local. By the time like it got to like LeBron and them, it got up to like 100,000 jumps where it was like the the word, the word quarterbacky was trending because that was her way almost to sit here and saying, hey, I like my quarterbacks like white. Sit in the pocket, throw the ball, don't run too much and don't do too much. Cause she was just like, Lamar's just athletic. I'm not saying he's not an athlete. He's a great athlete, but I just like my quarterbackers. I mean, a quarterback's quarterbacking. So when she said that, of course, people, you know, if you're a diehard fan of somebody, people going to take notes of that and they're going to be like, oh, cool, let's save it. So half at halftime, he he threw like 255 yards at halftime. I think he had like three touchdowns at half. So off the rip, they, you know, they got smack on and that it just got the trending. Oh, wow, the crazy. All I'm just sitting here saying is for somebody who don't watch sports or don't know nothing about sports, guess what two things I'm going to be proud to see and say the Ravens nine times out of 10, God willing, they're going to the Super Bowl. Cool. I'm going to get paid off that. 
And I told y'all about Justin Fields. I told y'all even earlier in the season, I was losing money with Justin Fields, but I still believed in my dog because I knew he was going to hold it down. And it was just so crazy how every, oh, the, the Bears need to get rid of him. Last game yesterday, um, they had a home game and the fans were just screaming, uh, we want Fields, we want Fields. Dog, he's been balling out. Literally, I told I told y'all this last week. He not to, he. Well, they would they just five out of it four. They have won four out of their last five games, and realistically, they was one catch away from being five, like on a five game winning streak. They got one more game against Green Bay, but he's been balling out his mind. Where it's making it so hard, where it's now it's like in every comment, every time of uh one of these pages post them on social media or post something about the Chicago Bears, everybody like, oh yeah, they just need to get uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. I told y'all this at the beginning of the season. So again, I'm just, I, I like to come in the new year, pat myself on the back. And I do want to apologize for last week uh, during a short episode. And sometimes you, I don't be realizing until I'm starting to upload the, you know, the episode and, and is it tidy how long we've been speaking or how long we haven't been speaking. So excuse me, I definitely want to apologize um, for that short episode because y'all know me personally, because I'm a fan of content. I would hate somebody that I listen to if this is a part of my routine and they only give me an hour and 45 minutes. I do, of course, want to blame a lot of that on Marcus, but it's cool. He's a dad. It's the holidays. I understand. And I do understand even just with why other podcasters do be, and radio people do be wanting to take breaks because the holidays kind of just zap you out a little bit. And I'd be wondering almost like when it comes to like NBA players, it's like, hey, you, of course they get paid so much money, but I just be kind of like, do you mentally, and because I, I was watching the Lakers game, the Lakers and Celtics, and you can really tell like watching the game, like LeBron didn't just seem like he wasn't dead, like, like Christmas Day. He even made a comment the night before, or maybe two nights before Christmas, the Christmas Day game, where he was like, man, don't ask me about the uh, Celtics or whoever we's about to play because I'm wor more worried about my daughter's face on Christmas Day when she opened her presents. So I do be wondering sometimes, like, how many players' brains really don't be locked in where it's supposed to be during the holiday, especially if you got kids and stuff, because I'm sure it's hard to kind of detach from that. Just think about... Us just us as regular working people, how hard it is to kind of detach, like, especially if you mentally know, oh, I'm about to go turn up with my family. Like, I can't imagine, like, if you got to, you know what I'm saying? Like, those work weeks, they either go super, buy super fast for you or they drag until you get to that last day because you're just constantly thinking about it. That's even almost like with vacations. It's like you kind of just always, especially for men, if you're paying for it, you're thinking about that vacation all the way until it lead up to that time. So it's kind of just like, I wonder, do y'all pay attention to that? Because them Christmas Day games, it was just even like the Bucks, they got cooked. Like they lost to the Knicks. I think we talked about that last week, but of course I'm just kind of just, just rephrasing uh, it and just kind of flushing out this thought was just kind of wondering just like how people's thought pattern actually be doing just the Christmas day games because it just be like, I, I was really paying attention to LeBron. His body language was just like, bro, I don't even feel like being here. And it was just like, what am I, you know what I'm saying? Like even the same way with Katie, I want to say, I think, yeah, the Suns lost to the Mavericks. And that's a crazy, like I said, how fast these weeks came because it was just like, Hey, we didn't even really, we didn't even get a chance to talk about the Niners and Ravens, of course, because that game did come on late Christmas Day. So we was already done because that wasn't the normal, you know, our normal uh, time that we normally record. But we here, it's 2024. I feel like you can't, you, you, you almost got to religiously, especially if you speak about hip hop, you gotta, you gotta get in a little bit of these Uncle Murder bars to start the new year off the right way. Well, yeah, I really went to court and got on the stand. Nigga snitched on tax tone because he bodied this man. Supposed to keep it in the streets. I hate when niggas tell on niggas. I don't fuck with tax tone, but I don't be wishing jell on niggas. Troy Ave lost his chain on the night. All that shit happened. It was fake. Seven years later, found out Mano had it. Crazy how niggas just be out here taking L's. Tax tone got Joe Buns punched in the face in jail. Joe Buns had told tax tone to suck a dick. So tax tone got Joe Buns punched in the shit. And Joe Buns said Drake album was whack this year. Then Drake broke down Joe Buns whole rap. 
career. Just realize this year ain't no rappers get shot. That's a good way to celebrate 50 years of hip hop. Think about it. Lil' Meech and Summer Walker still fucking. He was helping her with her groceries. That girl was his cousin. She was. Dwight Howard said he's not gay. We don't believe him. He was with a man in the tranny trying to force a threesome. Yeah. And now he in court for basically trying to rape a man. He got kids. I know they seen that shit all over Instagram. And Blueface still saying that kid ain't his. He said Chris Sean fuck Offset and Cardi B crib. He really went to the internet to go write that. If it's true, why you gonna snitch on Offset like that? Troy, yeah, really went to court. So again, that was Uncle Murder's wrap up. I mean, he made it. Um, I appreciate him making it shorter this year. I think last year it was like 15 minutes, and I'm sure he probably did the analytics. Ain't nobody was going listen to a 15 minute rap song. It's kind of crazy, and you. And that, I guess that is one of the crazier things about the towns we live in, because people will listen to a three or four hour podcast, but you won't listen to a song that's probably longer than like three minutes. You may give it like a three thirty of the song really slapping, and the person just like rapping their brains out. But yeah, like I said, shout out to Uncle Murder. His yearly wrap up, I do look forward to those he kind of definitely went crazy and then you he gonna get people upset i'm sure rick ross and meek mills gonna feel some type of way troy have already tweeted him or wrote up under one of them instagram posts and said something so it's like i, I look i look forward to him i and again my oh real quick um and, and you know again why i say i don't understand sometimes how like especially like big podcasters or radio people take breaks it's like no if you're gonna take a break why even y'all still be on social media engaging and indulging with each other sending subliminal shots or beefing with one another so for people who probably don't know what i'm talking about right now it was a clip of uh rory from the joe well he used to be on joe button podcast and i guess he was doing a spaces i think that's what it's called like twitter spaces and he kind of went he went uh what did he say here and say? He he basically said here and said that Joe Button, I don't know if y'all remember that Joe Button had uh like a little a situation was going on. And he when he was starting this network, he had a jump where it was like it was three girls. And then one of the girls, I think her name is what was it, Olivia, was it, it ain't Olivia Pope, it's like Olivia Dope or something like that, right? And she basically said she she felt like he sexually harassed her on the camera. Like it was on the jump on the episode, whatever the case may be. It was a big thing. They end up, of course, she ended up leaving his network and they end up uh in the, the podcast end up uh uh breaking up. So anyway, I guess she sued him. So he was just like, how it's so crazy. You know, so I guess he was just like, well, Joe always want to address everything else. Why he don't sit here and tell people how he paid for that lawsuit that was on camera. And that was crazy. And I was just like, that people don't know that. And that was my thing of even just when people were like, was okay with uh partisan sitting here talking about Meg's situations that we didn't know. Like, it's cool. Like, if you, whatever, if you're going to dress everything that's already public, cool. But you sitting here and like, I'm like, dog, if you really don't like that man that much, did you know this type of tea and nobody else don't know that it's going on? No, why y'all just don't shoot a fair one? I know for a fact New Jersey and New York City can't be that big. I get it. I understand it's a lot of people there. But if y'all got that type of animosity towards each other, dog, you might as well just square up and get right to it. That's it. Like, y'all owe each other five minutes because that to me is like, that's kind of low. Like if you was ever, and I only reason why I say it's low, it's not low if y'all was never friends, but y'all were friends. Like even y'all built y'all that whole situation, that whole podcast on friendship. Like, Hey, we friends, boom, boom, boom. It's not no industry type of situation. So if that was ever your man and I get it cool, if y'all on bad times or whatever the case may be, but how do you sit here and say a low blow is just too much? And the reason why, and I guess, and I guess to give a little backstory on how that even came up realistically, I guess, uh, the last episode of Rory and Maul, like right before Christmas, they had, and I guess two of their coworkers, they got into a fight at the boss and they was drunk. So I guess whatever Joe was on the spaces on Twitter, he was talking and saying like, oh, I know that they're, you know, their situation about to come to an end because their employees is fighting each other at the bar, which realistically that don't, them two things don't have nothing to do with each other. So I guess, that, you know, Rory felt some type of way because that's Joe's basically saying they on their way 
on on the outs. And and sometimes I guess it depends on how you look look at it because I can realistically I kind of get where Joe coming from because I can say from y'all know that I watch and pay attention to just the content space a lot and two people I can take my hat off to their work ethic is kind of OD and even when they feel like they want to take breaks for like Joe like okay if I want to take a break I got so much back catalog on Patreon I'm just gonna keep uploading on YouTube for free so yeah if, even if I take a break I'm gonna still continuously feed my audience so much where they won't never have, even have to feel like they're gonna miss me or then I'll go do uh, an episode of the pivot and go on their situation so it just be like Oh, Shannon Shop, Shannon Dog, Shannon Shop. You know, I take my hat off to Shannon Shop because he show up and work so crazy. Because it's just like he some days he'll do the the, and that was something that I even told myself just watching Shannon Shop. I was like, no, I'm before you go to sleep, uh, um, before you go to sleep every night, and if you just finished watching the game, no, stop rushing to go to sleep because this man is fifty. He's twice my age. You so you see if he still got the energy enough to sit here and be able to do nightcap where he basically talking about whatever games, if it's the football jump with him and Ocho, or it's the basketball jump with him and Gilbert Arenas, he sit here realistically probably starting. Of course, I mean, he might be on West Coast time, so the time frame may be a little bit different, but it still don't matter. It's nighttime. So he every night, you talking about he was starting to record an episode, a show at 11, 12 o'clock at night talking about sports. And you, what you rushing to go to bed? Even though I'm just maybe coming from the gym and it don't make no excuses. So I told myself 2024, don't. Every night before you get ready to go to sleep, you need to at least record one to two videos before you even think about closing your eyes. Because if he can do it, he already a millionaire. It's no, you can't keep coming up with excuses. Oh, I need to go to bed and so I can wake up. So what he do, he wake up and still some days got to do first take. First take come on on Eastern time at nine. So you talking about on the West Coast where they four hours behind us, you talking about they waking up at 5 a.m on camera probably by like six so it's just like you can't sit here and keep coming up with excuses if this is going to be your field you're going to be in you got to be able to show up in that field in the elite way you can't just keep coming up with excuses so that's i guess that's me realistically just talking to everybody where it's like whatever your new year's situation going to be you gotta make the best of it you can't keep dragging your feet and i'm not gonna lie shout outs to everybody who if you in your brain saying saying oh my new year's resolution is to go to the gym i'm not gonna lie i, I salute people who say they want to start during the winter time because I'm somebody who already in rare form and already, this is already a part of my routine. I'm already addicted to going to the gym. But them days were like today, if you go on the East Coast and it's super dark outside, it's cold, it's a little misty, the rain, it may be like off and on flurries and rain or whatever the case may be. And you sit here saying you want to start the day and it's already a, not a routine. And if you got, like, I can imagine how hard that is, that level of discipline, like, hey, I'm going to start, I'm going to just get up and start the day. Because now, like I said, for me, for and for most people, if you already have started, and I would recommend that. I mean, of course, if you're going to start the day, start. Look cool. I'm not discouraging people from it. But I would sit here and say, like, if you could could have started earlier, so, like, if, if you get towards that feeling and you dragged your feet, and let's just say if it's April now, don't start then. If you if you drag your feet, if you want them people, you will keep procrastinating. Like, when the weather is good and the sound like, though, you got to already start kind of put that into your routine where you won't get discouraged. Because I understand, bro, especially when it's brick outside, if you don't got your gym bag with you, as soon as you get off of work and you ready to go to the gym, as soon as you get off, though, you try to go in the house and do that little, no, dog, it's not going to happen. I swear to because you're going to get too comfortable and you're going to remember how cold it is outside. So you got to have that gym bag with you. You got to really be disciplined to it and you got to be dedicated to it. So don't get discouraged on it, but just kind of really hold yourself super accountable for um, just whatever your goals is. Like that to me, like one of my goals is just like, I want to be able to put out like 10 videos a day. Like real, like just because it, it should be that, especially why sports season is going on. It should kind of be almost that easy. And of course, and I, and I always would tell people like you can't sometimes you can't judge the numbers. But then again, free game to just people if you sometimes when you think a a space is oversaturated, right? 
I always look at it like, let's go back to when I was talking about with the Justin Fields situation. I know that a lot of people don't talk about him because he don't, he played for the Bears. That's not a huge popular team. So that's, that's an open space all the time. So like literally every time I talk about him, it's always going to, it's going to do numbers to a certain extent because nobody else is talking about him. So it's just like, especially in the way that I'm talking about him, because I'm talking about him from a fan type of point of view, like I'm been support, like I'm in support. So people like, okay, you kind of building a rapport with that Chicago Bears fan base because, hey, nobody else ain't talking about him, even major. So you got to kind of figure out like, okay, yeah, that space made that because everybody always throw that out. And I hate when people do it because it does get people discouraged. Like, oh, this uh business, mo this model is it's oversaturated. There's too many people in this space. Okay, cool. That's, it can, you may be absolutely right, but you can figure out a space where it's not even just like when I went out to when we talk about like blacks TV shows like power, like, of course, with the green screen things, a lot of people do it on TikTok or whatever the case may be. But still, even in podcasts, and I know that that's an open space and I apologize. I, I am going to sit here. Um, give me like five minutes and I'm going to talk about rap ish for all the people who cause I didn't talk about the season finale um, last week. And again, I apologize. And shout outs to uh, one of um, one of my female friends, uh, T. I call, I call her my ghostwriter. Because she she literally hit me up. What was that Tuesday? She's like, oh, "What's up with this short ass episode?" And I appreciate, and I, that's why I always ask y'all, whatever one, whatever topics y'all want to talk about, whatever topics you want to address, please keep me fresh and remind me. Whatever you feel like, if the episodes need to be longer, whatever, just give me. I'm I'm always one cool with the critiques, and I'm cool with uh, just getting me hip to stuff that I may not be hip to. So I do appreciate that. Just like. I appreciate that. Like literally because it's just in your mind where you feel like, man, nobody gonna care if it's a, if it's an hour and 45 minutes. And no, why this shit so short? I, I appreciated that so much. Like that literally probably made uh, my entire uh, little holiday uh, situation. But yeah, like I said, I'll be all over the place. I don't know where my brain went on that one. Real, real quick, before I play this next clip, I do want to sit here and say, though, no, I hate Shaq Glizzy for introducing me to this person. Like, I didn't, wouldn't know who this dude was if he wasn't, like, I guess, you know, Shaq Glizzy was trying to, I guess, train at one point in time, and he was posting him as... He was supposed like he was posting him as his trainer. So I you know, of course, shy tagging him and he started to build up a, a audience off of the strength of that. So I'm gonna play this clip. And this is one of the real I'm not gonna you, but I guess another part before I play the clip is that oh, this is why I don't do the I really it's hard for me to pay attention to people who do the relationship like podcasts or content because I sometimes I always look at it and be like, I'm listening to what you're saying, and I just don't think you have experienced enough women or just life in general because the way you're speaking and then boom. Oh, as soon as you get an experience now, here it go. And then shout out to him, though. Obviously, he's popular enough because it did become a uh, trending topic on Twitter where a lot of people were uh, talking about it. So I'm going to play this clip and then we can get into it and we can knock in uh, my opinion on it. Our quick story time. So a young lady that I had dealings with or dating, was dating, whatever you want to categorize it as, was coming over to the crib, right? And so I was feeling a little hungry. So I asked her, I was like, hey, can you, you know, grab me food? I'm hungry and I don't want to leave the crib. She said, oh, sure, if you pay for it, I'll pick it up. Hmm. So then I asked, wait, do I have to pay for it in order for you to bring me food? She said, yes, because if I pay for it, it puts me in my masculine energy. Wait, so we've been dating for a little while and you can't bring me food, $20, unless I pay for it? And to me, don't get it wrong, I was not mad at all. She still came over. I went and got my own food and everything. But it did make me look at her different. Because to me, that's a character flaw. Because if you only have the capacity to do something for me on the condition that it's reciprocated or that like I pay for it, 
that means it's not genuine, it's not in your heart. And to me, that doesn't work because I'm the opposite. I hold those doors for you on those dates because it's in my heart. I pay for everything when you're with me because it's on my heart. I book your plane ticket because it's in my heart. I am not one to keep score. And so if you can't bring somebody that you've been talking to, dating a $20 meal, because that puts you in your masculine, major red flag. And then I post about it on my Instagram story. And one young lady was like, well, I would have done the same thing if we're not exclusive. Exclusive? Baby, we're talking about a $20 meal. I didn't ask you to go to the grocery store, <laughs> cook, fill out my refrigerator. I asked if you could bring me food. Because we ain't got to be exclusive for me to pay for your nails, huh? We ain't got to be exclusive for me to hold all of these doors and bring you flowers. But we got to be exclusive for you to bring me a $20 meal. It's sad, man. And I think that's why we have the dating problems and trouble we have now. Because nobody is moving just genuinely. Everybody is keeping score. And this attitude that, like, I'm not doing X, Y, and Z if he's not doing this for me or she's not doing this for me. And unfortunately, I just don't move like that. I've never had. If you are hungry and I have it, you are fed simple, whether I like you or not. Now, if I like you, it's a bonus, but it's in my heart to be this way. But I would love to hear y'all thoughts on the situations. Ladies, is she justified? Is she right? Fellas, what y'all think? All right, so cool. So it did become a, a a a big topic on Twitter. It was trending. A lot of women were weighing in their opinions. I even seen a lady sit here and say, if I'm on my way to a D appointment and he sit here and asked me to buy him some food, I'm going to hit the U-ski and I'm going to turn around and call up somebody else. And cool, I'm here for all the jokes and all of that is funny to me. But one, to even listening to him when you're explaining, oh, I did this, then you keep a score. You kept score of, you 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 may think you're not keeping score, but you're keeping score when you're talking about, oh, I paid for the nails. It was okay for when I pay for the nails. If I fly you out, do I do this, then the third. So you you could so you felt some type of way because yes you have done all of these things which you are keeping score because you wouldn't if you haven't never done nothing for her and she said oh yeah cool i ain't nah, I, ain't, I can't do it open basically all right i'm not doing it i don't feel i'm not in the mood but whatever the case may be if you didn't feel like you wasn't already keeping score guess what you wouldn't have did you would have not cared about her not getting it for you and i'm not gonna lie to you and that's again why i sit here and say sometimes when it comes to like these people who put out a lot of relationship topics will give you their opinion. I just be knowing y'all just ain't experienced enough life sometimes. I just know you haven't because I'm not even gonna hold you. I, bro, I wouldn't even, I have too much pride in any women, especially women who dealt with me during the pandemic, they will all vouch. Bro, I got too much pride to ask for you to bring me anything. I don't care how, what it is. I'm just not gonna do it. So it's just like, yeah, dog, that's why I'll be like, man, y'all can keep them top, I, bro, I swear to God. But I, you know, one thing I am gonna try to challenge myself in 2024 is to figure out ways to have these conversations where I'm just not too standoffish uh, about having like relationship topics or life, I guess life, experience topics or whatever the case may be because i do feel like you I, I would be doing a disservice to all the women who have supported me to get me to this point where i'm okay i got a big enough platform where i can talk about sports where i can can give my music opinion and people kind of look at it and give it a little bit more ear because oh well like, blah, whatever the followers or views or whatever the case may be and that came from the women so i do feel like in 2024 i will try to do a way better job at still justifying these or having these topics because i do like i said but to me personally I just felt like he was just like, you, who, I don't care, though. I would have never even asked. I'm not even going to hold you. Like, I have never asked a woman, hey, could you pick me up some food? Like, I swear to God, I almost damn near want to call a friend, like, just to be like, bro, during the pandemic, like, keep it up. Like, I would not ask for, I ain't going to blow up the spot, but I do, I'm sure, I had literally women, like, to sit here and be like, oh, you got, um, 
you ain't got no. I, you keep. I heard you listening to. I think it was an episode, and I was talking about just drinking tap water. And she literally came. I didn't and came to the house with a case of waters because I was like, no, I'm not. One, I'm not going out to the grocery store. I'm cool with just hitting this water, putting this thing in the freezer, and keeping it moving. But it's just sit here. What I'm saying is for just for somebody like him, it's just like, bro, you because you sit here, you you lay it on so heavy via social media. And all of these things you keep telling you promise. And that's why I, another reason why I don't feel comfortable doing it. You make too many open promises with sometimes all of those promises you selling via videos that it might be one day where you just, you can't live up to that hype. And you, you set the bar for yourself so high and so weird and crazy. And I'm going to almost tie this into the little academic situation because it's just sometimes like it, two things that happen. I listened to the whole academic. It was like, it was for like, it was like an hour little YouTube Joni did. Excuse me. And don't get it twisted. Academics, one thing I can give academics, he do a great job at storytelling. And even the way he broke down the story. Like, and the, and the, and the real thing is, the, the young lady did girl math because she tried to inter interrupt the whole little situation and, tr and try to call him out. And I'm gonna play all of it. Give me like one second. I'm gonna play the clip of what she said. And I'm gonna also play the clip of what he was saying. But my thing, what it is, is oh, he had a whole hour conversation that made him seem like a simp, like the greenest dude on planet Earth. And I was like, oh my God, academics, you are cheese doodle. And I'm sure most people already think about that about him already so he was explaining the story and the way he was explaining the story was basically he had this girl that he'd been dealing with off and on for a few years and i guess she was supposed to come over but he went to like a i want to say he went to an antonio brown pool party got super drunk still sent her a uber whatever case me to come pick him up and she came to the joint and end up letting his men hit that was his story that's the way he's telling the story but even when he's explaining his story he's starting to tear up so I'm looking at the joint and I'm in my brain. I'm like, oh, I cannot wait to get back in the house so I can see him make a video. Because it's just realistic because even in the process of him telling the story, he's keep saucing it up about the money situation. Oh, da, 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 da. you know, I got bread, boom, boom, boom. The police kicked down my door. It was 25000 to replace each door. So I'm, what I'm, I'm still like, you're still trying to hide behind how much money you got. But even, and that's why I, if I was her, but of course this is a woman, so she may have been, I don't know what the real story. I'm gonna play her clip and see what she say. But my thing, what it is, is you did girl math with that because he made it more embarrassing to me as a man listening to the story like oh you to do with all the money but you ugly and you're in his women who come around and still rather sleep with your friends they probably not nowhere near successful are you don't got nowhere near much money as you but they probably just got more charisma got more swag they probably look better than you so they probably you're yeah i do want to hit your men and so it, it ha that happens that happens to dudes and i don't think enough dudes that conversation is not said and that's why so many dudes leave with money and that's why with him telling that story i was laughing at everybody in the comment section was cooking him so that's why I like her coming out to defend herself i was like i mean if, and if she felt like the story was different but my whole thing is he never said her name he never nobody knew who she was so it's kind of like i think she kind of let her ego get the best of her a little bit because or realistically her story could be true too so i don't necessarily know which one is which but it still just seemed like to me, when I was looking at it, it seemed like because I listened to the whole thing and him explaining it and him even crying, explaining this thing like he was so butthurt that, I, oh, my God, I can't believe you sit here. I invited you over here. and You sit here and let my friends like he was hurt that his friends got to hit his this girl. He didn't probably spent endless bread with flew her out before whatever the case may be and then really tricks and bread on her. And they ain't had to do nothing. They just his men. Hey, we in the right place, right time type of situation and the way he was so. You can tell that he was really butthurt on that, but like I said, I'm gonna play the clip of him explaining it, and then I'm gonna play the clip of the young lady explaining what she felt like what happened. And I, like I said, to me, I, I, I don't. Of course, you don't never want to sit here and I guess say she lying, but I felt like his story was so embarrassing. I don't necessarily know if I would have stepped on it if I was her, because he looked super corny telling this story. Real quick, before I do move, because I, I feel like I halfway answered 
that plan that topic and I do and that's sometimes I do like the only thing I like about recording myself and I ain't doing the YouTube day it would kind of go back let me listen real quick before I get into it I do think I wonder what is your definition of keeping score right and when do you I guess when do you mentally start to be like damn this person kind of ain't reciprocating a situation and, and let's be honest because if I if I can be a little bit transparent I've, I'm not gonna lie I've done it before like let's just sit here and say and this is another reason why I don't even when it comes to the birthday situation, like if I know your birthday after mine, I ain't about to let you show out and wild out for a uh, for a birthday of mine. Because I remember a, a shorty I was dealing with, and she was just like, "Oh yeah, your birthday about to come up with your passport." That boom, boom, boom. I'm a uh, you know I'm gonna get us a trip. We gonna go to Cabo or something, right? And in my mind, I'm like, "Oh, her birthday in like I think August or something." I'm like, "Bro, I'm not about to do this." Because I that mean that I'm gonna have to match that energy because I just and that again that's for me as a man when it sometimes it's like. I just don't feel comfortable, bro. My pride is crazy. And that's, again, sometimes when, like I say, when listening to, when I listen to other men talk about certain things, I'm like, bro, you just can't have no pride. or I don't know. Or you just don't have no real ego. Well, for me, I got too much pride. I got too much ego. So I wouldn't allow it. So my question is, but I've been into the point where it's like, I've been dating somebody for a year and I'm talking about we going crazy for Valentine's Day, crazy on Christmas. We going, you're going crazy. Let's just sit here and say for a year strong with gifts, all the top-notch dates and then you kind of like, okay well here come my birthday come up and you got me a bum Burberry shirt oh I'm not gonna hold you up that was I was lost my mind on that one so I so I listen to what I'm saying so I'm not gonna make it like I haven't kept score before but then again sometimes where it's like yeah dog oh but you got to just be careful with keeping score because you just can't to me you can't keep score with the nails and the and the hair stuff like that's come on bro that's like that's kid stuff like i ain't gonna hold you and i understand real quick for i'm not about to sit here and i, I understand that prices have went different in my day and age of you talking about nails you someone that was like a little 40 dollars, maybe 60 and you was good money and that was like probably for four that was for hands and feet so time no for a fact times have changed and that's probably realistically one of the reasons why i'm not rushing to jump back into the dating pool Neva. Anyway, while we here real quick, I do just yeah, since I'm not doing the YouTube situation, I do kind of want to give Flo Millie some uh some flowers. I'm sure, I mean, well, a lot of the women are already kind of giving her her flowers because she do got one. And I never even knew this was Flo Millie for for a long time. It's called Never Lose Me. Flo Millie, I'm sure a lot of the women have already been using this on their Insta stories or their IG pages. He's speeding a rape while they stand on my coochie. This part right here. Emilio Pucci. Doing good, bitch, I'm Gucci. Fly to Asia, he feeding me sushi. When we fucking, it feel like a movie. Bro, bitch, ain't never been a groupie. Still on a hoe, I like my nigga bougie. Tell me you'll never want to lose me. Tell me you'll never want to lose me. And shout out to Flo Millie because Flo Millie is one of those artists. And I'm, I promise I'm going to get to the academics. I know I'm just bouncing around. But I love that. I'm not going to lie to y'all. <laughs> Never mind. No, but I'm, I'm bouncing around. But Flo Millie, I, you got to, you had to respect that she kind of just never got into the blog pages or nothing. Like, in the crazy, and the reason why I'm not even going to lie, the reason why I even knew this was her. I've been keep seeing people use the song, but I never even really paid attention to it. I sound like a girly song. I never paid no attention. But over the holidays, I seen the neighborhood talking. I seen uh, Hollywood unlocking all them stop posting. I guess she got a video for it. So they've been posting it. And I was like, oh, this Flo Millie song. I didn't know that. But I'm just saying for somebody like that's the first time she gets on those blogs. And that kind of go back to the conversation we was having maybe like a month ago or a few weeks ago when we was even talking about beer. It's just some, especially for female rappers. With, I'm not even just going to say female rappers. It's men, women, whoever. Excuse me, if you keep yourself out of the blogs and you really don't have, like, you not, if you don't find yourself on the shade room or whatever the case may be, it kind of, like, it's almost, like, out of sight, out of mind. So, if, like, if people don't actually follow you, like, you almost in this day and age, 
for people to really keep up with you if you're not one of those people who stay on these blogs you almost people have to hit the follow button like you have to i have to actually be a fan i have to follow you on social media to really keep up with you because you can actually get lost and people be like oh that ain't heard from them in a brick because you don't follow them so and they don't get picked up on these pages and again that kind of go back to the conversation that me and marcus was having last week when we was just like damn like with the where it's no more world style no more live mixtape i mean those places are still around but they just not as relevant were nowhere near as relevant as they was in the early 2000s so it is kind of a little bit sad but again like i said shout out to flo millie for actually just staying down keep putting out music and, and kind of really just doing her thing and i'm not gonna lie to you i was surprised uh when i was listening when i was going back to my list and i, I did say i was going to talk about the wrap-up uh, my wrap-up situation uh this because i was gonna wait i was waiting for of course and towards the end of the year so i was surprised that uh lady london made number nine for album for my top albums of the year that i listened to i listened to lady london album 47 times and i'll go through the rest of them later but i was just surprised how many times i and of course i'm sure because i did an episode breaking down the situation so i'm no listening to it and when i do that it do give me more time to listen to it and where i'm really just all right let me digesting the words i'm really going back and forth but again like i said shout out to flo millie and let me play this academics thing real quick I look crazy right now, but I'm not going to stand here and let this man continue to lie about me. That's not what happened, academics. You know that that's not what happened. And for you to pretend that you didn't do anything, for you to pretend that you didn't do anything, that I just went to your house and I'm just some thought, like we didn't know each other for two years. You tried to save yourself after your friends assaulted me. Whether or not you got drunk or not, I know that when you woke up, you were on top of me too. You raped me too, and a test, a rape kit was done. You know what? I'm going to come back with my own story. This what you wanted, and you're about to get it. I've been quiet for way too long. I look shaming her now. I'm shaming her. I said to her, I said, yo, I'm going to keep it a being with you, bro. And you came to my house and had two niggas just fuck you raw. I ain't seen no condom, no none. I told her, I said, yo, you should go get tested, man. Like, you done... I said, that's why, yo, you should go get tested, bro. And from that moment, she started, like, because she the denial shifted, and she kept, like, trying to, like, pivot on the denial to, yo, nah, send me the video. Yo, I'm pretty sure I didn't fuck him. And I'm like, bro, you fucked him. And she was like, no, 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 look again. And now I'm getting super tight because I'm like, bro, I'm not about to watch this video of you getting fucked, my nigga. Like, it's on my surveillance. Like, bro, like, I was fucking with you. Like, what? you want me to watch the video of you getting fucked? Cool. She keeps saying that, whatever, whatever. She then tells me, by the way, I, I ain't gonna lie, and I'm gonna keep it a being with, about everything. My homies did not tell me they fucked her. At that point, I only seen on my security camera. My homies did not tell Remember, they woke me up shaming her now. So again, like I said, if you really just listen to that story and he was literally on this joke crying. And again, like I said, I don't because you don't wanna sit here and discredit her story. So you kind of just like when she stepped and I'm not even gonna lie to you, even just creating content, she kind of like, oh, she took the air out of me even wanting to make a video. Cause I'm just like I say, I'm like, boom, I'm about to be on my body. If I'm almost done uh, working, I'm about to be on my herb and rush home and do a video to the joke. Cause I'm listening to it and I am laughing. And then like literally like probably 10 minutes away before I get to the joke, boom, here she called drop. I'm like, oh, I'm definitely not. If I still do it, and I did do a video, I just put it on my YouTube channel because I understand on YouTube, academics live in a different space and people look at him and judge him completely different from on social media because like of course on the blogs all you see is oh he tried to change the narrative because i'm looking but that's again that's from women's eyes like i'm looking at all the women on the comment section on the neighborhood talk they don't like him already so as soon as she say this of course it's going to be a completely different situation but then it's my whole thing with that is is like 
dudes on YouTube who already listened to the, his version of whatever the story was. And he tied that into realistically the only reason why he even told the story because he had a girlfriend at the time where basically this would have him cheating on the girl on his girlfriend because he had another girl come to the crib and she was literally supposed to come for him. All of this is on video footage. So that, you know what I'm saying? His girl seen the jump. So he was basically like his girl was trying to hold that over his head because the police, you know, kicked in his door, whatever the case may be. So he was explaining this whole story because he was, it was tying it in to his, his, I guess now girlfriend at the time, uh, stole 500,000 from him. So this like these two back to back different stories. And so even with him telling that story, so he even just, I guess, and we can kind of nip it in the butt where he was even telling that story about his now girlfriend still in the 500 bands. He got upset because she was dealing with somebody, a, a dude on the practice squad for the uh, New York jets. And she was, she was tricking off bread like cash out of a dude's money regular dudes like she was letting regular dudes so that was so for to me listening to a whole hour story him explaining all these stories back to back i'm just in my brain it was like oh you just the dude with the money you the trick but women still are looking for other and i just found the humanity in it where it was hilarious to me because it's just like i guess if you ever see clips of academics so even when he going back and forth with rappers he always throw the money situation out there so to hear him talk like that and it was just like oh the money wasn't enough for none of these women they, that money didn't do nothing for you they were just looking at you like you was a sweet lick and i'm still gonna get with deuce i'm sure do play in the jets he probably better looking in better shape i'm sure nine times out of ten pause and the homo the sex is probably better so whatever case may be she's you said she getting money from you she's tricking off bread from just random little dudes probably in the hood who wearing her out it that so I'm listening to that whole and it was that was hilarious to me because I'm like bro, and I respect you enough that you told all that because I'm like that you had again when we talking about the ego you literally threw your ego out of the window because you basically let your listeners and everybody know whoever will see this video, oh I got money but the women who deal with me only dealing with me for the money because they are still stepping out dealing with other dudes and that was the reason why I was like, heck I don't necessarily know if that girl should have stepped on the story because let's just say even if her story is true, you should have just sued him and you could have didn't even have to throw yourself on on the blogs and none of that because like i said he never said her name he never said her pay instagram page or nothing nobody i didn't know who that girl was until literally she make a video boom and she on the neighborhood talk and then of course you know academics got some type of relationship with, he, with justin lee so justin lee didn't pick up the story the only i think the only place that really picked up that story was the neighborhood talk so i mean like i said i guess realistically with that situation i mean you you kind of you you live and you learn shout outs to oh before i shout out offset and cardi b because they did spend new years together they was in a club and, and cardi i think she even just did a like she was on i think twitter spaces and was like yeah we was in the club together matter of fact i'm just gonna play it was i clubbing with my baby father yesterday yes did i got dick down yesterday absolutely baby i'm not gonna put my y'all can use your rose on new year's eve i need some date for new year's eve i feel like we was vibing yesterday we had a good time we was yeah okay so basically if you, you didn't catch what she was saying she basically her and offset was uh at a club in miami together at a, some strip club in miami and they were partying together and she basically was like yeah okay we was together i told him like we was i was in my section he was in this section that it was weird so i just told him to come over to my jump and we had a good time we was enjoying each other and of course she, I, I, I let him crack last night this is my baby father and i'm not even just and i hate that she even using baby father because i'm not divorced so that is your husband still so i mean realistically and i, I sometimes you know and it was so crazy and i guess i could tie this into just like one of my prayers that i was having about the on new year's where i was telling myself like you can't never get mad because some days like oh man i'm gonna tell you a perfect example of what happened it was what was this the lebron james he they played the timberwolves and he stepped on a on the free i mean on the three-point line he, he it was a it was a matter of fact and the crazy thing is i literally cut the game off i'm like bro this game is over 
like 30 seconds left in the game. I cut it off the whole time I get on. Then by the time I get on social media, I'm like, hold up, they, they tied the, they almost tied the game up. So LeBron literally he stole the ball, pulled up and did a, a, a three pointer, but they called it a two, saying his foot was on the line. So I made a video for that, whatever the case may be. And then maybe so that was the day, that was New Year's. I think that was New was that New Year's Eve? No, that was or it may it might have been the day, whatever the case may be. I'm getting my days mixed up. But my whole thing of it is, of course, it started to pick up steam and the people commenting on it, but they comment even on day late. And I had to check myself where I was like, you cannot get the bigger your opinion gets, the more other people are going to place their opinion. It don't matter if they it come on their timeline days later. You cannot get upset with that. So I do kind of, but I guess the reason why I brought that up is to sit here and be like, hey, I can only imagine sometimes where the stuff that normal people do when it comes to just baby mama, baby daddy situations, how easy it is for them to hook back up or go back to each other. Where it's like, you get put on a microscope because Cardi B is a mega star. Like this is probably all set in him and just like, I can't even say that because Jada Wade and Lil Baby almost in that same situation and neither one of them as big as Cardi B. But it just be like, bro, you, you're on such a microscope. And even again, just, and I guess we could tie it in while we talking about relationship situations. Again, like, I'm not gonna lie, I feel bad. I, always, I, I catch myself every time, like I see one of these little Rick Ross jumps with his girlfriend, cause he bought her like, I guess like they was in Dubai, he was performing or something. And he bought her like a billboard to promote her Instagram in Dubai. And again, like, of course I told y'all a little backstory. Like I know, somebody who was dealing with him at one time and she, but she was playing the back scene like super heavy. And I was just like, no, that have to, I don't care what nobody, they have to eat you up. And I really be wanting to DM her to like check on her. But, and of course, like most people do, she still posts every day, like with a smile, like you smiling, you out still partying. But I'm like, bro, I don't care. I'm a human though. I know that gotta hurt because I'm sure all of us have dealt with people who may even keep you a secret and then they go deal with somebody else and they go super public with it. Like you're still a like, human. Like I know that we all like to lie and be like, oh, that wouldn't matter. I wouldn't care. Bro, I'm not gonna hold you. That would, I've been bitter about that before. Like if I've dealt with a woman and you done kind of kept me and you like low key and then you soon as your next situation, you get into something you posting all about, oh, da, 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 da. we out this and the third, my man, my man, my man. Bro, I'm you a human dog. I'm gonna feel some type of way. I don't care how y'all be trying to dress it up. Like you won't, a lot of people like to lie and be deceitful on y'all real feelings, bro. You're a human. You're going to have your moments. You're going to have your feelings. It's impossible for you not to have your moments and have your feelings. So I'd be almost wanting to DM her and just like check her like, bro, you okay? But I already know what the response will be because you were just going like nobody, me and her ain't that close to the point where it's like, you're going to be genuine and be like, nah, I kind of hurt. But I know I got to hurt because dog. I'm, every time I look at one of these blogs, him and that girl on it. Like that would blow me if I've been the side piece for somebody for years and, and no, I really got no acknowledgement. I've been arguing with people in the comment section before. Like, nah, dog, that would drive me insane every time i'm literally you have not seen if you get on any of them blog pages you is you have not seen a post of rick ross the entire december without that girl being right beside him like every time it's a picked up even on a story it's him and her like that bro that is crazy to me like i can say like she bigger she is a bigger and better person than me but of course let me get into rapish i did say that i was going to talk about that one and I, of course I did post, I did a, a video of course on social media. So I did get to get some feedback. And a lot of people were on the fence on how they felt about Mia and Shauna dealing with, uh, what's the dude name? Uh, I, mean, I said the dude, um, <laughs> what's my girl, uh, Duke, um, Chastity, how, how they dealt with her at the end of the jump. But my whole thing with it, with her was, bro, you was lying to them. Like you ruined that whole entire Red Bull situation. You blew the spot up. You blew the, you and the lady was dating. I'm sure her boss didn't even know that she was gay. You threw that up under the bus. So all of that was out of the door. And even when she pushed up on the dude and he, and she, he trying to press him like, oh yeah, we got other deals and stuff, whatever the case may be. He still like, his body language was like, how you know we was here? One, 
And two, I, who said I was ever trying to sign you? So I felt like the lady April was trying to kind of like throw her like a bone realistically and was trying to like, like do some like backdoor stuff. And that's why they kept, when they kept bringing up the money situation, she kept kind of saying, I'm gonna have to check on it because realistically she probably was trying to find a way to filter and get them some free promotion, but nobody wasn't trying to put up no real bread. So people was like, oh, they shouldn't have did chastity like that. What you mean, dog? She already screwed up the, the, the free little situation she had or promo she was going to get finesse, dog. She messed that up. That was out. That wasn't even on the table no more. And they didn't even know that. So they was just making this off of, I'm looking at Francisco. He literally took us in the studio with Party. And again, I was saying this on social media. That to me for Party was almost the greatest commercial ever because it was just like, excuse me. They ain't have no, they haven't had no success in a minute. Like they've been, they kind of running off those little two couple songs that they made with Lamont. And then it was like, boom, they kind of, they need some music so they can kind of build their buzz back up especially to play off the tour situation, boom, they get in the studio with Party, and boom, he go a hit. And that's kind of what his, like, in the music business, that's kind of almost like who he is in real life. He's supposed to be like, I'm the hit guy. I made these hits for Cardi, boom, whatever the case may be. And I don't even know if y'all probably remember uh, Hands on Your Knees, that, that little mix on that she put out during the pandemic. He was on that joint. Uh, why are you always out in the club doing that shit? <laughs> whatever. So it's just like, he has an ear for that. Like, even if you listen to, he, I told y'all he put out a, a project, right after that whole little situation with Megan, that he had a song when it was Sexy Red, that joint was low-key fire. Like, I liked that song a lot. Like, it was, I was like, oh yeah, this joint kind of like a little bop. So he do have that touch where he know how to make a hit. So for it to even play out like that on the show, I was like, oh yeah, that's kind of dope. I like how they kind of, that was like a free commercial for him because that is a part of the music industry today. Part Partisan Fontaine is a part of the music industry when it comes to helping making hits for women. Him and, and the hit maker, for real, Young Bird. Like, they all are like some of the go-to dudes. Like, and Young Bird probably even is the OD go-to dude. The only thing about running to Young Bird will probably be like all them samples. Though I wouldn't be like I'm not gonna hold it. If I'm a rapper, I'm not. Yeah, I ain't running to get no samples because that's most of your bread. My younger brother asked me that question. He was just saying because I didn't know. I guess is that everybody sample was on one of those. I think he would he told me it was the Trolls movie. So I'm sure you know the, the bigger the song is, or that's it's probably harder to get that song. Not harder to get it cleared, but you probably got to give up more of your percentage of your royalties and your publishing to that song, especially if the Trolls already used it for a movie, and that's a huge movie. Yeah, I'm sure, like, to get that sample clear, you probably going to give up a majority of the song. He was asking me, like, he like, you think that was worth it? Like, if you have to give up, let's say, 80% or however many percentages you got to give up just to get that song cleared, is it really worth it? Even though you know for a fact it's going to be a hit, is it worth it? So that would be my only thing, I guess. I'm thinking, like, even working with somebody like Hitmaker, because he, he's everything is just, like, sample, 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 sample. I'm like, bro, can you can't come up with nothing original? But cool, that don't have nothing to do with it. <laughs> let's get back into rap-ish. Yeah, so I wasn't mad at them for cutting Chastity off because it was just, like, Oh, he the San Francisco. Uh, I keep calling him San Francisco. Uh, Fris, whatever his name is. No, he just be putting them in right places. He put them in the right situation. Don't get it twisted. He may not believe in them all the time, but he, when he come through, he kind of come through. He did get him on the tour. It don't kind of don't matter. Like okay, he had him in the bad rooms and he was making the Rainer girl a more of a, a priority. Cool. I mean, right? You that's kind of what happens in these situations. And I. So I can't be mad at him because I understand the music business. I understand, like, all right, the girl was more popular, so of course he was going to make her the priority. But now, okay, that bridge may be burnt, so let me figure it out with with them now. I wasn't mad at that situation, I'm, but I'm not going to lie. I do that Lamont and Mia situation, the baby, I mean, the birthday. Bro, that was so hilarious because it was just like, it, it, it's so much uh, miscommunication and it is so much, uh, like, it's real. Realistically, it's miscommunication, and it's and it's having too much pride, having too much ego, and not really telling your partner how you feel. Like you're trying to act like you don't got no feelings for him, and that was like all over him. That birthday party, 
dog, you can see the jealousy running and screaming all over Mia's face, her body language. She gassing her daughter up to battle the little girl. Um, it was just like, and her friends was even just like, dog, why you care about this? Why you care he even bringing somebody here? Like you didn't, you, I thought you was over him. And like, and that was the first time, like, you know, her friends been giving her bad advice the entire, how many will be two seasons for the last two seasons, they've been giving her horrible advice. So for them to kind of even be like the voice of reasoning with that situation, they in the moon bouncing, it's just like, bro, why do you care? Like you didn't want him. You was the one you, you, you made this decision, but she still do. And that's again, when people just be lying to themselves about how you genuinely feel about somebody, because you allow your proud to get in the best of your way. You try to play in his face. And now you feel some type of way that he playing in your face and he putting it, and he ain't making, he's not trying as hard. He's making it a lot more effortless to be like, voila, here go them bricks. And you feel some type of way now because he got this girl at this party and she just this nice girl. She's making these vegan uh, little lollipop cakes or whatever the case may be. Like she just this wholesome woman and you feel some type of way because you just super ghetto and ratchet and even to the point where she didn't even, she tried to play big with him. Her car got declined when she was supposed to be paying for the moon bounce. She literally played super big with this man right before the dude was like, hey, I got to charge your car. Car get declined. Her mother called to get declined. And then boom, she got a hey, Lamar. He like, of course I got you, whatever the case may be. But that, and I'm, but again, all of that, with that being said, even with the Red Bull situation, they offered it. They was like, hey, we want to sign Lamont too, whatever case may be. So they having a little conversation and she, and he telling her like, nah, I'm cool. I, I, I figured out I get it on my own. So that even that, again, and Chastity didn't know that part. So I'm sure for all of them, it was kind of like, them not, him, them, them not telling her that, hey, he don't want to deal with me no more. He don't want to make music. So we kind of need to go, and deal with the party situation because we can't get no beats from nowhere else. So we we kind of we need that other outlet. So realistically, like I said, that, it was cool. I, I did really like that. I hope they get renewed for season three. I was a fan. I did like the season finale. It was it was great. It kind of like oh I can't even. Oh my god, I cannot believe I was about to stop. Though that little dude, whatever the dude was, that was working with uh, Shauna, and he was man, he is so tender, dog. This might be one of the most tender, tenderest, tender dick dudes in the world because he was so soft and so sensitive. Like he wanted, she, okay. He was, so the child was supposed to be doing two things. She was supposed to be going to um, Mia's daughter's birthday. She, of course she has to go there, bro. This is where she living at. You can't see, she cannot miss this party. Like, and I don't know why he was acting like he didn't understand that. That was one, that was the first to me. That was the first red flag. That was super corny that he was even trying to act like, oh, why you can't come to my going away party? I and mean, he trying to make it like he taking a charge for her. Like, no, you ain't taking no charge for me, though. You're taking it for your cousin. Your cousin is the one who's really a rat. And you sitting here trying to put all this energy on me and it's really your cousin. So she, he was having a going away party at the same time. She's like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna try to do both. So she, but she ended up getting caught in a moment where, uh, what was the dude, whatever, um, what was the dude, Lord AK, his man, whatever the case may be, you know, he doing, he was, he matter of fact, it was so funny. He was doing an interview with Wallow and he faking on his mental health, such a situation, boom, whatever the case may be. So she just black out of him. She go on Instagram live. She go crazy. It's starting to go viral. She getting picked up on the shade room or whatever the case may be. So she spent her day and she felt bad about it. She was like, I ain't even want to do this, whatever the case may be. But then she get the jump. Of course, when, when we said shout out to Flo Millie, Flo Millie was on that episode and Rico Nasty and both of them, you know, they did her like a little, uh, a, a video via the DM, like shouting around, like, yeah, speak your mind, girl. Don't let these dudes in the industry play with you. Da, 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 the case may be. So she getting hyped because she going viral or everybody picking her up. But at the same time, she caught up in that moment where she ended up missing his going away party. So he's crying and he feels some type of way. And his cousin mother take him to jail. And he tell me he leave out and tell his cousin, man, I still got them recordings. Like what? 
you sit here want to snitch on this girl because you man that dude oh he's one of the most tenderest dudes ever in life but again that was the season finale again i apologize for missing out on that last week but that was the season finale for rapish and I, I them see the one of them episodes is too short they need I, of course we know for a fact they never gonna get longer because that is just the Issa ray thing she just loved to um keep them episodes super short it kind of blow you though and, and real quick can i can i talk can i double down on my taraji thing because i did i i seen somebody who was it jamel hill she had a she tweeted about it, a case may be. So I wrote under her, Joan, and I was just like, no, if this was the music business, I would tell people to, hey, don't wait on it, like rap label, whatever case may be, do your own thing. So somebody wrote me back, well, it's not the music business, whatever case may be, the uh, movie industry is different. So I wrote them back and was like, well, it's not because Detroit has a whole movie scene. Like if they have a, mov a movie community, like people in Detroit, the drug dealers, the rappers, they have strippers, they have built up a community now where they got their own movie premieres and whatever came and they built it up on YouTube at first and now let's move from YouTube to now they on Amazon Prime. Now they on Tubi. But they don't like what was that the what's the joint? I'm I'm sure I'm screw up the name. But what is it? McGruff, uh McGrath Ave, whatever the case may be. No, that's just it's on Amazon Prime right now. You have to pay to watch that joint. It was a uh, used to be on YouTube for free. So that's my point where I can't I can't feel sorry for Taraji. Like though if you want your own pay, you feel like you deserve more, then do your own work. If it's this the same way, if this was the music business of a podcast, bro, if I can't sit here and be like, oh, I wish Charlemagne signed me to the Black Effect. No, well, you got to do your own work, bro. You got to build your own audience up. You got to build your own situation up, build your own, whatever the case may be. So then if somebody want to come and deal with you, then you can sit here and have some type of leverage. But if you never done your own thing, you have no leverage. There's no leverage at all for you. So what can, so all you thing you can do is just like literally trying to go to a job. You can't be mad if you fill out an application and they say, hey, this is the pay and you feel like you deserve more. No, you don't. This is what we tell This is the base pay for this uh, job. It is, you take it or you leave it like what are we talking about oh then even though what's the girl i think she's from philly and then she got her joint with this she on her third joint and what is it called uh what is it social society or society something i can't remember those and i literally just seen it on one of them uh pages but she on her third joint now and they've been on amazon prime the whole time and it's listen to what i'm saying it's that popular that it went from one joint and the reason why everybody knew about the first one because meek mill's baby mother was uh the milano girl she was promoting it. i don't even remember she was in the first one but she was promoting that joint super heavy. Like, oh, watch my girls, da 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 da. And then she helped it get a buzz, and then boom, it get a buzz. And they did one, then they did two, now they did three. They on three. This is this ain't no, this ain't no major network behind that. But if people, if you put out stuff and the word gets spread enough and people like it, they gonna support you. And it's not free. It's never been free. They've been charging on Amazon the whole entire time. I think even the last time she just dropped three, I want to say that it went straight to her website first, and then she put it on Amazon Prime. So like, no, I don't want that, that Taraji stuff like, man, say them tears with somebody else. Yeah, I'm sure if y'all, if you can hear that noise, so you can hear that nonsense. It's a video going viral. I guess it was on Twitter, and it was a bunch of little girls at a party. And, and don't give me a word. The wrongs, the words were black bleeped out. It was the clean version. But the little girls, these was little, little girls. You can hear the sound of their voice, like maybe like two or three years old. And they rapping the sexy red and Drake and Scissor song. Hands on your knees. Y'all already know the rest. Let that coochie breathe. Let that coochie breathe for me. Let that coochie breathe for Drake. And they and they literally they're like, this is karaoke. They're going crazy. And somebody wrote on the who I was going viral wrote hey don't invite me to a party if it ain't turned up like this like what though these are little kids oh and again this is the why wow, i'm seeing always and i will continuously blame 
the way these kids act on the parents, dog. It's the parents. It's nobody else. You can't blame nobody else. Like, bro, that is ridiculous, though. Like, this wasn't cute. One, even if this was going on in your house, bro, why would you record this? Why would you think that this was cool to record and this was like, okay, I'm going to go, put, I'm about to post this. Like, nah, dog. Like, that's again, man, I swear to God, I don't be understanding. You know what's crazy? And I, and I wanted to ask a question. And I, I, because I know sometimes like, I, and I know me personally, I'd be super hard. Like when it was the Diddy and the Cassie thing, which is the age situation. Right. And what made me think about this sometimes was like, because I don't have kids. So I was wondering like, do y'all feel like the age gap thing doesn't mean as much if the per one, if they would say the younger person have kids and the older person don't. Cause I was just thinking about this. I was just like, especially through the holidays. And I'm kind of like, yeah, you an adult, but you ain't really an adult if you ain't got kids. And the reason why I say that is because again, like I said, Mark is not here right now and I'm recording because like, that experience and that responsibility is completely different from somebody where, okay, all you gotta do is worry about yourself. So for somebody I'm thinking like, okay, let's just sit here and say, if you say, I don't want to date somebody younger than 25, but they got three kids. Let's so, so let's say if you normally say I'm cutting off at 25 or 26 or even 27, whatever case may be, I don't, I don't know, whatever age group for you, whatever you feel like your cutoff is. But let's just say if you meet somebody maybe 22 or 23 and they got two or three kids. And let's just say realistically, it may sound crazy. Let's say they even started off a little too young, probably more for your normal taste, but their kid may be like shit eight or 10. So like, yeah, let's say like, I don't, I don't necessarily like, bro, I sometimes I'd be like that responsibility for the last eight or 10 years is ridiculous. And of course I'm I know that time frame I've just said was kind of wild. So we could kind of bump the age, whatever. Let's just make it where it's just, where it's respectable and it's decent. Cause I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm freestyling right now, but I'm just thinking sometimes where it's like, bro, that responsibility and the way you got to show up and especially during the holidays. And I do want to salute every parent who listening to this right now, male, female, whoever you are, you made it happen for your kids, bro. Salute to y'all. Cause I know that that like, Matter of fact, turn it up, give y'all a round of applause. Like, I know for a fact how hard that is. Cause I'm just, like I said, I can literally watch Marcus and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, dog. Like, when, like, I be, like, I, and I'm sure as parents, I mean, y'all probably got your own friend groups that y'all may text or y'all complain to, but I can see, like, bro, that's not easy. Like, and it's just even watching on social media how some of y'all, y'all kids are getting old and you watch, and I'm kind of, you got to show up for them in so many different capacities where it's like, I know it ain't easy. So I'm just kind of imagine if, like, even if I'm looking at, let's just sit here and say, if you was like, okay, I'm, let's just make the ages a little bit different. Like, okay, you may be 43. Is she 30? Well, normally 13 years, it seemed crazy, but just imagine she got a 13 year old. Yeah. Her responsibility level is a little bit different though. And you don't got no kids at all. And you ain't, ain't been in no real committed relationship and God knows how long. Yeah. I don't, I, it's hard for me to judge that. Cause I, and, and I literally had that. I'm like, Cause you, cause of course I'm on social medias and you meet so many different people and you kind of get to, and it'd be so many people who be like, dang, okay, she's 22 and then she had a six year old and you've been banging your baby father, nobody, you ain't got no help. And you've been banging like this for six years now. Think about just, and, and just so think about what I'm saying is just where usually if you're, if y'all both, if it's a 13 or 15 year old age gap and y'all both just been running free and y'all need one, y'all don't got no real responsibilities. I'm sure that of course the man may have a little bit more experience, but if you, when you sit here adding a kid into that mix, though, that grow up is different. That level of discipline and sacrifice is completely different. I want you and realistically, and I'm, and I'm smart enough to know you won't never understand it until you actually have to be the parent. It's cool. It's easy to be the uncle. It's easy to sit here and be the godparent. And you can just show up sometimes with gifts and you can, oh, I can watch them for a couple of hours. I can throw the football. I can throw the before a couple of hours and then I can go about my business. 
but that oh i gotta sit here and go to work every day and i gotta still come and help with these projects i gotta do this and the third. it's a little bit different dog you can't sit here and say like i can be i can play grinch and be like oh cool i don't want to celebrate the holidays because i don't have you don't have to because you don't got kids but when you got kids especially in this day and age and they can all get on some um social media or they can put their headset on and they get to compare like you know that's even a different level of comparison like what if your your kids friends got all these new games and they don't got nothing but they got that headset come on dog so like i said I, I, that was just something that i was thinking about it was just a little thought in my brain that i kind of was just flushing out where i kind of just like you and of course, like i said just talking on this microphone a lot it's easy to sit here and just jump the gun and say oh yeah that cat you know what i'm saying and i'm not talking about the whole cat i'm just talking about the age thing because i didn't done it with young miami and diddy and i was just like oh that age group is kind of crazy but then i'm looking at like young miami got two kids and even just when she do her call-ins with the breakfast club like she'd be like right, well, i take my kids to school every day and i think sometimes of course if when you see with celebrities if you don't see them post certain things all the time you kind of we you forget that some of them got kids because of course in everybody's celebrity they do their celebrity thing completely different from other people some people are over sharers and some people don't share at all so it's easy for you to forget excuse me whatever the case may be but it's just like some people do got to grow up a little bit faster even just when i'm thinking about young miami i'm just like dang i forgot her first baby father got smoked so that responsibility like of course yeah she got outside to pick up and I, that's another reason probably even that came back to my brain because i did see them have they took a pitch and they started to go viral because people was clowning Southside because he looked like the people like oh he looked like the bad little kid who didn't want to take pictures with santa claus like the way he was just smiling and sitting on the edge of the jump and that's again that's so like that's for him i almost i've got he i got a lot of respect for him for even taking that picture and showing up because just think about it, young Miami been running around, prancing around with Diddy, whatever the case may be, boom, 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 kind of throwing, and I'm not saying throwing it in his face because she never, I've never heard young Miami like disrespect Southside or nothing. And even or since they've been dating or even had a kid together, he's he has produced heavily on all of their projects. Those last, those the, par the project they put out during the pandemic, all you hear, 808 Mafia, that's him all through that project south south side all of those like them little drops those all his drops or the people who are affiliated with him that 808 mafias that's his situation that's him and his men and then his south side that whole little whatever his tagline is so when you listen to any of those city girls pro them last two city girls projects he's definitely heavy produced on both of those projects so i do respect to him for that like so but when i see him in that pitch i'm like dang you you again when we talk about the parenting thing i'm like though you kind of show up just differently where you kind of put your ego to the side because some men will be let's be real a lot of men will be butthurt your baby mother was running around with diddy going crazy about the case may be and then boom here come this little law all these lawsuits and now it's like it's quiet she can't be seen with him no more because she's still heavy she once she's still young she still got a lot of career left in her and then and you know so another thing that was crazy uh, going back to the academic situation i seen her tweet out and that was again why i said i think the girl may have jumped the gun a little bit because young miami even tweeted out she was just like it's no way this dude got a podcast and you sit in here and got the nerd audacity to talk about me and you tend to dick over these over these girls because that was like i said for the average person when you listening to him do this little rant it that's what it sounds like and he sounds so hurt and that's why i was like dog you can't step on that with this story even if this is your truth just sue him you can't because you you kind of almost wait because now you're gonna sit here and say like let's be realistically for the diehard academics fan they gonna ride with him regardless they're gonna look off they're gonna bring I mean, y'all seen it millions of times this with any of these allegations it's so easy for people to kind of like brush a lot of these conversations off it just depends on how you feel about the, the person that the allegations is brought up on so it's just a little bit differently so when i seen and when she's she had that clapback because the first one i first read i'm like hey i wonder she talking about now nah, she can't be talking about joe button 
And then I put, and I think I read it before I listened to the academic show. Then when I listened to the academic show and I reread, I was like, oh, she's talking about academics. Cause he do, when I, when I read her junk and then I listened to him talking about like, this nigga sounds super tender. Like, like some chicken tenders for real. So again, like I said, it's just, you, you, you gotta kind of just use your, your judgment on it. I don't know, if I know where I'm at right now. I'm literally just bouncing out. Like I'm on some ADHD or something. I'm all over the place, but like, again, man, happy new year. Uh, where are we going? I get, you know, I did see some Lakers fans. Like, oh, this our year. The year don't start to the new year. This is a 24. This out. This is a 2024. This our Kobe year. I'm not even going to play the clip of Dr. Umar when he started talking about Vanessa Bryant. Well, I'm going to tell you one person you cannot talk about on the internet. Bro, Kobe Bryant can't do no wrong. Kobe Bryant fans are different, dog. They they going to ride for Kobe like two that wheels fall off. I was like, Dr. Umar's crazy. He went on the And that's again why I said you got to give Joe Budden some type of credit because and, and that's, you know what, I guess we can, we, I can kind of tie into content sometimes we, even when we talk about uh, interview base because originally, okay, so Joe dropped the, he was supposed to drop it. He dropped the episode with Nicki Minaj on his Patreon. And that's the same time Funny Marco dropped his on YouTube for free. And I'm sure realistically, he that was, to me, that was the smarter business move where it was like, oh yeah, well, Funny Marco put this out for free. Why would somebody pay to see mine? Which is smart because I feel like we, we all kind of know you're not going to get no amazing Nicki Minaj interview anyway because she going to dictate what y'all say or whatever the case may be anyway. And you ain't going to play with her with like no crazy questions. So it is what it is. Like you're not going to watch but so many Nicki Minaj interviews. And then the homegirl, me and her both listened to Joe. And then when, when we seen him put on, this is not going to move the needle for me to want to go pay for no Patreon. But then when you put them clips of Dr. Umar, I was like, ooh, you almost got me. Like, if it was easy, and I always say this to people, like, and I've said this, I think, when I did somebody else's podcast, and I was like, wow, I'm not a huge fan of the Patreon thing. Just because they're set up. I remember um, me and a homegirl, man, I was talking about, she was just like, you got to, like, watch it on a laptop because it's not phone friendly. Like, they don't have a good mobile. I haven't tried it. I haven't I haven't even talked to nobody who use it in a long time, but I know they was like, it's not a good mobile situation. So it's kind of like, it's almost like it's hard for a buy where people, where the smart thing is, like, somebody like Vlad, Vlad do his journal YouTube where you can just pay um, on YouTube, like, an extra $5 or whatever case a month, and you can get whatever all the Vlad interviews, uh, like early, like, you know how he be clipping them up instead of watching them by the clips, you can just watch the whole jump as soon as it drop if you pay $5. So I think that would be smart. But Joe Budden with that Dr. Umar jump, he almost had me. I was like, no, if that Patreon jump was almost like a OnlyFans situation. Oh, and I got a good topic right now. Yeah, it, it would have been easy to buy real quick because, and this is something because I thought about this a minute ago. I was like, though, every what if everybody had like an OnlyFans thing? Because you kind of just like, and when I say that, I mean, where it's like everybody, you can kind of watch everybody's, uh, I guess, sexual experiences where you kind of almost know what you're getting into before you like shoot your shot at somebody. But then I was like, oh, it could be negative. Cause it was this girl, she, she, I think we should, and I'm looking at her like, she fire. She posting up her little video. She talking her talk. She from the South. She got a little, she almost sound like Rennie Ruchi or like Lotto a little bit when she talked. She got that little country twang to her. It was a little bit ghetto, but it's real country. And I was like, oh, she fire. She posted up the OnlyFans joint. Like, okay, cool. It was five dollars, bro. This is my first time. I swear to God, my first time ever paying for one on my own because I was just, I'd be scared. Like, I don't, you know, I'm not a fan of playing around with the money situation um, online because somebody could hack you and you'd be sick to your stomach. So I was just, I was like, all right, cool. It's five. I ain't, what, what can you, you know what I'm saying? And this is the crazy thing. After you do it once, you get addicted because you'll see some people and there'll be a lot of regular girls with the five dollar jumps. So you got to catch yourself, like, hold up, big dog, slow down. Don't, before you become an addict over here, you just don't need to be sitting here just kidding everybody junk because it's five dollars. Um, but anyway, I watched the jump and I'm not going to lie to you. I judged her because it was just too many different dudes. Pause. I'm like, I'm watching. So I'm like, I'm like, hold on. I'm looking at and some of these jumps dated. And I'm like, 
Now you the kind of got drilled by a couple different dudes in like a year. This kind of crazy. And these niggas ain't got no rubbers neither. So it, but so that was like it was almost something that you would want to see. It kind of backfired because it kind of took all the lust out of me. Because let's be real, of course, as a dude, you be geeking. As soon as you get a girl number, you just trying to pace yourself on how fast or how soon you're gonna ask for some news or something like oh yeah well let me you know let me see a picture you know how dudes be but you try to pace yourself on how fast you're gonna ask for it so if you could just sit here and pay think about it, if you would if for every dude listening right now even women you may be like oh yeah this is kind of uh slow down those conversations or speed them up a little bit if you could just pay five dollars to see what you about to get your hands into it, it realistically it, it makes sense but i think i just me being kind of judgy it was just like it was just so much and it was like she was going don't get it twisted like for what it, it was and I, I swear to god i almost want to call jaybo because we didn't seen jones where it's like because i know i always use jaybo account for when it's looking to, for anything that i ain't trying to this out of my budget he'll pay for it so you'd be looking at certain jones and it'd be like bro it's not even worth it, it and sometimes it was a girl who had a jones that was free and we was like bro this ain't even worth it it's trash how you telling somebody her content is trash and it's free on something that people normally charge for so we was laughing about that but then i'm looking at this girl like everything you want i'm talking about whatever you your she hit she checked off every box she was going crazy but in my brain i was still just like damn it's like you didn't hit like like five dudes hit on this joke it's so a bit but of course like i said and the numbers thing shouldn't be a lot because when we talk about the Brittany Renner thing it's easy to last off but i'm not gonna hold y'all it still kind of mentally crushed me a little bit because i was like i was lusting over this girl super hard but then i felt like after just really going through this content it was just like damn it kind of took the lust away because and, and this is so crazy and like again like i said this is just crazy because in my brain it was just like looking at her just like her her aesthetics the way she carry herself on social I was like, I would have tricked the bag to try to, you know, to, to try to get her. But then after you watched it, Jonah was just like, then I'm kind of, cause I'm judging the dudes. I'm like, oh, these things ain't super wavy neither. Like I'm not bro. I would have been mad now. Like, and that's, but again, I think that's why sometimes like as a man, like of course for women, they're probably like, this is why I wouldn't do it before a man. This is kind of why you would want to see some of this stuff because you be, do want to be judged. Like I like to judge people. Let me see who you used to date. What's the last dude you to let crack or whatever case may be. I want to judge you off of those things because you see here, you want you, y'all favorite word. I hope y'all leave it in 2023 is applying pressure. Everybody wants somebody to apply pressure, but you letting a bunch of poopas smash. I don't want to apply pressure after the poopa. Like it just don't, it wouldn't virtually make no sense for me. It doesn't make no sense. You can't explain it to make it make sense to me. So after watching it, it was just like, cool. I'm not, and like I said, I'm not going to unsubscribe. I'm cool. Cause she went crazy for the five. You can keep it. You can keep it for a couple of months until you try to jack the price up. Then boom, I'm hit that unsubscribe button, but I'm cool for it for now. It's like, it's worth the contact. I'd rather look at that than even look at her Instagram. But it was just so funny to me. It was just like what you asked for, but you will judge it. Like you, you really would like you act like you won't, but you kind of would. And I kind of, I'm not gonna hold you. I was a little bit judgy on it. I was just like, but I do wish, especially because we in this day and age where it's like, and I'm not gonna hold you where it do where I guess where sometimes you be like, um, when people be like, oh, you can't watch too much porn because it get addictive and it'll kill your um your drive for regular human uh touch and stuff like that. And it do, if I'm being honest, it do. I, if I could be real, it do. Cause it do, like I a girl be like, oh yeah, well, let's go out this and the third. I, and I do. Matter of fact, let me let me uh yeah, I, I won't bring this next topic in. Real quick, before I get into this next topic, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Don't do I know y'all seen that picture though, that video of Tiny and um and Ti when he turned the when he turned the phone towards her and she bro she looked nuts and I'm not gonna like this is one of those parts in my brain where it's like I still have too much morals 
and respect and pride. I mean, not pride, but morals and respect. Because I remember everybody on Twitter was cooking her. I'm like, bro, this would be an easy video to kind of, you can just talk some. I'm like, I couldn't do it, though. That's somebody's mom and that's somebody's wife. Like, nah, though, I can't do it. She did look nuts. So let's be clear. She looked insane. But I was just like, bro, you you kind of trying to even like, I guess, talk crazy about her or make jokes about her. It's kind of like, it'll deter other women from just being natural. And don't get it twisted. I'm not sure. I don't know too much about her because I don't really follow the T.I. and Tiny story. I know who T.I. is. I know T.I. music. But it did look like she kind of got like some lip injections or something and it kind of looked like it's going like south or whatever type of plastic surgery or whatever she done done to her face. It do look like it's kind of like, I don't know if it's wearing off or what the situation because I don't know how you judge those situations. But it did look crazy. I ain't gonna hold you. That like I was like, Jesus Christ, dog. Like, that joke look insane. Like, I almost want to make the cover of this joke that because I'm not gonna hold you, bro. That was, I'm not, it was ridiculous. Um, but yeah, but I guess going back into what the story I was about to tell was, it was like, it was a young lady, and this always like off and on, it's like since MySpace. Like we had talked for a little bit. And this, and I guess I can realistically, I can tie this into that clip that I played an old boy early when you're talking about keeping score, right? Um, so it's this young lady, we talk off and on. And her thing was like, and we and like we always, and this was like, we had this conversation the other day. And I'm like, bro, every, I have, she, her main thing was, why we always stop talking because in the back of her mind, she felt like she'll never be enough. Oh, you really into the Instagram girls. And this, of course, before the Instagram girls, when we talking about MySpace, it was the video vixen thing. And I told y'all about the, you know, like me and Lola was cool. So I, I get if you, you, if you, at that point in time, I'm, I almost can get if you, that's what you were judging. Cause that word, that was the life I was living, even dating strippers and stuff like that. Cool. I get it then. But then it was like off and on, like, even I won't say she probably was even the person I end up getting hip to P Valley for. I think we linked up one time during the uh, shutdown, and I think I watched P Valley with her. I'm almost 100 percent positive, but it was it's always that off and on. But before we even get to the whole P Valley situation, before we even get that far down in the times pre pre or private or whatever whatever I'm trying to use, before getting up into that situation, before from my space to before we get to P Valley, we off and on like going to different little dates, and she was like, "Oh, you remember we went to this little winery place, whatever the case may be." It was like, and this was like one of them back in the day when they had. It was it was like an app where you could sit here and go on. Was it Groupon? I want to say it may have been. It may have been Groupon, and they sit here and give you uh Yeah, so it was like, it was Groupon or whatever the case may be. And I was going on, you know, like we was going on all, all the little cool little dates. I even think at this time, I think I even, and I want to say we, we had a conversation. I was like, I think even one point in time I bought her a phone. But every time it would just be like, you always just go ghost. And your favorite excuse would be, oh, I just never thought you would take me serious. Whatever. But you would go get in a relationship with blah, 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 whatever little dudes you would go talk to. And, my own, and then you'll always come back in between like that little that space where you trying to figure out if you off and on with whoever you seriously dating you always try to run back and i'm cool with the run back because it's like i get where you you realistically you're a woman you ain't trying to add no more new bodies you kind of feel like oh mikey cool with the just me coming back in and forth and all, okay we can just pick up where we left off he really ain't harboring no feelings which is cool which i'm not but at my same at the same time though i'm not about to sit here and, and keep ch oh you want us to go out to eat or whatever i'm not doing that Cause it's not, cause every time I've done it before it, it, you can, you pick up and go and run as you please. You come full, Hey, okay. We go out we we screw around, whatever case may be. And then you would just vanish and then you go get in the whole relationship and you'll come back every five or six, seven years and try to just keep picking up the pieces where like, I'm cool with it, but I'm not, again, I'm not about to sit here and keep going out on dates. Cause then it's like, to me is what's the point. I'm not, I'm sitting here. I'm not going to make empty investments just to get some cheeks because guess what i'd rather do bro i'd rather just sit here i'd rather spend my five dollars on some random girl i've been looking at instagram and she got an only fan situation 
because that to me is more it's that is more sustainable and guess what it only cost me five dollars even if it was a twenty dollar page it's twenty dollars compared to sitting here going out on a date basically just to get some cheeks because you know it's not no real um it's no real end, end game with that so even going back like i said to play that original that original clip from earlier when old boy was complaining about the girl um not wanting to spend 20 i feel him now i can sit here and say i feel him on that situation because it's just like all right if you're gonna keep going off and on with these relationships then you might have to start sitting here the initial time if you want to actually build something bro you might have to fund them dates for the first couple of days like almost like you the man because every time you go ghost and i don't even hold you accountable i'm not holding over your head it's cool live your, do what you got to do it's i don't never harbor no hard feelings towards you for running because i understand what you're running from like if you can be on i can respect somebody who honestly be like hey my insecurities get triggered with you because I don't know you have and she admitted like i know you never gave me no reasons to believe that you know what i'm saying like the instagram girls is really your type when you're ever around me you always show me a good time you always make sure i don't need for nothing little case may be but it's just i always because i can just go on your page and i always see just a bunch of girls and this is I mean, of course this was before the way i create my content now this is when i was just posting pictures and outfits and haircuts yeah it'll be completely different where i kind of even just again subconsciously leaving the door open where it's like okay i don't if i if some if i want to if i want to create content at a high pace and i do still want to date it's a it's a, a different lane that lane may take a little bit longer because it is of course it's way easier for me to get engagement if i talk about the gossip stuff or if i talk about some relationship stuff because why because a bunch of women to follow me cool but my whole thing of it is is like i you can't sit here and keep wanting to rekindle stuff and then think that i'm going to apply i can't apply pressure and we got to keep rekindling and it's never my fault that doesn't make sense to me like there's no way in the world you can explain Hey, let's do let's let's try this again. And then what are we supposed who gonna pick who gonna pick it? Who gonna start it back up? I'm not about to put no gas in this car again for us to start anything back up if it was never my fault that we ran out of gas the first time. Like that don't make sense to me because of your insecurities. Like I cool, I respect them and I respect you being honest about them, but don't I'm not about to sit here for what? And that's why I always kind of like when every that people throw that word around apply pressure, oh, let's do this in the third, be like, I ain't gonna hold you. The more you get detached from other humans. It just be easy to be like, bro, I'm cool with just But would it be easy for you to move with her if if she was doing the initial like if she was initiating like she wanted to be back with you, would it have been easy for you to I right, well I can maybe I can apply pressure then? If she if she started it, like if she if she yeah, initiated like she, like every time first... she came back, she was the one who came like, Oh, I miss you, you know, like shower you, you know what I'm saying, showing you the love. Like she really wanted this to work. So would it be easy for you to apply pressure there uh yeah maybe yeah if you, you if she did the effort but i think you would have to put i would almost feel like one of the like a damn near almost like a girl at that point because you would have to sit here and really show me that before i want to put in any type of effort is you not about to just keep running because i don't know i'm getting old i don't want to keep wasting money and wasting money and wasting time and then you can just boom i'm out of here and that's when 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 slim was like oh he you keeping score i don't i think you do at some point in time you better keep score for yourself to kind of realize when you just wasting your time or you just in basketball terms like you just putting up bad shots like it's like almost like what's the point you keep shooting threes but you ain't making them like i get it we had a three we in a league where everybody shoot threes but no if you taking if your three-point percentage is horrible it's like what are we doing so <clears throat> when you say the time and your money are you more worried about your money or the time both because you won't get even one of them back and they kind of go hand in hand like because like, even because like if, if y'all wasn't me, doing so, stuff to go out like y'all was still kicking and hanging whatever but y'all wasn't spending no money I, I, even still for me now it's just like dog because i'm gonna look at it like dang did i how much content did i miss out on because i was hanging out mm -hmm. because even especially if you're talking about just you know anything if you kind of like you, even when it comes to sports you got to kind of be on it 
super fast. And if it's a hot topic, you even got to be on it even faster. So like you can't like sometimes don't get this wrong. Some some stories are strong, and you can get a and you can get some wiggle room to be a little bit late on it. But you can't be like too late on it. So it's like if you just too if you too busy booed up, it's like bro, you are gonna miss out on so much. And that's again why sometimes like I, I do give like Shannon Shop and people like academics credit because bro, they like they'll come out and be like I'm 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 single or I'm this like especially Shannon Shop, he's stern on like bro, I'm committed to the work. And you and you just see it from his work ethic. Like I said it before you came in here early, I was giving him credit. But I'm like, bro, he'll literally do them nighttime shows and then just wake up cry, ass crack of dawn and be on first take and got all the energy and super like he ain't never even got no low energy when he on them shows where it's like, bro, I take my hat off to somebody like that. So just even with sometimes, like I said, when you're saying like, is it the money or is it the time thing? Now, I think at this point in life, though, the time is just as much important as the bread is. And especially if you not, and of course, I'm, with dating anybody, there's never no guarantees, but it's just like, it get way more scarier when it's just like, though, you don't, you ain't really in control of it. Like, you just, honest, you just honestly not, like, at this point, like, you, especially for dudes, you not. Like, you can show up with the flowers, you can do all of those cool things, and then it's just like, you because ne you never know what somebody really, like, brain cells may be going through with. It's like, almost tying it back into the offset of Cardi B. Like, you never know what doors is completely closed that they telling you that they just fresh out of. Or if somebody else shooting their shot at the same time and they taking, oh, they applying more pressure. Like, oh, you want to go out on a regular date, but this, this dude, like, hey, I'm going to take you such and such. So they, that, 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 you, that place that he want to take me such and such is a little bit more aesthetically pleasing for my social media page. I'm going to do that one. So it just be like, hey, you, you, uh, it get tricky, dog. I'm not going to lie to you. So all I can say is say, in the, in the words of three stacks, God, your heart, three stacks, God, your heart, three stacks. That's all I can tell y'all. Uh, since you're here, I was, I was waiting for you to get here so we can get into this one. We can get into this, uh. Uh, this this uh, rap list from uh, B Dot Miller. For people who don't know who B Dot is, he is the co-host or co-owner of Rap Radar with Elliot Wilson. I'm sure we didn't talk about Elliot Wilson from when it's uh, the him and Drake or you know, him and Nicki recently. So he put out his list of his top ten rap best rappers of the year, and I'm gonna tie this into the my list of um the people that I had on my jump. So his number one was J Cole. I kind of can't, and if we just going off of just his, I guess his basis on skill, performances, and presence this year. This year, for year, for 2023. So J. Cole, number one. Lil Wayne, number two. Lotto, number three. Number four was Benny the Butcher. Number five was Killer Mike. Number six was Gucci Man. Seven was 21 Savage. Eight was Kanye. The, I said Kanye. Uh, Conway the Machine. Number nine was Larry June. And number 10 was Nas. So. Cardi wasn't on there? So, so that's, okay. So, yeah. So, the people, so where I would just completely. Cardi be the only one I think you. Gonna. Oh, I didn't hear good. Okay. Yeah, yeah so Gunner was Cardi and Gunner. Yeah, 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 so that's what I'm saying. And, and just, and he didn't have Drake on it either. He didn't? No. So that's my point. So, and again, let's be clear. I think believing him not having Drake on there, realistically, that's the part that's going to make people talk. The way it's kind of, but just still, like, I understand, listen to what I'm saying. I listening wise and I understand media wise, like everybody from the Breakfast Club to Joe Budden, everybody in their mother who is an older person in the hip hop media space, everybody speaks praise on Killer Mike's album. But if I'm being honest, I don't Killer Mike album didn't have no impact on the culture. Like it's cool. The old heads, Killer Mike know how to politic. Everybody, we all I love how when Killer Mike talk, he can go on any show and he can talk his ass off cool. But we just talking about music wise. I don't necessarily know if Killer Mike should be in the in the top 10. Nah, shouldn't be on this list at all. I understand the Larry June thing too, but I feel like the Larry June is almost the same way with the 
with the Killer Mike situation, it's a more of a, and, and I think Larry June may be a little bit different because I do feel like I know people and I watch people on social media who actually listen to Larry June. Like I have never seen nobody on social media playing a Killer Mike song ever. And that's the reason why I like watching people Insta stories from, I just watch them just to see what music people listening to. I pay, y'all know I pay attention to people when they make the gym videos. Like I haven't seen nobody use a killer mic, nothing. Like I said, for Larry June, it's a little bit different because if you follow enough people on the West Coast, you will see Larry June has a huge impact on a lot of people on the West Coast. So it may be a little bit different. I'm cool with Larry June being nine, just off the strength that I follow enough people that's from California. So I kind of get the Larry June thing. I it, the music personally not for me, but I can understand it. But having Gucci Man on it for what? Gucci Man ain't put out number one project. He ain't have a bunch of features or nothing. So that to me is just like, but he Gucci Man been on his list for the last two years. I'm like, bro, I don't know if Gucci Man pulled up on you or something, or know your real address, or you like, I don't get why you keep putting Gucci Man on it. But he don't deserve to be on nobody's list at all. Like even if you wanted to kill kill a mic on it, take take Benny the take Butcher off of there, take Gucci Man off, and and Conway the Machine. Like I'm like, yeah, I don't really know Conway the Machine. But I, but that's my whole point. For some of them, it's more. I've heard it, but I don't know. It's, I don't. Yeah, know. they he and he and him and Benny the Butcher were all yeah. in that same Griselda group as like they was a group when they came out as a label or whatever the case may be. So I get it, but I and I understand it's more like some backpack stuff because you want people to still acknowledge. Oh, he really know hip hop. Like there's certain people names you could throw around and people are like, oh yeah, you really know rap music. So if you throw Benny the Butcher in there, you throw Conway on there, people gonna respect you having 21 Savage on there. Do you have Sexy Reds on there? No, and that's my point. Like you can't like dog, it's no really let's be I don't care how you feel about sexy red music, dog. Let's be honest. Oh, she's on she should be on everybody's top 10 and she should be top five, especially we talking about impact. You might put her arguably in top four. But I'm gonna say five because realistically, if I'm doing this list, I'm cool. With, I'm cool with Joe, J. Cole being number one because he smoked every feature he was on. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of say him and Wayne went neck to neck, but I feel like J. Cole was on bigger songs. Like Wayne was, Wayne probably did more features than J. Cole, but I feel like J. Cole were on bigger songs. So he was on the jump that was Lil Durk single, and he smoked mm-hmm. Lil Durk on it. He was on the Drake jump that was Drake single. It went number one. So cool. You gotta kind of realistically, you gotta respect that. So you can't, you can't realistically disregard. Um, he you can't had you, a bad feature. Yeah, you can. Yeah, he he has better features, like rapping wise, but he's not on better songs. Yeah, who Wayne? Yeah, like Wayne ain't just on you know better songs. J. Oh, Cole, you said Wayne's not on. Better. Yeah, he's not on better songs. Like J. Cole is on better songs. Mm-hmm. Lil Wayne has been on more songs. He done done more features because yeah. I even looked at my list. I'm like, damn, Lil Wayne was high on my jump when I looked at my Apple jump. Lot and I, and of course I think just when people with the lotto thing, it's just a lot of dudes. And then we talk about like the academics, that little social media, like hip hop social media. Like people who comment on hip hop, like people just don't give. I don't niggas just don't hate on Lotto regardless. Women and so, dudes. Okay, but even I feel like even with these lists, I, I think everybody gonna have to have a different list for different things, because I don't think you could just one criteria can really just put you in everybody in the same category. Because even like how I said, well, sexy red's not on there, but it's just like when you look at people work after like Chloe Lorraine, I feel like she should be on mention. You know what I'm saying? Because she's consistent. She keep putting out projects. She's, yeah, but, but okay, she, but I guess the word, one of the words, well, he didn't use impact. He said it's based on skill, performance, and presence. So I get, to me, presence means impact. I don't necessarily know. I'm, I'm with you with Corey Ray. that Busta Rhymes, that play, girl, Girls Out uh, Yeah, Girls Out Players too. I think yeah. that was kind of more, was that? No, that, that was, was that was the summertime. Oh, okay. Yeah, I felt like, yeah. So it, and I think. So that's, that, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like when you, when people start putting these lists together, I think we really starting to, you gotta, I feel like you gotta keep making separate lists. Like how even with the NBA, how we have generations or, de- you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you gotta start having certain, you know, like different lists. 
Okay, so I mean, I agree with you. Or, or you just got to sometimes I do, and that's why I do like these Apple Jones because we can all give our opinion. But then sometimes we let's we we can check our opinion. So for let's go for my Apple uh my Apple wrap up Jones. I listened to thirteen hundred artists, thirteen hundred and thirty four artists. Number one was Drake, and I listened to him twenty three hundred minutes. Number two was ESTG, and I listened to him uh, eleven hundred minutes. Future was number three, and it was a thousand and sixty-seven. Lord Dirk was four at seven hundred and thirty-six minutes. NBA YoungBoy was five at a sixty-eight hundred. I mean, six hundred and eighty minutes. Um, real quick, just why we because because number a little NBA YoungBoy was number five on my list. I do want to give NBA YoungBoy um, a round of applause because he it was for five consecutive years he's been the number one most streamed artist on YouTube or rapper. So that was my top five. And I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know how Future got there with that many. Because I'm like, don't Future ain't put out nothing new. But I mean, I guess just having, sometimes having my gym playlist on shelf, Future just got a lot of music on my uh, gym playlist. So number six for me was Gunna. Number seven was Lil Wayne. Number eight was Quavo. I do not know how Meek Mills was number nine. Like, I literally don't. Like, I'm like, though, how? But I mean, I don't get it twisted. Meek got a lot of music that I got on my gym playlist, but I was just like, I can't remember really listening to Meek more than Lotto. And the reason why I'm going to say, when I'm saying that now, because then I'm going to say songs and it's still like that. I'm like, how does that work? Then how do I got Lotto in my top three? She got three, she got four out of the, out of my top five songs. She got three out of them top five. I'm like, no, how? So how did I listen to Meek more? So I don't know how they do these numbers with this stuff. Young Thug was number 10. 11 was Baby. Number 12 was Lotto. So I listened to Baby 536 minutes. I listened to Lotto 515. And for Lotto not to put out a whole project, to me, that's still a lot. And again, like I said, number 13 was DJ Drama. What the hell did DJ Drama put out for me to listen to? Maybe he, because he, I guess, I don't know if they tagged me because of course it's Apple Music. I don't necessarily know. Is it because he hosted that, um, he hosted the Yo Gotti mixtape. He hosted a lot of them Jeezy projects that Jeezy just recently put back out. He hosted some Ice with Vezo Jones. So maybe because he hosted a lot of projects, maybe that's why Rollo Rodriguez was number 14 and Shy Glizzy was 15. I don't know how Shy Glizzy was in it, but I mean, I guess it was off of his album because I did. So that was my top 15. So like I said, going compared to, yeah, like I said, I don't know how they do these numbers because Sexy Redhead, so for me, for my songs, I listened to 5,000 songs this year. 5,220 songs to be exact. Number one was uh, Gun. I listened to that, uh, F you mean, I listened to that 43 times. Uh, it's a Party from uh, Lotto. I listened to that 39 times. That was number two. Peaches and Eggplant, of course, the remix with Lotto and Sexy Red. I listened to that 37 times. Put it on the floor, um, the remix with, with Cardi. I listened to that 37 times. Broad Day, uh, Offset and Future. I listened to that 35 times. So that may be, I think, full with Future because he was on certain songs like that. I think that kind of made it. Number six was Daylight. Number seven was uh, Treacherous Little Twin. Number eight was First Person Shooter. Number nine was Ski. And number 10 was uh, A Moment with Gaddy. And that's off the ESTG project. Number 11 was uh, BMH Peasy, um, Durango Hellcat. Number 12 was uh, Bubba Man by uh What's his boy name? Uh, Boston Richie. Number 13 was uh, Oh You Went, and that was Drake and Young Thug. I don't know. I played that like 29 times. But so, and you know what's so crazy? When they showing you how many times you played it, in your brain it seemed like you played these songs way more times than what you actually did. Number 14 was uh, Quavo Feud Up off of um, off of his album. That was the first song on that album. I played that 28 times. And number 15 was Back to the Moon um, off of Gunner Project. And that was that was the singles. Like I said, that was fifty. So I listened to fifty two hundred songs this year, and I listened to thirteen hundred uh, artists. So top five albums for me was uh, for all the dogs was number one. I listened to that ninety two times. 
Uh, number two was Lord Dirk Almost Healed 69 times. Number three was The Gift and the Curse by Gunner 63 times. Uh, ben One, that was Rollo Rodriguez's album. And it was crazy because I felt like Rollo should have been in my top five. So I was happy to see him number four on my list. Number five was Offsets. Um, so I'm not, with the albums, I'm honestly not mad. I probably, I almost feel like the gun I would if I if I had to pick my own order, I would switch Dorallo and Lord Dirk. I'm cool with Drake all for all the dogs being number one. But I would have switched Dorallo and Lord Dirk order. Just in my personal opinion on how I felt about the albums, I would have had Dorallo number two and Lord Dirk could have been four. I'm cool with Gunner being three. Honestly, I would have had Dirk number five, maybe, because I feel like that offset album was better than Dirk Jones too. Number six was off from that. What was that? Y'all remember that gospel movie? I think we talked about it. Maybe it was, mm-hmm. I want to say Bella was here. That was, so that was probably around Christmas time last year. Uh, Praise This. That was the name of the movie mm-hmm. with, uh, with Quavo and Chloe Bailey in it. Number seven was Flowers from Shy Glizzy. And that must have been because he must have put that album out late last year. I think he put that out like yeah, around like December. Number eight was uh, El Toro 2 from ESTG. Number nine was uh, uh, Soul from Lady London. Number 10 was Rocket Power from Quavo. 11 was business, uh, business is business from Young Thug. Number 12 was Trippy Reds, uh, a letter to you five. Number 13 was Pink Friday. Number 14 was Beezy from Doughboy. Number 15 was City Girls, uh, Raw. So I wasn't, like I said, some of those, some of them I wasn't surprised, but some of them I was just like, I didn't get like how Sexy Red could have been on there twice, but I didn't know. but she wasn't in my top 15 people to listen to. Like Shy Glizzy didn't even have a song. Probably because they're, well, you says because of what if you got sexy reds i had like, ski ski was number eight i mean number nine and then but number three that peaches in she was on that remix to that song right but you probably never listened to her albums and stuff like that yeah so maybe. if you just listened to those two songs, songs yeah but that's the crazy thing for even for lotto to be number 12 she didn't even have an album that was literally just off of her features or just off of songs that she was on mm-hmm. So, I mean, like I said, yeah, I don't, even when it comes to that, with, to that list, like I said, for even for the beat out, John, if we, like I said, I would go, I'm cool with Cole being number one, Wayne being two, three, Lotto, four, I will put, to me, I would have Sexy Red. Five, I can go Gunner. Six, I will go Cardi. Oh, how the fuck when you say Drake hit? Yeah. Even if you, even if I kept it at that and I said seven was Drake. Eight would have been maybe offset. Like I said, I'm cool with Larry June being nine. And then 10 probably could have been. Mm. Uh, maybe Dirk. I probably, I probably would go Dirk. I probably, I probably would go Dirk. But yeah, I, like I said, I don't know. With them, when it comes to those lists, I do just think people realistically, I need oh, just. Did my, um, <clears throat> did what's name going there? What? Jack? Well, he only had that one song. And and that's but that's my thing is and I would do one I wish I could just I wish you could Google and see how many no, times you did do you got to put Jack on it because you had his new album out. I forgot he he put an album. Yeah, out I didn't. This year. But I ain't listened to that album. I ain't gonna hold you. But that song was fire. But that's my that, that song and that's because again like that's why I say I don't know how this Apple Joan did it because I could have swore I know I had to play that 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 damn um oh, uh, ain't no loving on me baby I play I felt like I played that song like fifty times but I mean I guess I don't know how they counted but you know how sometimes in your mind you be feeling like oh, I played this song a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah. And you may just didn't, because I mean, the count on that, like even some of that, even the lotto, John, I feel like I played the regular, uh, put it on the floor more than I played the remix. 
I'm sure I know I played the crazy. I know I played the remix crazy, but I felt like that. Why did I'm like I felt like that joint could have been on there a few times. Like I said, I don't know. I don't know how they add them up per se for me. But like I said, yeah, I do think Jack Hollow definitely had one of the best songs of the year. And he put his out kind of towards the end. But I do think realistically, if I'm a rapper going, when you look at these lists, I think you kind of have to, if you, if that's what your goal is to chase, you kind of almost got to do it like Drake do it. You got to be able to make sure you got heat at the beginning of the year, something in the middle, and make sure you close the end out right. Because people, it's easy for people to forget you because you can have a big song at the beginning of the year and then you forget. Then you forget. Like you said with Corley Ray, like, okay, yeah, that was kind of like hot doing like, right before the summer like springtime and then it's like all right by the time you get to winter mm-hmm. some people already forgot because then i'm thinking like dang that came out this year I, for some reason i thought that was last year mm-hmm. so it's just like realistically you got to kind of yeah i think you do have to just drop you got to drop consistently you you got to drop consistently through the year and I, I mean shit we same with ice spice she put her on her, her stuff. Or that was early. So oh, you forget all about yeah. her. I, I, the daily, all that shit. Yeah, so, but it was so absolutely. And then she was on the Bobby Jones. That's what, she should have been in the top 10, to be honest. And I'm surprised, even though for my joint, like, I know I played Delhi a lot, dog. Like, I, I like that Delhi song a lot. <laughs> yeah, shaking her ass in the Delhi. So it's just like, but I'm glad you brought that up because you, but it is certain jokes. Like I said, because like, I seen her post. I think it's her birthday. Yeah, I think it was her birthday. I think her yeah. birthday was the day. That's what made me just think about oh, it. Oh, you she, know what's so crazy? I, sometimes I think as people, you know, you be happy your birthday don't land on like one of these big holidays. Like that would annoy me. Like I'm cool if your birthday was like on Veterans Day or something. People don't care. You just got the day off. But just like, dog, it's like, it's your birthday and it's New Year's. Like who really cares? I still think I would enjoy it. Now, Christmas, maybe not, but New Year's, hell yeah, because you off the next day. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and you're always going to have a, it's always going to be a party. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that might, I mean, I guess if you're a party person, I guess that will be a little. But I'm just saying, busy. like, it, it's not like, you know what I'm saying? You can always find something to do. No, but for sure, you, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah like you, you can't you're right, just, you're, like, no, there's right. always something going yeah, no, on. No, no, New no, you're right. You know. Yeah, if, you, if your birthday is on New, if your birthday is on New Year's Day or, or New Year's Eve, you, you're absolutely right. Like, people you, like, oh, yeah, on Halloween, we don't go out no more. We don't do that. But New Year's, everybody, it's always something going on. Like you no, those like, may be the two days. No, Halloween and New Year's, or I mean, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. You kind of like you kind of couldn't go wrong if your birthday, especially the older you get, you kind of can't go wrong if your birthday is on even one of them days. I'm not gonna lie to you though, just though that gunshots doing New Year's, yo, that is ridiculous, bro. Like I'd be like, though, how many bullets do you buy just to waste on New Year's Eve, though? Like I'm told nonstop all day long, gun, 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 gun. I'm like. Dog, you literally, I'm, there's no way, no, you, I'm sure niggas that ran through like over hundreds of bullets just randomly on New Year's. It's crazy. I guess you ain't used them all year, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I guess, or for some people, you may have been using them. I don't, I don't necessarily know, but Shit, wow. it's just like, bro, it's ridiculous. And I ain't gonna lie to you, I just wanted to, like, if you one of those people where you just kind of like be bored some days or you really like documentaries and you may not even let's just say if you not on your cable bill like you just don't got no uh, cable or nothing you don't use it bro i'm not gonna lie. i gotta give that trap lord that little white boy i gotta give him some credit bro his videos be so detailed though like i catch myself always just like going down a rabbit hole and be like i ain't got nothing else to watch let me just watch one of these jokes like bro he just do such a great job at that like me and of course like a couple or like maybe like a month or so ago our younger brother was like man you want to make some real bread you better get into one of these little criminal mind type jokes i'm like bro I, like I'm not one of them people that see somebody doing something and be like, oh, I can do that. Like it's some things I know I cannot do. I couldn't do what he do, dog. Like, cause it take so much. Want to take a bunch of research, 
And then it take a lot of time and patience to really like edit and edit it right and line it up. Like, bro, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not one of, I'm never going to be one of them people that see certain things and can't acknowledge when I think somebody do something great and you shouldn't try it. Like he, one of them people, like, I don't feel like everybody should try that. Cause though he do a great, I'm talking like that shit feel like I should be watching this on like Netflix or something. Like that's how good his Jones be. And they literally on YouTube. That's that one when they he be showing all the like the King Run and all that mm-hmm. shit. I just would like to earlier today I was watching a joint in between the football games. He did a joint on the on the Bronx drill scene. And it just be like, bro, how do you one, how do you even know about these people early enough? Or do you gotta go back and do your homework to even find like some of these videos? I'm pretty sure people send them information. And, and just and real quick and shout because I do know he listened to the podcast. Shout outs to um Digital Thugs. He got a YouTube channel and he and he got an Instagram joke. And I follow him on the Instagram joke and I follow his YouTube joke. Bro, I'm like, bro, how do you be knowing about all these young rappers? I'd be like, that like when people do when you doing your homework like that, all you can do, you I could never want to even try to copy that because my brain capacity can't never even want to figure out what's going on to even know who to p- promote. And he, I'd be going to his page, bro. He be knowing the right yeah, people to post, yeah. and because it be people under them jokes, and they be going crazy having real life arguments and debates about what he posted. I'm like, dog, how did you even know who these people was to even indulge in this content? So like I'm, that's why you had to sometimes like you got to know like what's your age group and what ain't your age group, what's your lane and what's not your lane. Like for some people who be trying like you gonna try to be all over the place, you never gonna win because it's gonna be somebody who's really dedicated to that and they gonna knock it out the park. Like he be knocking that New York young New York people stuff. I'd be like, bro, anytime I need this, I just go literally go right to his page and be like, bro, he be having all of that little stuff like that. I don't know what would be going on. He be having every last one of that on his YouTube page and on his Instagram page. And again, his joint is Digital Thugs. Shout out to him, though. He be doing his thing. I ain't gonna hold you because I ain't got the brain capacity for them kids. Funny as shit, bro. Funny as and he going. He just going. So I feel like that, you know what I mean? He deserves some pressure, too. I feel like tagging a nigga, yo, Pat, yo, I, yo, I, yo, you since real niggas do real things, tag Pat Poole. Yo, are you going to clear this allegation up or do you want, or do you want to get me to? Bro, I will kill that nigga, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck is you talking about, nigga? I'm not going to go into y'all personal business because I told her that's what she should do. Like, but I'm putting the pressure on, bro. This is a better rap He made a joint. I made a joint. He could have made a joint. 
boom, anything else that niggas would have read with would have been on them. I wouldn't have had to say nothing. I wouldn't have had to have to force myself to go live. None of that shit, bro, because everybody spoke already. The fact that she said something, I said something, and you didn't, that make it look weird. The fact that you posted real niggas do real things the next day, make it look weird. The fact that you posted a Father's Day picture without her, make it look weird. This is a battle rap traffic exclusive. I can't go live. Speculation, he fucked up. He's waiting for this. Yo, he got beat up. Not knowing, niggas don't really, niggas starting to try to figure it out. Like, yo, he fucking with Remy. But not knowing that I really, I've been with Shorty and she not, she telling me though. Niggas don't know that she's been at my crib since then. And that's what Oz is saying. Oz is like, hey, you the only nigga right now that's sacrificing your career. I mean, she getting killed too. So, but he like, she can just end that shit. But she still, at the end of so for people who don't know who that is, and I feel like I'm not gonna lie to you, I said this when I made a video, but I'm a kid. I believe anything I hear with any when it comes to any of that little battle rap situation. So I believe that this story was true when they first when Slim first demolished him on the battle rap joint when we talked about this a couple months ago. I do again shout out to Rem I think sometimes when I guess when you talk about relationships matter when it comes to like getting your mess in the blogs or even in the podcast or radio, because so many people respect Remy Ma, and I think because Remy Ma physically get active and niggas know that she'll take it there with you you and, and papoose because I, papoose ain't no sucking either i think people kind of have been given that relationship a lot of grace knowing for a fact like but people because people have put that papoose and remy situation on such a high pedestal because it's a one-of-one -one where it's like the dude hold, hold the woman down she did seven or eight years in jail he held her down making the visits whatever case may be their whole storyline was the black love situation they had their spinoff from love and hip-hop it was heavy on the black love black love black love and then boom she rolled out on him oh, okay my question to him just hearing that what if you saying you're tired of what people just keep asking you about it because I'm just like why why you if if she already know it he know what it is like why do you feel like you got to speak on it because pretty i mean you like the silent partner anyway so why do you got to keep addressing like uh, that's I mean, their I, business I, I think i guess realistically for him it's just like because of course he's still doing battles i mean and, and don't get me wrong after a while because i think i seen him battle somebody else recently after the first time it don't it, the, the ooh and the ah is kind of out of it the after the first time and it, the more the bigger this, the joint was the last time because remy was right there and old mm -hmm. boy was rapping to her so it hit a, a completely different because she right there but now anytime else he battled with somebody excuse me of course he's people still gonna bring it up but it don't hit the same because we already heard it now it's kind of like all right i already heard this yeah this i'm just like before. if 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 they ain't spoke on it then what you need to speak on it for because if they they in the same rooms you are so that's why i'm just like why even bring it up or even talk about because if if they not even talking about it, and those are the ones who are married you know what i'm saying married i i mean i think because realistically it's one i mean i'm sure i'm sure he want to get his story off because he don't want to seem like I'm just some foul dude and I did whatever the case may be because nobody don't necessarily know why she stepped out. Like she still really realistically haven't spoken on it. And this is supposed to be like a leaked phone conversation. Like he having a conversation with somebody mm -hmm. and they just leaked the audio. But I do feel like realistically he is using to this to his favor for a little bit of getting some clout chasing and get gotcha. his name out there gotcha. because people realistically, people don't know him outside. Unless you're really a battle rap fan, don't get it twisted. He's huge yeah. in battle rapping. Okay. But if so, he, he got some underlying it. Yeah, of course yeah, you you yeah. want you want to get your stuff off and you don't want to seem like yeah like because I'm and, and, but let's be clear though a lot of it becomes because again like we always talk about with social media people disrespecting him where it's making it like he's some broke dude and remy left papoose for some struggling battle rapper where realistically oh boy may maybe make more money than than papoose off mm -hmm. of battle rapping mm -hmm. 
But of course, if you're not really tapped into battle rapping, you one, you don't know how big he is, and then two, pause, and then two, you don't know how much money he make off of battle rapping because how many battles he do mm-hmm. and how much he get paid off. So like I said, like, let's say if he getting 50,000 a joint and he do four of them a year, that's 200 bands. I don't necessarily know, like, I don't know Papoose pockets, but I don't, I'm sure, I don't, we don't, I ain't saying Papoose making a million dollars a year. I don't even know if Papoose making 500,000 a year. Because for real, what would what it would be off of? Like, we always talk about local rappers. We talk about Fabulous. We talk about Jadakiss. But ain't nobody. We never break up Papoose. I mean, that's not even a shot. That's just the truth. You feel like you know you you know some Papoose songs? Mm-mm. When you see people bringing him out, the old like, oh, I'm like, so yeah. I'm, like, we can't, I'm not sitting here. Like, it's a difference between, like, we see Fat Joe, though. You, you Fat Joe, every time you see him, he out, he look like money. He out somewhere spending money. Like, even doing, shout out to Fat Joe and 50 Cent. They was literally sitting right beside each other Christmas Day game at the, the Knicks game. We all know them tickets ain't cheap and them tickets ain't free. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Kassinat, because Kassinat was there and Carmelo was there and they took pictures and Kai had his moment where he geeked out. He fanboyed super crazy over metal. And that's so crazy how, like, you, the more you hear people talk and you get to hear like especially new york people talking younger new york people you realize how like he was how big carmelo was to yeah. new york city yeah like even i think he even got a podcast i'm not I'm, what is it i don't know it's Jesus or Merrill. one of them i'm from Jesus and Merrill. Mm-hmm. he got a podcast with one of them now and you just don't but when you hear people speak on him you just hear how many people just like yeah he was he was, Pat- like even he, for, was even, he was there, Patrick. Yeah, Ewing. He, he was there. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That, and that's that's the that's the best example for that one. He he was there, Patrick Ewing, he, and Jeremy and Jeremy Lin kind of tried to step on his moment for a second. He did. Jeremy Lin had a moment where he kind of did step on Carmelo toes for a half second. But even just to see that cast in that situation, like though he was literally like you got to think about it. Though he'd be around a bunch of celebrities and for Drake and all these other people to show him love and shout him out, put him in songs, and for him to he was geeking at that goddamn basketball game when he seen Melo. Cause he was with his son, right? Wasn't that yeah. he was talking? Yeah, I saw that. He was geeking though. He was so geeked up, like he wanted it. Like he was like, "Cool." I'm, like of course, you know, his mellow son wants to take a picture with Kai, but Kai, I'm so geeked up over mellow. Like, no, I need to get a picture with you. Right. Like that type of situation. Like I need you to come and stream with me and all that. Like he was just geeking because he was just caught up in a moment. But that to me is tight because for somebody, you know, if you don't live in New York, like we get, I get Carmelo can hoop, but he, I don't have that same. He don't have that effect on me. Like I don't look at Carmelo like the way New York people look at Carmelo. So it's completely different. And again, that's why I think I always talk about how horrible our area is when it comes to just um, sports fans. And then shout out to all the Washington fans. I, when I told y'all, bro, y'all, we 45 minutes up the street, baby. It ain't nothing but a little rat. Don't do it now, though. Don't get crazy now. Don't get, I don't want y'all to get crazy. I seen a homegirl, right? she's a diehard 49ers fan. And she tried to put off the little, oh, yeah, we got smoke, but I'm cool. I'm happy for Lamar. Now keep that fake black pop, man. I don't want to hit none of that shit. Stay over there with your fucking white quarterback where you been at. I don't want to hit, no, I seen her. I said, bro, I, and she was, she was, she hit me. Uh, what was that? Maybe like two days later, she's like, oh, I thought you was going to troll me. I'm like, bro, it's Christmas day. You got a boyfriend. I'm not about to text you at 11 o'clock about a goddamn football game. I'm going to let you eat. I'm, I'm cool. I'm not going, I'm not one of them people. You knew you watch the game like I do. I don't have some of the things you just don't got to troll people. You watch the same game I did. I'm gonna let you live. I'm not gonna do it. But don't try to sit here and make that weak ass post like I'm happy for Lamar. Man, get the hell on Lamar. We don't need you to be. None of us don't need him to be happy for that. But I'm not gonna lie. I do want to have a conversation with all of the our people at the book during the summertime. Oh, he need to get a new uh agent and this and his mother don't know what he's doing. Boy, what time will do? Time get to flying and niggas be forgetting what they said. Look, a lot of y'all look crazy. He oh, his mother don't he don't know his worth and this and the third. You look nuts seven months later. 
keep that same energy because it's cool. No, I love, no, I swear to God, I love being on the right side of history, though, because y'all got to glaze him up. Ridiculous. And I don't want you, I want him to stop because I don't, don't jinx my man because then everybody. Fuck my money yeah, Fuck him right now. Why? What you mean? Um, I, he did, I lost my fantasy in the championship. Wow. Would you, who you had, somebody else? Yeah, I was up. I had, um, what's the name? Uh, Joe Flacco and the tight end. I was already up 145 on Thursday. Oh, see, I don't know about fantasy. So what, what was his that, that made you lose? Shit, I think he had like 120 by himself. Oh. Points. He had five, t- five touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, I don't, but I don't know how the fantasy stuff, you know, I don't know how the fantasy stuff work. I know how regular yeah, he fucked gambling works. He work. fucked my shit up. And then, of course, Christian McCarthy ain't got hurt. Oh, okay. yesterday. Oh, you know what's so crazy, though? And, and this is, and this is, I guess, my advice to anybody when it comes to like, if y'all gonna wait, or even if you're gonna start gambling in 2024, if you're gonna do it, you gotta kind of, you gotta be committed to it. Cause I'm not gonna lie to you, I did allow the beginning of the season to defeat me. Because even all my people, when we from Lamar Jackson to Justin Fields, if you was gonna gamble, and if, if you just would have kept, but of course you don't, I don't, and the you reason. Don't know the outcome later. You, you, yeah, you're not gonna know the outcome later. So you're gonna just, you gotta just stay. If that's, if you're gonna, if you're gonna start betting, you gotta take your L's. And it, and it may and the, the smart thing maybe do is not to cross sports. Like if you if you just stick to one sport and stick to a certain amount of players or whatever teams that you gonna go to all year and you stick with them and, and just stick it out because you kind of just jumping around from sport to sport just catching teams or catching players you gonna kind of end up losing because if you won in football and then you start making miscellaneous bets on basketball then you lose but you you all your football points might have been clicking and I was trying to look at it, I was like damn. My football jumps was kind of on point. Instant, besides when I, I think was it taking, might be what you more, <clears throat> what you got less value in, because you probably take basketball. Oh, I'm always betting on LeBron. Or you know what I'm saying? Like you don't really your options not open to too much. With football, I really don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm more open. Yeah, yeah to, I'm more. I'm more you, you absolutely. You, no, no, you're absolutely really right. You, 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 you're absolutely right with that. You're absolutely right with that part, and that, and you're, you're absolutely right when it comes to that part. But it comes to that part too. Even just, and I was saying that to myself about the Clippers. I was like, dog. You gotta take your you gotta take your hate for them out because you I could have easily won some money with them if you would have hopped on them when they first was taking them L's when James Harden first got around it and then they turned it around but the same way with the Detroit Pistons thing and I and of course that was just my luck the night it though that's why I, sometimes I do be thinking sports rig and I do want to talk about the Cowboys thing in a, in a second but I do sometimes you think sports is rigged because it's just be like that Detroit Pistons game, the, 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 for people who don't know, the Pistons was up by 19 against the Celtics. And of course, it was a big thing because they was on a 20. I did that thing at that time. They was at a 27-game losing streak. So the, the both, odds they was... They tied the record. Yeah, so the odds was up to like nine. So for people who bet, y'all know it's, it's a plus 900. So you put a plus 900, you put $10. That's $900 if you could have won. So if you would have bet with them against the Boston, don't they up 19? I'm like, damn, how I miss out on that. So when Boston started to come back... And they was, I'm like, no, they, they ain't no way they're going to blow a 19-point lead. So Boston Jeez. started, they did. Of course they did. So they started chipping away. But when I seen, so I was like, all right, well, cool. I got, I caught it, like, live. You Because you know you can always do live bets. So I caught it. It was, like, at 2.65. So I bet, you bet $10, you you can make, like, 30. So I bet the, I bet the 10, I bet the 10. And I'm just like, all right, cool. Whatever the case may be, I'm going to just, I'm going to just see what it is. And, of course, they blew it. And I'm like, oh, man, I, when you miss certain things, if you miss it, you should have just left it as it was because it wasn't meant for you to get on, trying to be a get with. And then eventually, realistically, because, of course, like I said, sometimes after you take L's, I don't look like at one point in the day, I used to look at FanDuel every day and like, I'm just going to get on here. I'm just going to bet, bet whatever. Then after a while, do you take certain L's? They'd be like, I'm cool. I wait because I still got my, my playoff jump. Like I literally, all I need, because the Chiefs, they won their division, so they in the playoffs, right? I don't know why they don't like. I looked at my fan duel, John. I don't know why they don't say clinch yet. And it's not because they can they cannot make it the playoffs and be the and still win their division. How is that possible? No, I don't think they 
They won the division. They won a division. Yeah, because the because the Broncos lost. Oh, it might have changed then. Because I thought they still had a chance that they can be out of it. No, nah, man, and that's why I was looking at because I was looking at my fan duel jump because the only two teams I had left that didn't make my playoff jump was the Chiefs and the Bills. Oh yeah. They no, because the it's, no, it's only one game left. Yeah, you're right. And they eight and eight. Yeah, the Broncos eight and eight. Yeah. So yeah, they did win their division. Yeah, so that's my. I mean, the Chargers in their division, right? I think they got. Yeah, that's the Chargers and the, and the um, Raiders. Oh yeah, so yeah, my only joint left. Yeah, so it, they they fixed it now on FanDuel. So my only joint left now is the Bills. So I need the Bills to beat the Dolphins. And no disrespect, I'm glad Chubbs got injured for the Dolphins now because that look a little bit better for Josh Allen. And that's so crazy. And, and just real quick, just and I'm gonna just tell y'all how crazy the turnaround. Like how? Oh, oh, that's the last game. Yep, Bills versus Dolphins. To see who gonna win their division, so they all gotta play. Mm. But for my job, well, yeah, because they even their division record is the same. Yeah, so they gotta. So, but I mean, the Dolphins if, is if already the, clinched, so the Dolphins yeah. really don't have to play if they really but only I, playing if they want to win the division. Right, but that's what I. That's what I'm saying. Even if Miami lost, Buffalo will get it because they record. Well, they, they both yeah, yeah, yeah. So they playing for no. They yeah, they playing for their division, but the Dolphins have already clinched their playoff spot. So real quick, just this is my five-leg parlay I had. So and I'm just going to read it off the number-wise. I had the Chiefs, and they was minus 500. So basically, they was already supposed to be, like, at the beginning of the season. Because these, these, I had to put these picks in before the season started. So basically, that means they were, like, they, you couldn't win. If I only wanted to bet just on the Chiefs, like, let's just say if I was just only going to bet the Chiefs, I wouldn't have made no money. Because they were just, they was a minus 500. So it was almost like they was damn near guaranteed to make the playoffs. The Eagles was minus 400. Uh, the Bills was minus two fifty, and this one, and then and the ball and the Ravens was minus one seventy, and the Dolphins was one hundred five. So the two teams that was already been in for two for the last two weeks now was the Dolphins and the Ravens, and those two had the lowest percentage to even make the playoffs. And the vet for for betting on Fanduel, so like, and the one that had the highest barely just got in. That was the Chiefs this winning this weekend, and the Broncos losing, and the Bills still got to win this Sunday coming up. So come on, Buffalo, don't let me down, baby. Because, matter of fact, yeah, I need, but yeah, I definitely need. And shout out to Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin, what's that, 17 seat winning seasons in a row? I think he's the only coach that got 17 straight uh, winning seasons. Yeah. Longest. Yeah, longest winning uh, seasons. That's tight, though. That's tight, especially for him to be a black head coach. And I mean, of course, we know in the NFL, it's only him. Shit, it's only him. And I guess now uh-huh. that. Oh, yeah. Head coach? Yeah. He used to got a black head coach. Oh, um, they do. Oh, it's a couple of them got. No, nah, the and the Raiders got a temporary one. That's no, it. But it's some, nah, someone else got a blackhead coach. I can't think of the top of my head. But it's another blackhead coach. It might be just the. I want to say it's just the Texans, and I want to say that because the Texans was kind of playing musical chairs with theirs because they had a different blackhead coach last year. People were feeling like they were just sending them jobs just to do it, just because, and they knew that none of them. Had a, the, I guess the coach this year he got lucky. He got CJ, so they ended. Uh, damn, I wish I would have had them in my joint. That would have had my. Little jump go up even higher, but I definitely wasn't taking that risk. And shout out to CJ. He came back, he balled out yesterday. Uh again, shout out to Justin Fields. I spoke on that earlier this season, but I me mean, earlier this episode. What else we got going on? Um basketball. We talked about I talked about LeBron in the jump. Um this foot, yeah. I talked about that. Him, his foot being on the line with that one. Let me get something else. 
I don't know this young lady name, but Jesus Christ, she just spanked this everybody jump. So, so clean, no cat still. That nigga say he going up, that's a right heel. I don't fuck with them shit. They know my stick talk like Hendrix. My shit boom, the true authentic. I say fuck you, bitch, I miss it. Feening for rappers, just send me a body. If you think she harder, than set up beside me. I make a hush and I'm not being cocky. These bitches be softer than pups. Got it. I'm the shit you can't wipe that. They want to hire my pen because the bitch call right back. They can't breathe me to Heimlich. I'm going up and it's stuck in a flight bag. She say she don't follow my movement. Her label got an eye on everything that I'm doing. Weird. Can't stop the shit I'm pursuing. Anti-freeze and I've been out of coolant. Running hot like the engine been knocking. I've been on the block and I've been had it bobbing. Like back on that boat with Aaliyah been rocking. Yo, whore, pick me, she cotton. Uh, she want to eat all my energy. I'm my Gilletta. She look like she kidding me bad. That do not mean that she's seeing me. We not a simile. Come to this rapper, she trash. Bitch, no cap, I'm goaded. You might want to check my publisher. You might just notice. Your label ain't tell you I wrote it. I'm the big dog with the shit. I'm the bitch she quoted. BB. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Yeah, so dope that I could set a trap deal. So cold, feel like I ain't paid a gas bill. My flow so clean, no cap deal. That nigga say he going up, that's a rat heel. Dog, she smoked that. Oh my God. I'm not even going to. I'm gonna say something, but this is crazy, though. I swear to God, her verse better than Nicki Jones. I don't even know what yeah. Nicki said on everybody, yeah, yeah. dog. She just literally yeah. lost her mind that. on this song, dog. She killed that shit, dog. You know how much balls as a woman it take the one to even get on Nicki Minaj's biggest song off of her new album, and for you to sit here and say, "I'm gonna get on this joint," I'm going to literally step all over this joint, dog. The what the balls that she was saying, the way she flipped them punchlines, yeah, because I don't think Nicki flows. really rap rapped on it like that. No, she didn't. She did yeah. some like she just that's her old Uzi. I don't think they really. Yeah, like, I mean, of yeah. course, Uzi ain't about to rap yeah. on it for real, but yeah, yeah, Nicki didn't. You know, dog, this girl smoked this song like dog. I have not heard somebody smoke somebody else beat like that in a long time. Yeah, because I dog. think it's more of her her chorus with it. You probably get another limbs, Vince Best Lombardi, Lombardi and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no yeah, she, she, oh my God, she just destroyed this joke. Damn. Oh my God, though. I did, I'm glad I heard this in real time. Like, oh my God, she just smoked this. Real quick, and y'all, I don't necessarily, I didn't even read the comments to see this because I just kept scrolling past and some things that just won't move me, but I did see a all the blogs pick it up today because I guess at a church yesterday um, on New Year's Eve, people were, it was a church in Atlanta and they were swag surfing. I just seen it and it was like, all right, there's black people at the church who really care. It's like, y'all, are y'all surprised? That uh, black people don't know how to No, they knew how to do it. They went crazy. It was in a so, church I mean, though. But people, surprised? I mean, what I was I guess it? because it was in a church and they, it wasn't the clean version. They was just like, you know, uh, I'm off that throne, that cardi, and on uh, uh, that body. Like they played the whole song out, but they just went crazy in it. I don't even think it's really cussing in them like it's that. not cussing, but I mean, of course, it's saying the liquor though. I'm off the, I'm off the. I don't think it's. I don't see nothing wrong. Like, if you say sexy reds like pound town, then all right, that's yeah, that different. would be different. But, yeah, but, but just swaggy, yeah, I don't, no, I don't see a problem. Yeah, I, I think for one, I think realistically, most people don't even listen to the words on swag surf. It's just the the sound. Yeah. It's just realistically, it's it's a it's almost a feeling song. Like when you hear that beat, it just give you a type of feeling, and yeah. it's just like if you in a place where it's a bunch of black people, it's almost just like an electric slide. Come on, get a formation, and you know what to do. Next. You ain't even got to play the words. You could just play the instrumental. Of course, everybody and everybody gonna know, it. and everybody gonna rap it, especially if it's of a certain age group. You talking about people forty and younger? They all gonna get in in formation and know what to do. Everybody gonna go left to right, and to me, that's fire. Like if I think if that was if I seen that as a church, if church. I was if I was lived in Atlanta and I was looking for a church home, that video would make me go to that church. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I just seen blogs picking it up. I didn't read the comments to see if people was acting like it was a big deal or something. But that to me, I just even seeing them pick this, I'm like, bro, this shouldn't even be a story. But it's cool if if I, like I said, if I lived in Atlanta, I would go to that church because that just would let me be like, all right, cool. This is somewhere where it's just not too like holier than now. And then real quick for people who are listening and if you are, I don't have, trust and believe, I don't have the energy 
to be around a bunch of people, but I do know um, a lot of people in the DMV and I want to almost give myself a pat on the back. We all like uh, love Pastor Mike and he will be at, uh, I want to say first, uh, first, Baptist, first Baptist of Glen Arden on Thursday evening. Y'all know, I think realistically, I mean, they do it every year that this first week in January, they do, they normally have TD Jakes. I mean, or they'd be having different passes, but of course, normally the biggest one is TD Jakes. TD Jakes normally be there every year. I, I didn't see, I was only, I, I seen the, everybody was handed over the new year. Wasn't it, um Kurt Franklin that one of them? Um, I mean, probably. I mean, a lot of I mean, the mega yeah. churches here do. I mean, do. But I'm saying, I think the first I Baptist, say he might have been at Glen. First Baptist, of, uh, first Baptist of Glen Arden does. They every this first week they normally every year they do like they basically like they, I don't want to say it's like somebody, a spiritual yeah. uh like retreat. I think that's what it's called. But like every day for this week they'll have somebody different there. But of course, you know, like the person who kind of realistically put it on the map is T D Jakes. Like you go there that day, T D Jakes is there. You are gonna be in traffic for like an hour or some change. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm telling people, like, if you're going to go, go. But I just, me personally, I'll wait. I'll watch it on YouTube. I just don't want to sit in that traffic, and I don't want to be around yeah, that No, because it was crazy because when me and Matt was walking up to the game, and he was like, damn, do they have church on Sundays? You know, at, at, at Jericho, that's mm-hmm. what he was asking. And I was like, I don't know, because I was like, yeah, that would be kind of hard to get in and out of that parking spot. Me out yeah, of that but, parking lot. But I didn't know they was doing it that night. Oh, yeah, I mean, they're doing it that night. But then usually even the games still just they normally the, the church be over before 1 o'clock. So, uh, okay. You just, they just, and ain't but that's what I'm saying. And it's kind of hard getting up in there with the, because that's right there. No, because church start before the game start. But don't people come, I'm saying people coming in tailgating like that Bryce Road type of. Uh, yeah, but it, you got, I mean, but you got to think about people already be normally in the church parking lot before people get, this ain't one of these type uh, of cities where people oh, at okay. 11 o'clock tailgating. So if the game at one, you already in church oh, okay. by, you know what I'm saying? Like church yeah, started no, at 10. So people, I mean, if you, most people already there and it's not as, that turnout ain't as big where they need the parking lot across the street no more. Like they have it, like of course on New Year's Eve that people park across the street, but Mostly, most regular Sundays that. you they just park on the and on sure the church not parking lot. A lot of people ain't gonna go because of the game anyway. So yeah, oh yeah, and it, and it don't be as packed during um, during the football game, Jones neither. Yeah. So like I said, if y'all if you are if you already go to Jericho or you just I mean not Jericho, but if you go to First Baptist of Glen Arden already, or if you just a huge uh, Pastor Mike Junior fan and you want to see him live, he will be at First Baptist of Glen Arden this Thursday. I ain't see the what was the time homegirl of mine sent it to me. I, was the times on that jump? Let me look. How was the last night? It was straight. He he performed. He didn't. He didn't. Uh. Oh, so he gonna be there on my bad on Wednesday. It's not. No, it's Thursday. It's Thursday. Thursday. It started at seven. So I don't know what time he gonna preach, but yeah, it's it's the fourth year. So that's Thursday. He gonna at seven p.m. Oh yeah, TDJ's gonna be there too. She just cut it off. He wanna fly too. So he, I'm sure he probably be there the last day though. It was straight though. He he performed. I'm just not a fan of his music. I, and I'm just I'm really oh, not. Okay, he did. He must yeah, he didn't. He didn't perform. Like he talked in between, and then I even our pastor said it. Like he was like, man, the next time he come, we gonna allow him. You know what I'm saying? We gonna have him preach because he didn't. He'd have been there like like I won't say this. Year, I mean, 2023. He'd been there like three times this year. Okay. Um, just performing, but I'm just not. Just me personally, I'm just not okay. a huge. Yeah, not for the music. Not for the that newer style gospel music. I like the. I need to like that. Oh, squirting it up. Yeah, I need, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, that's exactly my vibe right there. I can't do that. That new school, I need my gospel music to sound like gospel music. Like, I can go, this me, this my bag. I'm, Melodies from heaven 
If it ain't that bad, I can't, I'm not going to hold you. I can't do nothing else. I needed to be like that, hit that up tempo and that, like, I, and don't get twisted. I like Ty Trippett. I like some of his, like that little victory song. Like, it's certain jumps I can tolerate, but I really need my gospel jumps. To see. Yeah. Or like the only newer jump, like I'm, I'm done. I, I just, because then we right here real quick. This is, what's his name? His name? Um, how you put I think it's like Jericho Cox. I don't know how you pronounce her name. Y'all know I can't read, but she go crazy. Y'all know if. Can you give our miracle worker a hand tonight? Oh, come on, listen, I said the miracle worker. I said the miracle worker. You ought to open up your mouth and give God glory. When it went left, God reeled it back in. You ought to open up your mouth. I I need that type of bag. Like, I need that bag to just make you, like, you feel that and be like, Jesus Christ, I need to, somebody heard that right there, like, I need to go to church on Sunday. One of y'all little demons, you thought about it twice now. You know you need to get, you need to get your life together. That type of joke, when you hear that, and be like, yeah, I need to go, I need to get my life right. That should be just one. And then, you know, and I'm one thing I don't really judge people off of the New Year's, I know everybody kind of just do it differently. But I'm not going to lie, just looking at women sometimes, I be like, dog, it's so many different types of swag. Because you got your girls who are going to bring the New Year's in half naked. And then you're going to have the ones who are going to just have clothes on. And you and you look at it, of course, like lusty. But then I kind of be all for now, because the older I get sometimes, when you see some of it, it'll just be like, hey, would I date somebody like this? Would I really want to be in a relationship with somebody? Because it's a difference, like. It's a difference, of course, with the Instagram girls or somebody like Cardi, because you get paid for that. You get paid for your looks. Them certain situations is just like different. But you be talking about just a regular girl and you just going to like, I don't want to say no clubs. So I don't want to shade nobody jump. But if you just going to a regular lounge or just going to a party, it's just like, damn, you going out like this, dog? Okay, so my question, I don't, I mean, like I said, last night I was out driving or whatever. And I'm seeing like, has it really changed? Like, we don't go out you know, like like black people don't really go out like that no more in DC, because I was over there by um, uh, what's my call it? Um, I guess that's that's usually the New Year's Eve. Uh, what's the Echo and all that? On Bladensburg, what's that's that's still over? Echo State. Oh, I don't know. I don't. You know, by that time, by that time, I'd be in the house. I have not been. Yeah, no, because I, I was. It was a bunch. It was a bunch of white people down there. Mm-hmm. But I thought I was just wondering, like, is it not a thing? No, like. The parties don't be the same because uh, I know it don't really be no go go joints like that on New Year's. I think a lot. I mean, I think just for me, from what I was looking at yesterday on the timeline and watching people's stories, a lot of people was at house parties. Yeah, a lot of people was in the house with their family. Or a lot of people was at like smaller like lounge things. I don't think necessarily like for Echo Stage and some of those other bigger venues. I mean, it's realistically, no shade. They're gonna give it to the white people because that's. I mean, that's gonna bring the money. Yeah, that's yeah. what's gonna bring the money. Yeah, I mean, that's we, why I was when I was like, God damn, this shit changed. It, it just be different unless I think like realistically when you see a lot of 
black people out at certain events now it had to be something like i think we talked about it like that r&b only something like it has to be a big party yeah. where it's kind of already like shout out to trap karaoke like trap karaoke and to me like that r&b's only those two were probably like the big staples in the black community where you kind of you see a flyer with one of them yeah the prices may look a little pricey but you, i'm gonna promise you yeah, yeah. from watching from those videos yeah, like them jones gonna be a party and i think realistically even if you are I, that's one thing i would say for people like if you throwing parties or you want to do any type of events bro you have the you got to record all of those moments from re record the process because it, so people can kind of see it grow i was mm -hmm. I, mean, I, I was talking to donnie and she um was asking me something and i was just telling her i think because she was about to she's doing a live event and i was telling her record it because you want other people to make sure you record the whole process because you want people to see like okay if they don't pack you want other promoters as promoters are just some of the biggest dick riders in the world yeah. they gonna want to sit here and say oh this she got it to work for her oh i could just book her somewhere else and do the same exact thing yeah. that's just how promoters are that's the same way with bands that's why like when i managed xib every time we did our own jumps and them jokes was packed i always made sure i recorded them made sure i put them on youtube make sure i record the line and then when we get on stage you from the stage all the way to the back wall so people can see and say because mm -hmm. as a promoter all promoter is you doing when you see a crowd a big crowd you just count heads like damn if this was twenty dollars a head it's 900 people in here boom okay boom, boom, boom the case. oh what if i if i get them on a different night because the first thing a promoter say oh you bought them out on a regular saturday what if i can get them for a holiday yeah but you think New Year's Eve real quick the same way when we talked about just the black and white thing when we were talking about the uh the Caitlin Clark and the Angel Reese it's just the audience is gonna be different and shout out as a matter of fact and shout out to Angel Reese because I don't even think we talked about it they played um and that's why I had even five said let me make sure I follow all of their social media pages I didn't even know that they had a game they played uh um what's it uh Compton Compton State they played it and bro, that was sold out and it was in the middle of the day and that was just, it was like literally was like this week it was last week that it was that it was that week. it was the week it was that christmas week i want to say like earlier that week it was maybe like tuesday or wednesday because a, a homegirl of mine because during the course when they was playing in the championship game she was like i want to go to an lsu game we got to go to one and i and i was like dog why they come we, here they, huh i think they come here what, and play oh, no, 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 university? No, 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 no that was uh that was our i think matt sent us okay oh, yeah. i think clark come come to maryland uh-huh like sometime next month i think right mm -hmm. Yeah, but the LSU, yeah, they played they played Compton State and the Jones was sold out. And of course, for people who don't know, Angel Reese is from Baltimore. So of course it was going to be sold out. But I was just mad because I'm just like, damn, by the time we looked at it, I'm thinking like, okay, it's the game today. Let's we can go find a seat on on, on SeatGeek. And I was texting her, I think it was like seven o'clock or something, or maybe like six. It was like it was still like kind of like early for it to be the game was over. I, I Googled the Jones. I'm like, bro, the game over. Mm. Like, damn, what the hell was this? A middle of the day game? Mm -hmm. But of course, but like I said, but she just still, they had, you know, the video footage of it. Like it was, I mean, it was a big deal. It was on the news and everything, but they had plenty like yeah. cameras just showing like, okay, hey, this game was sold yeah, out. They the only it. thing I seen her, I mean, from the Christmas picture, that was the only thing I'd seen. And you know, and, I, and it was so funny. I made a video and I was saying that I got scared for a minute. I'm not going to lie. Angel oh, Reese. Thought she was pregnant or something? I, one, I thought she was pregnant. And then two, I just, just when you, because it's the optics of the thing it's just like you you two kind of booed up and it is and of course it's a, it's different for women and it's men. holiday holidays usually big news no 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 i'm just saying it's, it's just because you know we don't see our athletes especially young college athletes you don't see athletes booed up pitches for real like when do you, you see that do i think you do you see them more doing when it's like draft day type of situation like yeah but we're talking in the middle getting, of the season yeah, nah, yeah 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 in the middle of the season for how her season been going so far yeah. like don't get it twisted she didn't she, when she get on the court she been balling like she like literally just seen, had a double double the other day more booed up than working out type of exactly yeah. so when i seen it on the christmas and then they all the new i'm like oh bro you kind of doing a lot you leaving the room open for them to drag you to hell so bad because it's just like 
your comparison, your competition right now is Kaitlyn Clark and Dennis mm-hmm. Delore, uh Juju, um, and uh, L- I mean UC, I mean what is it? LSU, US, uh, US, USC, and Dennis shit, US, uh, U, uh, UCLA balling too. So you got it's uh, some other in South Carolina shit undefeated. So it's just like don't get it twisted. Like it ain't about to be sweet. So you the mm-hmm. only one out here boo loving, mm-hmm. and everybody else is hooping. You kind of lead a room, and it just it pissed me off because the shade room only pick up that. Shit. I'm like, dog, y'all ain't posted this girl, and God knows how long y'all posted her when she got benched or when they told you that she couldn't come around the team, and now y'all posting her booed up. I'm like, come on, bro, like relax. Be on camera. Yeah, exactly. But uh, but again, like I said, shout outs. But it, shout, the reason why I even brought that up one because they sold out the Compton Jones. Compton hasn't had a sold out basketball game probably ever in their goddamn what life. What the hell is that? Compton State. It's like in the cut in Baltimore. It's after Morgan. It's before Morgan. It's before Morgan. It's closer, like Compton is closer to the city, the actual city. You know, Morgan is like in in a county. Like that joint in the cut in the gut. Like it's literally like in the cut, like on the off street. I don't think I ever seen it. Like I seen Towson and all them other. I don't think I never seen. It. Yeah, out of all three of them, Compton probably is like no shade if anybody listening to y'all went there. But that joint probably like the worst joint out of them three. Out of Towson, Morgan, and that joint is literally in, in the middle of nowhere. Towson, of course, is more closer to the white area. And they got the Towson Mall out there and all that. And it's in a way better area. But that Compton joint is literally in the cut. Mm. Like, I don't know what the if I had if I had a, if you had a choice if you were sending your kids to one of them three Baltimore schools, mm-hmm. Compton would be definitely no like I said no shade, but that would definitely be the last one that I sent somebody to. Uh, what else they got going on? Uh, da, 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 da. Oh yeah. You know, Keith Lee did his uh, top, what he did, his top eight uh, food cities. Number eight was Atlanta. Number seven was New York. Number six was Detroit. Number five was Los Angeles. Number four was Vegas. Number three was Chicago. Number two was Houston. And number one was New Orleans. Number one being New Orleans, I think y'all got to give Zion a little bit of slack. I ain't going to hold you. I never been to New Orleans, but just the way people oh, talk no, about yeah, New Orleans, that, that that was the first thing they they said, uh, food and liquor. Yeah, y'all be a little too hard on Zion. I ain't gonna. Nah, it, food and liquor. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, what's so crazy. I was listening to the Shannon shop at Gilbert Arenas, and then Shannon, and then Gilbert was like, "Man, as soon as I seen Zion um, tattoo, first thing I thought about was you." Uncle. He said, "I don't know why the hell you was thinking about me, boy. My stomach ain't never looked like that." Hold up, but did Chuck <laughs> really say that? Who? He said Chuck said he's when he's shooting free throws, like his his uh belly was jiggling. And he said I was No, Stephen that, A. Smith said that. Oh, Stephen A. Smith yeah, said Steve, that. Yeah, oh. Stephen A. said that. Stephen A. said that. I think he said he was at that. What was he said? He was at the Lakers game when they was oh, doing doing a tournament. No, it's not. Come on. That shit would be mind boggling right there. Especially man, uh, you supposed to be a world class athlete. But he but I don't And you not But you know the crazy but yeah, the like, crazy he not fat fat though. It's just like he's just not he just ain't cut up. But, but it's, it's still like, bef- to me to see your stomach like jiggling dog. No. I mean I, That's only, crazy. But, oh, I, I get what you're saying, but only thing only reason why I gotta shoot him some bail, dog. You watch them games, though. He is a hard nigga to check, dog. No, no, no. I, I get it, but I just his body frame, like me seeing Big Baby or or Nay Yeah, but his stuff saying, like, don't look bad as theirs, though. That's my point. Like his is still in shape. Like he's still Yeah, I know. I I, I get it still in shape, but to just to, like I said, for me to see you have a belly, like, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's crazy because it's just like we ain't used to seeing it, but it's just like I don't know, dog. Like when you look at like like I don't see like when you look at Joker, I don't see a belly on him. Yeah, because but the Joker, he, but the Joker way taller though. Right, so that's what I'm saying. So for me to sit here and see Zion, it's just like 
Okay, but just okay, just real quick. If you look at Zion and you look at and you look at the Joker, like I glad you use him as an example. Yeah, Joker I still got a fat body. Yeah, shape. but he got his body looks fat. Like it don't necessarily look like he don't he won't have a stomach, but he's still just his yeah. like even like Luca. Luca's yeah. smaller than both of them, but Luca still got a fat like a fat now, boy's see, now, body. Now, I'm not, now if you would have told me Luca had a belly, I probably would believe it. Yeah, he I don't know, saying, yeah. and, and this is this yeah, is the skinniest Luca has been his yeah, whole career. I can see it. And real quick, and while we just talking about Luca, shout out to Luca because dog, I'm not gonna hold you. That nigga's almost guaranteed money. And I only think I hate about that because he have so many of them big crazy games. And I'm sure for people who gamble, if you gamble every night, if you gamble every night, you, you whatever money you lose with Luca once, you would you would triple that before you lose it again. So it's just, but it's just be like, dog, he be having some crazy outland. I'm like, bro, this nigga could literally score forty every night if he wants to. Like effortless, like though, and he ain't forcing it. Like, oh, we know who's doing it right now. Effortless, Shay Glitch, Shay Shay Ajan. Yeah, that's the only. You, and the he crazy, and the crazy thing is, and that's why I kind of wish and I hope that Joel and B keep missing games so he can kind of eliminate himself from the MVP because Shay deserve it, dog. Like to turn that OKC team, uh, a team that didn't make the playoffs but, but, but at see, all last year, and to them to be the number, I think they might be the number one seed now because they beat. Should they beat? Uh, they they might be the number one seed right now because they beat the Timberwolves. Cause what was he? What was he? Was he number five last year? What you mean? Did he make a, what you mean? I think he made the first team. He made first team all NBA. No, but I'm saying, but in the MVP talk, was he like number five? No, nah, he wasn't in there at all. That I shit. think Hell so, no, because no, it was it was MB, Joker, Jason Oh, yeah they, they, yeah, they number two. So the Timberwolves is number one. They 24 and eight. And the, Tim, and the Thunder is um, 22 and nine. And Denver's right behind them in number three, 23, 23 games and 11 losses. So the top three teams in the West is the Timberwolves, the Thunder, the Nuggets, and then Clippers number four, Kings five, the Mavs six, Pelicans seven, the Suns eight, the Lakers nine, the Rockets ten, the Warriors eleven, and the Jazz is twelve, and the Grizzlies coming up right behind everybody. Told you they go at thirteen. Yeah, they might. I mean, at this point, they gonna make that move. <laughs> yeah, at this point, because I mean, if we just going off of what was it the top? What is, what's the um, what's the name? The top ten. So the shit, they still kind of like. They seven games behind the Rockets. Oh well, well I don't know how to. Oh, the, and the, and the Rockets. The Lakers just played. The Lakers just played more games, so the Lakers is and the actually, Rockets are five hundred. right? Yeah, they fifteen and fifteen, and the okay. Lakers is seventeen and seventeen. So the Lakers just played more games. That's why they number nine. So realistically, the Lakers should be ten because the Lakers got more losses. So what? As long as they get double digits, I feel like they in double digits now. So now you. Yeah, they four games behind. Yeah, I mean it. It, it is. I mean it is what it is. Oh. I do think Shay though. I just me personally, I think, and it will be tight if they, if Chet can get Rookie of the Year and then Shay can get MVP, that would be fire. Because I don't necessarily, at least in my lifetime, I haven't seen two teammates get Rookie of the Year and MVP the same year. No. Mm -hmm. That would be fire. Because I seen somebody in my comments right. Well, don't forget about Wilk. I'm like, bro, I'm not that old. I ain't never seen Wilk. Wilk and who? Wilk by himself. He won both of them. Oh, okay. There wasn't nobody else out there. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm, sure. that's why I said, nigga, I'm not. <laughs> you can't like me. What the fuck are we talking about? But I do. Let me play this clip real quick. Matter of fact, yeah, I'm going to play this clip. Real quick, my quick little uh, New Year advice for somebody, because I definitely did it myself. Bro, if you feel like you need to dye your hair or get a haircut or whatever, I know we talked about the Charleston White situation a couple of weeks ago. Do it just so you can mentally just get out your own head because i ain't gonna hold you I, I, my grades was just going too crazy i'm like bro i just look i kept looking in the mirror and just getting irritated i'm like bro you just looking old and ridiculous like i ain't saying saying you got running get a haircut but just if that's what you i'm no for women and men everybody y'all kind of you we deal with certain stuff that you look in the mirror and you allow it to eat you up a little bit and you got to kind of just you, and deal with it so you can kind of start your year off the right way and you kind of not in your own head space too much because you you just realistically i know people deal with certain stuff and people just kind of brush it off or try to 
not overlook. be honest with yourself. But just, I mean, with looks or whatever the case yeah, it may be, it can be overlook it sometimes. Yeah, or just yeah, overlook it, or just kind of just keep pushing it to the back burner because you're like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. It's mm-hmm. cool. It don't gotta be that big of a deal. But if you can take care of it and keep it moving, you ain't. I ain't sitting here saying you you ain't gotta make it a big deal, but Self-love. still. Self love. Yeah, deal deal with that situation. And like I said, getting into that that gym and real quick, I get my my only gym tip to y'all. Please don't let all these trainers because I see I did and I was talking to somebody. I was just like, it's so funny how like when the new year was coming, like this whole week, like after Christmas was over, people probably gave it like two days. But I was watching like how all the personal trainers started like super OD with the content like oh book your classes with me I got this virtual journal like they was going crazy and it, it look, be clear some people are more creative with it than others like it was this couple low sent these and I normally just be like I don't really be fans of the couple situation but it was this couple and they was working out together but they just knew how to like it was just funny as hell like the way they did it I was like bro I gotta follow y'all like they it was just like the whole the video was just matter of fact because Lauren be sending was that, that the black Black it's a black. It was a black. It's a black dude. I don't know if it's okay. a girl. Is she white or is she light skin? I can't really tell. Um, oh no! Hold on, I'm gonna I'm play. Smelly salt. Come on, give me some mud. There you go. Ah! Here we go. You <laughs> see? That's all I need right now. I mean, it don't sound as good as funny as it is just actually watching it, but it's funny. But like I said, my only thing is real quick i would tell y'all do not allow these personal trainers don't allow these people in the gym to discourage y'all from doing cardio do cardio if your gym got a sauna get into the goddamn sauna and do your cardio no even if you not and, and realistically if you new to the gym bro just make love to whatever come whatever cardio machines you comfortable with until until the crowd start to die down because you of course the gym's gonna be if it depends on what time of the day you go to the gym the gym especially if you do that rush hour that five between five and eight if you go to the gym between 5 p.m 8 p.m i don't care what gym you go to is nine times out of ten it's gonna be jam-packed so you better find you a machine and just that's why to me cardio will be easier and just stay on that machine for the whole month until the until you start to see the crowd die down because trust me when it get close to valentine's day you're gonna see that crowd drop tremendously but the reason why I would say it because everybody, you know, you can see a million videos where personal trainers going to try to deter you away from doing cardio because realistically it's slow down the process. I have never seen nobody lose weight without doing cardio. And this is just for me speaking when I'm in my best shape, especially during the, when the pandemic, yeah, I just ran every day. It wasn't no gym open. I couldn't even lift weights nowhere. So when I was in my best shape, I was running 10 to 13 miles a day. I was small damn near had an eight pack. So it was just literally that, and it was nothing but cardio. I couldn't pick up no way. I would do is push-ups and run and do sit-ups in the, in the house or do, and I, when the stores opened back up, I think I went and bought a wheel. So I was doing the wheel, the little, um, the little speed, the little rope thing, the battle rope situation. But like I said, just do cardio though. Don't let them talk you out of it. If you want to go buy yourself a sweat bag and a, um, a sweat vest or a waist trainer. And the reason why I say get these things, because you will be surprised how fast it is for you to drop water weight. Like, and I feel it in my face every day. Like your face just feels smoother. Your skin feel like you just getting all that extra. Because I mean, you don't necessarily, when we talking about black people, though, we put salt, we put 
mumbo sauce, you put whatever type of sauces you put on your food all day, you intake in so much sodium on a day-to-day basis. So you do realistically, you'll be surprised how much extra water weight you're just carrying around realistically where you could drop a lot of that weight faster than you are and please don't get too excited after you drop your first 10 pounds because the first 10 pounds is the easiest to drop realistically probably between your first 10 and your first team those those two are the the 10 to 15 pounds are the easiest ones to drop and nine times out of ten because a lot of that is water weight so like i said i would highly recommend do cardio i'll be telling people y'all know me i get on this and do two hours every morning if i got the opportunity to and I can do the fastest, you know? so if you're one of them type of people and you eat late because your work schedule, cool, just wake up in the morning if you can and go straight to the gym and work it off, do your cardio early in the morning on an empty stomach. I would just recommend it. Don't allow people to tell you don't do cardio because I'm telling you, every time I stop doing cardio, yeah, I might get strong, but I'm, you're going to put on a lot of weight. That's that bodybuilder talk. You don't want to burn your gains. and Man, screw them gains. You're trying to be healthy. You're trying to be in shape. You're trying to make sure your cardiovascular system is on point. Like, all of that other stuff is cool. You ain't trying to be no damn bodybuilder. Do your goddamn cardio. That's my little health tip for 2024. In Atlanta, is either BBL or natural, and the BBLs mm. is taking over. Over. Mm. I think it's just very crazy to me that how a woman could have a BBL, and you guys will literally go pay for her bills, her rent, her mm-hmm. car, no, her food, her groceries. But then you get a woman like me that's working, doing all this business by myself, for myself. I don't need you. I want you. And you telling me just to, like, hold it down. Just wait. I Baby, you're not future. You know, I'm not I waiting. Feel like, yes. I feel like men I'm not waiting. really want the more shallow women because the shallow women don't challenge them as much as women like me. You have women that are placeholders and you have women that are game changers. The placeholders in Atlanta, they make it hard for us game changers. So, so when I, when I heard that conversation initially, I it made me even think to myself and it was like, damn, that's kind of messed up because your original look, that's how dudes be because realistically you see a super and we uh, i guess we got to kind of throw like an ig joan on it let's say ari of course if you see aria do first thing on the rule you go because you're going in your mind and this kind of go with low self-esteem for men in your mind you feel like to get an Ari, you're gonna have to do everything she said you have to buy pay her bills you have to do all this big wild tricking thing that's what's go into your brain you're gonna think that's the only way i'm going to be able to even entertain her or even to be able to get her attention where you do realistically you get you a regular daggler joan you're gonna kind of you're gonna kind of dismiss a lot of her stuff because you're gonna be feeling like, all right, you 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 be, if you're not being honest with her, you kind of probably feel like you really ain't that tough. I ain't gotta go too crazy, in which it shouldn't be fair, but it's kind of it's almost just like an investment. It's just like that's just what people do. You can't be mad at the, the dudes applying pressure to the girls who invest more into their look and their presentation. But oh, but even that is that is that even a good investment? Because long term wise, I used to do it, I mean. That fake stuff and all that really have a shelf life, right? It, it don't last forever. Uh, it probably just depends on, on on one on where you go get it done at, and yeah, where you go get it done at. It probably depends on where you go get it, and how much money they spent on getting it done. And I don't necessarily, and I don't want to sit here and say like just because you got the work done, where it necessarily mean that you're gonna be like a horrible person or something, or you're gonna be completely different. Because it could be them two people. It could be the natural whatever girl she talking about, and it could be the BBL girl, and the the BBL girl may have just better characteristics mentally and whatever the case may be. And she present herself well. And the girl who with natural can be completely screwed up in the head because she five baby fathers in and she mentally think every dude ain't nothing. All these dudes open these open promises to me and they just sit here and set me up for failure where it may be complete with a BBL. John might be a move completely different. I ain't got no kids and none of this case may be. And she kind of just, it depends. Like it just, I think it just depends on the person, but I do think realistically because men, 
pursue women off of flesh and what they can see. I think a lot of dudes realistically off the rip, when you see somebody that's well put together, you first thing you got think about is, oh, to get her attention, I'm going to have to spend bread. Yeah. And that's just because of how society is. So just think about it. If I'm a man, if I'm dealing with a bunch of natural women and regular working women, and the first thing they say, oh, you got to apply pressure. You ain't doing this, then the third. You got to take me here. I just seen a girl. She was just like, oh, my my goals for the year is that, you know, be in the best shape of my life and cat and be on trips and do all this in the third, the case may be. Cool. So if I know that, this is just a regular girl. How you think I, I feel like I'm going to have to pursue the junk that got all the works, all the bells and whistles, and she got however many some thousands of followers. Of course, I'm going with the rip thing. I got to do the extra because the regular girl said she's trying to go on trips and dates all year long and stay out of the mix for 2024. Oh, <laughs> I, just, I, I, I mean, yeah, y'all work cut out. The thoughts and prayers, the all y'all is going through, whatever the case may be. It was, a, but like I said, I do think, man, I, I can't. My only advice, I guess, for you know, to start the new year off when it comes to dating, but you just gotta find somebody that genuinely you can just be happy with. That's be happy, you no, know, and move it to pace that you okay with. Like that's what I'm, I, my new headline for myself. I'm gonna call myself uh, Pod Luca because I want to move at my own pace. I want to pod at my pace. I want to move at my pace. If I can't, that's one thing about Luca. He gonna get fifty, but it's gonna be at Luca's fifty speed. He moving his own game speed. You can't speed Luca up. You can't slow Luca down. Luca gonna move at his own goddamn speed. And everybody said it. it's like it looks. It may look slow when you watching it on TV, but when they can get in front of you, he be going past you all day or dropping you off with a crazy spin move. It's always at Luca pace. You got to move at Luca at your own pace. But yeah, find somebody that you can you can kind of you can you can date at your comfortable speed. Like don't speedball into it. Don't let them use them crazy words and try to apply. Like man, like, I hope y'all leave apply pressure and standing on business in twenty twenty three. Cause y'all ain't none of y'all standing on business and ain't none of and that all that applying pressure. But sometimes don't you feel like you gotta you gotta see it through to find find out really because they're not gonna show off firsthand. So you really gotta damn like all right, I I like her, she cute, she like you really gotta you know see how she really is. You can't just know off the top of the hand. Nah, you can't. You got but you, that's what you gotta be. You have to be okay with again wasting the time and wasting the bread to see it through. Take I mean that's you. That, that's your that's y'all call. You gotta you have to do what you you gotta do what you feel comfortable with. I don't I don't necessarily I don't have the answers to that because I haven't I haven't been trying it. Like I continuously not make myself available for those situations. Like I just don't I don't even put myself out there in that type of an arena. Yeah. Like and if you shoot your shot at me, I'm gonna try to like at this point, like it's just gonna be on some freaky man shit. I ain't trying to not pause no little diddy freaky man shit. <laughs> freak man, freak man. Yo, see you, Mikey. Um, shout, it was a 38, I'm not saying shout outs, but it's a 30 year old, 38 year old man who was going viral because he had a, for his birthday, he had a 38 baby theme party. And for people who don't know who 38 baby is, that's NBA young boy. That was one of his first breakthrough projects to kind of help him go Come mainstream. On. That's his, that's his little thing. 38 baby. That's, that's what he called it. So that was his first big mixtape project that got him mainstream like success was called 38 baby. So a dude was taught turning 38 years old for so for his 38 year old birthday, he had an NBA young boy themed birthday party. I was going to ask you this when you was talking about your list and stuff like that. Is this somebody or something that you will find like will be a turn up you found out they was listening to? Um, no, because it depends on where you listen to. Because it was crazy. I was holding this. I was having this conversation with this girl in the DM and we were just talking about 
uh, gym music that we listened to in the gym. Mm-hmm. And she had her, like, broke down to workout style and everything. She was like, I listen to reggae when I'm doing cardio. When yeah. I got leg day, I'm listening to Sexy Red and okay. all the girl, rap girlies or whatever the case may be. If I'm doing uh, upper body, I'm listening to, I think she had, like, some other, like, alternative type of music. Mm-hmm. Like she literally had different genres of music that she listened to for she different type of workouts. So I think it just depends. Like, And I, that's why I always say, realistically, for me, it's a little bit harder uh, to judge, especially for people who work out, because I think you just, it, that... It, the music be different. Like you need some different type of music when you're working out. So I just I think that's just completely different. Cause I think real listening, I mean, of course. I mean, it's just it's just wild to me. Like for you to hear, like if you say oh, 18 or something like, but you saying he turning 38 and he's having a young boy theme party. Like that nigga's older than me. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it, it do it's, <laughs> you, I, I don't even know that many young boy songs, but for you to say you having a theme party. I mean, having a That's theme party and, and you as a grown man is just ridiculous regardless. I don't care what it was. No, I can understand some things. What? How? Like student, I mean, you can have like... Okay, that, yeah, that's different. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's different. And shout out to Shy Glizzy because you just said soon time. Shout, shout out to Shy Glizzy. He's having, I think, a 10-year anniversary for the Young Hefe project. He doing it at... um. At the what is it? Uh, what the hell is the name of the Joe Howard Theater? And I think he's doing. I think it's, a, it's an all black affair or, or or black. What is it? A black tie affair? Oh, yeah, black a black tie affair. The Howard Theater on what was the date? Tom sent me that. John, let me give me this date. Real yeah, that's quick. what I'm saying. Oh. Themes like that, I, I I'm cool with it. '90s party, '80s party. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. But for you to have a rapper <laughs> theme, that's kind of where I'm. You know how slow I am too. It was this John that was going viral. Uh, it was who was what's his boy name? Uh, Rollo Rodriguez. Rollo Rodriguez had a tweet with, I mean, and it was basically he used, had a full caption. It was uh he he said it said I bought I bought her more like Odell Beckham, and it was and I was like what I don't get this tweet, and Top had to break it down for me. But the, the way he he it didn't he didn't write Baltimore. It was bought her more, but it was basically bought to more like spelled border. But mm-hmm. it, I was just like. All right, well, maybe because the way this nigga spelled is just retarded, so I can't get it. But I definitely ain't get it. But it was definitely I was like, nigga, why is this shit going viral? And where's the shot busy shit at? Oh, here you go. When is this? It is a black yeah black tie event at the Howard Theater. What date is this? Uh, February seventeenth. <laughs> yes, February seventeenth. Only thing I would recommend for Shaq Lizzie, bro, just drop some more music. And shout-outs to, why we right here, shout-outs to my girl, Big Meg. Escape of fitness was bleak. Toxic instructors, shady scammers, <laughs> and fistful bakes. I'm a shot. Mother fitness was angry. Megan the Stallion. Hello, my hot girl. Enough of this toxic nastiness. So she took her hotties to the judgment-free zone. Welcome to Planet Fitness, where everybody can work out in their own way. Listen to Mother Fitness and join today. Planet Fitness, big fitness energy for all. Where are my legs? No, shout outs to me. That, that's when, when you see people who stay on brand when it comes to marketing, it's ridiculous. And that's another reason why I was kind of like, no, if I was Meg and Party would have messed up my goddamn Planet Fitness deal because trying to sit here and say I had lipo, nigga, I would have might have smoked your little stupid ass. I, they like care, I don't think they would have. They don't. They, I mean, they don't care because it's Meg the Stallion and Meg the Stallion. And on, it's on brand with who Meg the Stallion is. Like she has. Like people look forward to her doing her workout videos and doing the voiceover. Anything like that? 
Because Planet Fitness usually use like regular just Yeah, yeah, regular. Yeah, that, I ain't never seen Planet Fitness use not, especially not no goddamn Seven, rapper yeah, or no yeah. celebrity that big. Yeah, so shout outs to Meg for that. That's all. And that's on brand. And I seen, I think she had like a Nike jump where it said Heidi's on the bottom. It looked like it was some Air Max. Yeah, so she, she might like be get ready to yeah, drop some Air Max. So that's like, yeah, she had a whole little Nike outfit yesterday on when she was performing in um, New Year's Eve. And I do think realistically to me, I'm su- I always was surprised on how many female rappers try to put on a good performance and kept banging in the heels. Like, I mean, I guess it's a skill if you can do it, but I was just like, bro, why y'all don't never put on tennis shoes? Like, but I think most of them be barefooted, barefooted or tennis shoes. I, don't I mean, I, I know Cardi has kind of made that her signature thing. Like after a while she kicked them shoes off and she go barefoot. But most people like Beyonce ain't taking her shoes off. Beyonce going yeah. heels the whole entire time. Cause I don't think nobody really, <clears throat> maybe who I'm trying to think who was really in heels like that. Nikki performing heels. She all the time, it? hell Her? yeah! Nikki always performing heels. I ain't never seen Nikki not performing heels, and I think like that's when I probably... think like Little Kim and all them back in the day, maybe I don't. But that's what I'm saying. I don't like a rapper. I guess you do count a lot. What Lotto and them? Shit, I even I mean, shit, when Lotto first performed, put it on the floor. She had on like some furry UGG type boots. Yeah. So, so I don't. I think a lot of the younger girls is kind of going it, away from yeah. it a little bit. Take that poo shiesta on you, that poo shiesta mask off. You done had it on about two days. You out here in the mountains, a bag gonna thank you something else. Bag gonna bite your finger off. Nike man. man, I don't give a call a poo shiesta mask. There ain't no Nike man. I don't be on your trail. I'm trying to better you, bro. What if you jump out the car with somebody with that on? Because every time. Every time somebody, I, every time somebody walk by me with that on, I be watching them, bro. When I get out to my anywhere, I be watching them, bro. I'm not used to that. I'm used to, if somebody had that on, they finna come get you, man. Somebody finna shoot you, man. I'm not used to that, man. I'm not gonna never get used to it. That's never gonna be a fashion to me, bro. It's dangerous. I don't want my- won't you take that poo shot? Shout out to Boosie for being a father. Cause I mean, y'all know I didn't came on here a million times talking about how I hate those poo shiesty masks and I just wish they banned them everywhere in every goddamn city. So I appreciate, especially for Boosie being who he is, I appreciate him for saying that for his son. And I seen somebody in the comments like, man, Boosie need to know everything ain't for Instagram live. I said, man, that's the perfect conversation for Instagram live, especially for Boosie being who Boosie is. Like Boosie is a certified gangster. Boosie was on damn near death row for fighting a murder charge. Like ain't nobody else better to say that than Lil Boosie. Like for him to sit here and show you, hey, I'm still a parent. My kid, I don't want my kid out here looking like the rest of y'all letting y'all kids take that goddamn poo shiesty mask off because he, and he was being real with him. He's like, no, when I see people like that, nigga, my, uh, my alert go up. Like I'm looking at you funny. I'm judging you. If you move the wrong way, I'm going to send you to hell. And I feel, and I'm, I'm think I want to just, I literally give Boosie a round of applause for that one. I appreciate that one because there's a lot of people who at Boosie status and who Boosie is to the streets would never give, um, Boosie his credit and just in some news that I really kind of don't care about and don't necessarily know how it is even going to play out for them. 1090 Jake, I'm of course I'm I'm just cool on that white boy regardless. I just really don't care about him. But he sit here and try to put out some paperwork on uh BG. People who don't know who BG is, of course he is one of the original hot boys in the group with Lil Wayne, Juvenile and Turk. Real quick, shout out to uh, Manny. I was watching the Lakers game yet last night. They was playing the Pelicans and they was getting a boot smoke by the Pelicans. Uh, Manny Fresh and Juvenile played it. I mean, I said played, performed at halftime. 
and I, it was just so crazy. But I was like, they are in New Orleans, and they are, of course, New Orleans legends. But I was just like, and I was like, damn, I would, I would really even want to see these niggas perform anywhere. I was just one. I was just thinking to myself, like, and then when they started getting to some of them songs, I was like, oh yeah, I would. But sometimes you just don't remember, like, just off the top of your head, it'd be just be like. And I'm doing, and we did a horrible job at. No, shout outs to Scarface and that tiny desk. I don't, I, we, we didn't did let that, that, that. We did. We played that though. No, nah, we didn't. I feel like we didn't. I know we didn't. I know no, we I ain't played. We, we might have shouted it out, but we definitely ain't yeah, played it. Yeah, I don't think we played it. I, I want to, I feel like we did. No, I can't. I know I had, we talked about it. I know we had it on the list for like two weeks, but I can't. I know we did we, talk about it. I know we did talk about it, but I don't think we played anything off of it. Yeah, but shout out to Scarface for anyway. Just if, if, yeah, I, if we didn't, if, if we if we didn't say nothing, that was probably one of the best hip hop tiny deaths. And I think of course him and Juvenile. I think Juvenile to me probably for the for the world, but for DC people, and for people who just don't know how Not big Scarface. Scarface is, just like he probably like it, you could probably ask some people of a certain age. They'll probably if, if they from born and raised in like DC and they like some backyard junkyard rare essence going type of people. They may take Scarface over Jay Z any day, like eat and probably won't even bat their eye and think twice about it. A lot of old people, older people say Scarface. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, their favorite rapper of all time. Like, and it's a lot, especially from here. Like, that's something that I know, and I just know that just because though I've watched Scarface come and pick up bags in DC for years, just performing with Backyard, and that's why he even shouted Big G and him out when he was performing. Like that, just like and. Yeah, that's no, nah, that joint definitely. And and as, and realistically, and that's why it was so easy for him to get into that pocket because he's performed with live bands all here in DC all the time. Like when Scarface come to DC, he don't do no regular rap shows. He only do shows with go go bands mm -hmm. and backyard to be Pacific. Like like so. Yeah. Shout out to Scarface for that. But and he, I've seen him with other bands, and he still like I said, still don't miss. Still don't miss. Like, yeah, he, oh, he, yeah, he, oh, he, yeah. You can't. I think after you learn that pocket, after you learn that pocket, I don't think you can miss like i think after you know that pocket especially when you it's so of course it's a little bit harder for like if they was doing the bounce beat bands but when you're doing those covers mm -hmm. and it's just like you know they stand in that pocket and it just literally just sound like the music live i think it makes it a hundred times easier but then after you kind of find a pocket and really get into that groove you can kind of perform with any band and it sounds effortless and it sounds like hey i've been doing it for years and plus because he got a smooth voice for that like he have a real like distinguished voice that fit over that little smooth little go-go socket beat. Oh yeah, but back into like we were saying, 1090 Jake put out some paperwork and was saying that BG was a uh, hat and then that led to WAC 100 and Boosie going back and forth on social media and WAC 100 yelling at the phone, telling Boosie he only weighed like 118 pounds. He would just smack him open-handedly. Whatever the case may be, because of course Boosie, that's BG. I mean, BG is Boosie man. So he was going to ride for BG regardless. But it was just like, I guess basically the long story short was it was a conversation of I think it was a it was a group of people in the car. It was BG and like maybe like two or three other dudes, and one dude never had no charges, and he was supposed to be the fall guy. And then I guess after he he originally copped to it, and then I get you know what I'm saying. I guess they were supposed to all like yeah okay it was his junk whatever case may be. And he was supposed to be originally cool with taking the charges, and then I guess after he started to do started to look at how much time he was supposed to get, he ended up backing out on them on the last minute, something like that. It was something stupid, but I just realistically the only reason why I brought it up just to say I don't think realistically one I think. BG audience, his original, like even when I was looking at the Juvenile with Manny Fresh performing at the Pelican Games, I'm looking at the crowd that was getting up and dancing. It was an older crowd. Mm -hmm. Nine times out of ten, most of these people don't even know who 1090 Jake is. They probably barely even know. They might not even know who WAC 100 is. Because mm -hmm. I feel like you've actually got to be somebody who be on the internet to know who yeah. WAC 100 is. Like if you don't play the internet heavy, you don't even know who WAC 100 is. And you definitely don't know who 1090 Jake is. So for you so, to try to expose somebody can like... Can I ask? I mean... <clears throat> I'm I'm not street politics wise, no, you know, I'll just why. But 
if you pulling up people's paperwork, ain't, ain't that technically you snitching too? Because if we didn't see the paperwork, we don't know the paperwork. You pulling the paperwork trying to prove that they snitched. That's you snitching too. Uh, yeah, I mean, but I guess people people call it exposing. But it is just, if, I mean, I guess if you look at it, it is some form of snitching as well because you're just trying to blow up somebody's spot and make and you're trying to get clout off of bringing somebody down. And I think that's why a lot of people, even even in Uncle Murder wrap-up, he said something about that. Like, why we keep giving, why, why do we keep even acknowledging this white boy in black culture? And that was something that Dr. Umar kind of, it went viral when he was arguing with, um, with ish about uh on, about the Eminem situation, I don't and I necessarily don't necessarily even know if I agree with him, but he just went so crazy. Did I, I ain't seen you that, John? Damn, mm-hmm. almost the same. That he hired to come in here and clean this motherfucking apartment. Joe might not know who the fuck cleans this Something apartment. Something just hit me. Shoot. Are you mixed race? No. Or you a bunny hopper? Yes. Per, per your, hold that's on. why that's you not have true. a liberal that's perspective. That's not true. That's not because you go home that's to a not white true. woman. Yes, but that's not true. I felt this way before I met my white girlfriend. So help me understand how you could be so passionate about the black. I'm law. not. I'm not. The, I'm passionate. I'm, I'm an objective thinker. I don't. If something makes sense, so you have no loyalty to the black community. No, I do have. I probably employ more blacks than you. Okay. So help me understand that you employ more blacks than me, but you go home to a white woman. Why you don't have a black woman? Because I fell in love with a white woman, not a black. Why didn't you fall in love with a black? I woman? did. I fell in love with a black woman. We broke up. Okay. And why didn't you find it fall in love with another black woman? I did that too. We broke up. Okay. Oh, and why didn't you get another one and another one and another one until you found the right one? Because I, I met a white woman that I fell in love with, and that's the person. And I you're being today. disingenuous about that's something. Not true. And let me tell you what you're True. being disingenuous about. True. Romance mm-hmm. is a function of focus and opportunity. If I want to date an Asian, mm-hmm. I'm going to put myself around Asian women True. so I can find one. True. If I want to date a Latino, I'm going to put myself around Latino women mm-hmm. so I can date one. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to marry a black woman, you would have put yourself around black women so you can find one. So how did you end up with the Caucasian? No disrespect to her. No, not at all. What I'm telling you is the places that I go socially are not just mon- mon- mono. So what? I went to a white college, white college, white college, white job. I never bunny hopped. Listen to my question. Let me answer you. That wasn't my priority. My priority wasn't, yo, I'm not closed off to dating Latino women. I'm not closed off to dating Asian women. I'm not closed off to dating white women. So again, in my search for romance, all of those things were on the table. But you do understand that by not being with a black woman, you undermine the success of the black community. That's your opinion. That's my opinion. Then tell me how the black community benefits from you having a white woman. If if I if I lend to the financial up up. Uh, uplifting uplifting of that community one that's one thing two if i'm helping to educate the people in that particular community th- that's a benefit Three. does not your white woman benefit more from your economics than any black person yeah probably exactly so so why can't they both be mutually beneficial you, w- you want to know why because she belongs to the group that is responsible for the historical oppression of your race so so why would you voluntarily go over and marry into that because when you marry the woman whoa, whoa, whoa. you don't just marry the woman or date the woman you're dating her community and her culture so and given the history of us and them why would you dare align yourself with that if you care about us let me ask you a question i want you to i want you to let me get my yes, answers yes, out go ahead. so <clears throat> hypothetically Shout out to Dr. Umar, boy. He is a demon when it comes yeah, to that. But you got to be careful with that shit right there, buddy. What? What you mean? Because that, like you said, him doing all that rant, but you can't never go outside your race now. Ever. Yeah, no, no. Uh, of course. Ever. Of course. Of course. But I think and when you talk like that and then somebody catch you, that's when you catch oh, No, 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 for sure. That's that, when you no, catch that, no, no, no. Of course. Of course. Because and and I mean, they've been but, thinking of a lot of people, oh, shit, you know. Yeah, but I, but I think when you 
I think one, I think one thing, two things for certain. One, I think Dr. Umar is smart enough to know how big, how one, how big his voice is because he paid, Joe Button even talked about it when his, he paid for him to get on that show. Yeah. So for him to know, that, even for him to be like, oh, this is not like me going on Joe Button ain't doing me a good look no. for me. For you to still charge him, you understand how big your voice is. Yeah. So I think you understand that I know that I can't get caught dating outside my race because that would kill everything I've ever said. You can't do nothing. Yeah, and, and the reason like why you I bo- just got to be all black, everything. Yeah. That's a hard, like you. But I don't think that's hard though. Like he's, I do agree with him because it's the same way. And the reason why no, I don't no, think it's no, hard. I'm, I'm, I, because it's just more like, like even we 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 smudge on the whole Justin Hurts, how you know how he did with his agent and all that with females. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like the way you big up everything and way you praise the black community, like I feel like you can't have not one, no one associate white. Because it's like you just go so hard on that. Uh, I mean, but I think realistically, I think you can if you if you if you make it your business. I think it's not hard for you not to do that. That's crazy. Like I, I feel like you can. You I don't think I think realistically, a lot of people, you just not they not. Uh, I guess you're not committed to actually just betting on black a lot, and he is. And I, and I mean, I have I heard Doctor Umar talk on a lot of platforms, and his his. Hit you from Joe Button to the Breakfast Club or wherever else you'd heard. Doctor Umar is Doctor Umar. He ain't kind of like the turn away from too much. He of nothing. Kids? I don't. I, I don't know. I ain't never heard him talk about no kids. Yeah, but just I guess just to wrap up that little conversation. Uh, the reason I even brung that up is because he Umar had a joint where he was talking about Eminem and he was saying that Eminem shouldn't be one, even put in a conversation to be one of the greatest rappers. I do disagree with him on that one, but he of course his point was because black people made it up. But the only thing I disagree with that I do feel like one Eminem has gave so much. You gave fifty cents to the culture. Like I don't feel like you can't deny that. Like I hear and I'm cool. Y'all know I'm cool with the super black power stuff, but I do feel like sometimes you could just you could be dragging it, take it too far. I do feel like when with his his point of view when it came to Eminem, I totally disagree with that. Like Eminem just giving us fifty cent, I don't give a damn what you talking about. Giving us fifty cent and giving us eight mile the movie. <laughs> Eminem can't do no wrong in my eyes, dog. I understand. That eight, that eight mile of movie, bro. That's locally. That is low key a. That's a black classic. That's low key a hood classic. Like that Eminem eight mile is different, dog. I don't care what y'all niggas talking Especially about. Especially when we ain't saying hip hop started in Africa. You definitely can't. Yeah, I don't you know what yeah. that's. He kind of he was dragging it too far. But real quick, I guess why we can kind of still stay on task with just the black situation, and then we can move on to Razor Kana. It's just not going to solve the problem of poverty and inequality and wealth. I tried to deal with this a little bit. I mean, but the short version is black businesses target black people. Black people don't have any money. From 1992 to 2012, black people created 2 million plus businesses and captured the capture of the national sales revenue went down from a paltry 1% to like 0.3%. The point is that black people can't create businesses in the sectors of the economy that generate real wealth. Black businesses don't have enough to hire many people. They don't have benefits. They're not paying people. In fact, most black businesses pay people below the average national salary. And again, because they, if, if, and we see it all the time, this is why, and people get mad when they see these people, they get to a certain size and then they sell out or they sell to the white business that buys them up. Well, that's ultimately what you want in the capitalist economy. That's the goal, to get big enough to a bigger, because you can't expand. It's not that supporting black business is wrong, right? If I want to buy a cookie or a chocolate or a candle, 
sure, I prefer if I can if I can support a business from my people. I think the danger, as as you say in in your book and in, in, in your work, is believing that that's our path to black liberation, right? Yeah. Like we can't buy black our way to freedom, uh, which is is part of the, the danger. Of this. There's nothing wrong with supporting black business. Um, the uh, only thing I guess we, you know the crazy thing is, and just what he said is I can kind of tie it into sports because I even I mean we talked about this uh before when it comes to just like even with Stephen A. Smith like even or even for Shannon Sharp like last week um when he he kind of had a moment after that Lamar Jackson jump and after the, the uh, Ravens beat the Niners people was on his YouTube live and they was crushing him because they was just like nah nigga you better speak up for Lamar Jackson whatever the case may be and he was just like and I think because maybe he don't listen to a lot of other people he don't realize how you looking for that for black people are looking for that voice to kind of champion us a little bit more. But I think I, and the reason I guess tying it back in to make it make sense when Stephen A. Smith, I remember I was talking about a home, with a homegirl of mine and she was mad because Stephen A. Smith, she felt like sometimes he tap dance. And I'm like, dog, realistically to have that type of success he have on ESPN, he don't have no choice but to tap dance. And I think sometimes I know like even I guess tying it into with the Umar situation, it's like you got to understand how to kind of cross over a little bit and still kind of keep it hood. Where it's like, let's look for somebody like, let's say for somebody like Lamar Jackson, he don't never really, he don't never get on his Jalen Brown and be like on some super black. Like when Jalen Brown got paid, he was like, he trying to bring black, black Wall Street. Like for, for black people, when you see Lamar Jackson, he kind of know how to keep it so clean where he's like, he one, he limit words. He don't really say too much, but every time you see him going back into the ski mask thing, he always kind of keep it shiesty rolled up, just like how dudes in the hood used to do before back in the, before everybody made it cool to wear the whole shiesty all the way down to the foot. So it just be like certain things where you kind of just got to know, and you got to kind of know how to teeter to just to get over a little bit. Like you got to know how to be able to tap dance enough. Yeah, well, you can't, you don't want to sell out to your people, but you don't want, you don't want to sit here and pigeonhole yourself neither. Cause he right, like dog, think about how many times, like nigga, I know me, per se i'm cheap though it's a lot of times where i just won't i don't want to spend no money so if you if you a black business owner and you relying on just black people to spend money it's gonna be rough for you and even if i tie that into fitness when you're more working out like when i go to gyms like i go to certain gyms and it's more like you can know i go to gyms all over the dmv so if i go to jones and rest them and i just pay attention to just my whole surrounding but even just i pay attention to how they treat people when it's when it's time to close like let's just sit here and say if i go to the joint and walk park Man, it's because it's all black people in there. 90% all people work there is black. All the people who go there is black. They, oh, they be trying to rush and close the junk. Soon as like, we're supposed to close at 11 and on the weekday, dog, they be trying to cut the sun off at 1040. Yeah. But if I go to the Jones, when I go out Virginia, or if I go even out for, if I'm going out towards like, um, like, uh, like towards closer, like the Baltimore or like that Crofton area, like that mm -hmm. little part where it's way more like, it's that Trump white. Yeah, they be letting you be, man, I, niggas be in the sun until like 1110. And they ain't coming in there pressing them or nothing because you because the difference is, you know, why you know that why they can get over with it and walk in spot because you know these black people ain't gonna complain. Mm -hmm. But you know for a fact, you ain't rushing. Or if I go to the joint, if I go to the, uh, when I go to the, uh, dog, people don't get into the shower in the joint in Springfield Mall until 11. They gonna get their whole workout in and then get in the shower. You ain't rushing them out. They gonna take a regular shower mm -hmm. and they gonna leave out and they might not be leaving out of the gym until 11, 15, 11, 20. But guess what? Ain't nobody coming in there rushing them. And guess what? It ain't black people. It's not just, it's all races that work in the joint in Springfield. It's all races that work in the joint in, uh, in, in Crofton. But it's, but the difference is 
you know for a fact if you play with these white people who spend their 40 50 a month to go to this gym they gonna call corporate they gonna email you and guess what you're gonna do you're gonna lose your job but you get away with it to the gym where it's majority black people but that then that's why i say even with the whole dr umar's comments and stuff like that like how he praises black but do that even scare would that scare consumers off like if he had a business and it's like well damn that's all he does black 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 i don't want to you know spend my money I mean, I guess, but you, but sometimes you got to be, and I, and I glad you said that, but then you got to kind of some with certain situations, you got to find, you, you got to kind of almost, you got to put your foot down. And that's where, even for me with the Lamar Jackson situation, that's, and that's why I always tell you, because I put out, when I put it, the more content and the bigger, the, like the, the numbers and stuff go up, you'll always just catch, you'll catch, no, and, and I'd be so happy when like people who've been following me for years, they'll check some of the white people in the comment section saying something racist, cause I can't, cause I don't wanna get my flag page. But it was just like somebody just sit here and say, oh, why you hating on Brock Purdy? I said, bro, I'm not hating, well, how am I hating on him? Cause he threw four, I'm not about to sit here and I'm not about to suck this man dick because he threw four, he threw four interceptions. What the fuck am I supposed to say about him? How am I hating on a nigga who threw four interceptions? There ain't nothing to hate on, nigga. He threw four interceptions. What the fuck are we supposed to be talking about? I'm going to big up the person I've been bigging up since the preseason. What the fuck are you talking about? But you, but I, but pay attention. Don't, you, if you go into any of them sports pages, pick. So you got to kind of, as just as a black man, sometimes I get what you're saying. So I do try to find cooler ways. It's like I'll respond to like somebody be like, oh, why you on like why you don't talk about this person? I like just go to my page and look at my content. I don't it speak for itself. Like I even just. I think I even told a white dude that I'm like, bro, just I hear what you're saying. You don't like Lamar Jackson. I look at your page. You look like you don't like Lamar Jackson. Cool. He's like, oh, yeah, of course, you're going you're gonna to make it a race thing. No, I didn't. I read what you said. I knew what you was trying to say. And so I responded with just, hey, you look like what you whatever you're trying to say. Like, I think some dude said, man, you're talking honky talky stuff. I said, yeah, you look like that's what your name is. Enjoy your holidays, though. But you but that's what I'm saying. So sometimes as a black man, when you get those little pushbacks, you kind of going to always find that comfort zone where you're going to kind of take up for your own and you get into that field with Dr. Umar get because you it take all it takes is enough people to keep trolling you and then it's going to make you want to stand sturdier in who you root for or why you root for your people because it's just they can't wait for you to fold. Because they, because to be honest, and that's why I get where Dr. Umar be coming from sometimes because it's like white people do have the luxury to sit here and say, like, just even when you talk about the MVP thing, oh, oh what about uh, Christian McCaffrey? What about Christian McCaffrey? All right, nigga, what about him? All right, cool. Like, yeah, all right, what? Nigga, you can't, you, he, we going off of records. The reason why Jalen Hurts ain't get it last year because the, because the Chiefs end up having a better record than the Eagles. Like, what are we talking about, dog? You can't sit here and change it this year. Like we watched what you you just gave Patrick Mahomes. You took you didn't give it to Jalen Hurts because of okay the Chiefs end up having a better record and Jalen Hurts missed too many games because he got injured towards the end of the season. So it's just like certain things where you see people just be like nah dog and you can pay attention to it. it's like it ain't these ain't Niners fans sitting here saying it's just white people who don't want to see Lamar Jackson get it the same way when I told y'all yesterday when that was that lady and the crazy thing this lady wasn't even white she was a Spanish lady. And she was talking about, oh, excuse me, I like my quarterbacks quarterbacky. Like this, it'd be little things like that. Like as a black man, it'll just piss you off. And that's why, of course, that's why I always gonna love LeBron James. Cause though he ain't gonna miss nothing on social media and he gonna sit here and he, when he see them hit dogs, he gonna make them motherfuckers holler to the goddamn moon. I, that's why LeBron James will forever be my favorite player. Cause he ain't ducking no smoke when it come to that type of shit. Cause when he post, when he tweeted that, oh, Lamar, he said, you absolutely right. Lamar Jackson does not look like a quarterback. He, he looked like Timothy. When he tweeted, bro, that nigga had a, some ridiculous type of numbers when he tweeted that joke. The Baltimore Ravens even took it and posted it on their page. But it's, just, and that's why I do love, uh, that's one thing I do start to, before it was just a Lamar Jackson thing. And of course, Odell Beckham, but just even when you start, when I started to follow uh, the Ravens, like social media pages, like they just, like they here for the trolling. They here for the, when the teams 
getting disrespected. I was, bro, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan now. It was literally, I came in there just on some Lamar Jackson thing. What usually happen when you start actually, you know, rooting for the team? No, but it's just. That's what I'm saying. You, you probably was just looking at Lamar as the player and not the actual team. So you don't really pay attention to those type of things. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, but you, you, you don't even pay attention to it. You might not even pay attention to their social media page, but even just like you're absolutely right. Because even when I say just even with the Justin Fields thing earlier before you came, I was so happy that just to hear the fans really go hard for him that last game. And it was snowing and everything. And they were just going crazy. They had big, crazy signs. Like, you know, the Jones would like, they normally be having their basketball games with their pitches. Mm-hmm. Like his, like literally the whole crowd got pitches of his face blowing up on them little big, uh, the hit pause, the head poster jumps. Like it was just you when you see certain things, you but that's why sometimes I get what you're saying where you don't want to make it a black or white thing because I'm sure it ain't nothing. I seen Jim, uh, what's it, John Harborough, the, the coach of the Ravens, nigga, he was in that jump going crazy, uh, in the locker room dancing. So you, I, I get especially and, and realistically, sports is supposed to bring everybody together. And that's why people got mad with capping it because it was just like when it comes to sports, we are supposed to all be just whatever color we supposed to bleed is whatever color of this team is not supposed to be a race thing. And do you, and that's why you don't like it because you do get to see like when they in the locker room, bro, it's a, it's a brotherhood. It's whatever the case may be. You get to see them all celebrate. It don't matter. It's not nothing different. Like even what's the white boy that play for the Raiders with all the goddamn tattoos. Every time I see him, you be seeing people, oh yeah, he invited oh, to the cookout. Uh, so it, 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 but it's not, it, and the crazy thing is, it, I think, and sometimes we, do, and I know even for myself, it's easy to take your anger out because you'll catch all them little jabs. And if you're on social media too much, you'll catch them. And it's not fair because even for me, and I probably got to check myself on it, you'll, I'll get on the mic and I'll be upset because let's say if I got 50 people trolling me, just saying some little slick backhanded racist stuff, and then I'll get on the mic and take it out. Like, it's not all white people. It's just the 50 people who've been trolling me all week and just saying little slick comments that make you like, damn, I know you wouldn't say that to my face, but I got to deal with it because it's on social media. Hey, you want your page to get popular? People going to troll you. You got to take it. It come with the job. Uh, I do. What's that joke that Matt sent earlier? That shit was funny as hell. I ain't going to hold you. This shit was hilarious. Jalen wears his own. Jalen Milrow often wears his own branded apparel, reading "Lank" across the front. It's an acronym that stands for "Let a Naysayer Know." Being told by his former offensive coordinator, that Bill O'Brien. That is not O'Brien. what I thought. Is that not what you thought, boy? <laughs> Let a naysayer know. Let a naysayer know. Of course. The professionals right in the middle of his lead. That's all right. I just keep I thought going. You almost lost me. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, you ain't listened to it the first time? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Oh, my God. I really don't know. Say that. often wears his own branded apparel reading Lank across the front. It's an acronym that stands for Let a Naysayer Know. Being told by his former offensive coordinator, that Bill O'Brien. That is not what I thought. Is that not what you thought? Boy, let a naysayer know. Let a naysayer know. Of course. The professionals right in the middle of his <laughs> lead. That's all right. I just keep I thought going. you almost lost me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It got real tight up here. As you were, I thought it was going down. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I definitely might have lost my job that day. <laughs> Shout out to Pat McAfee. Especially but- like if you finished it for him and that wasn't even what it meant. Oh, man, shout out to Pat McAfee. <laughs> Shit, yeah. Who you'd have to be in the office after that one, but oh man, shout out to ESPN. Shout out to Pat yeah, McAfee. Uh, what else is going on in the world? Uh, 
talking about Tim and Tiny. But, but see, situations like that, you do kind of like, you can't take everything off. No, no, you can't. And, and, and again, but that's why I say, and that's, but, and I think that's for every, I think for every race and everybody, I do think that's something that we all do. We try to put everybody in a box and that's not fair. And that's why I even just realistically, I, because I will, the reason, and I be trying to catch myself where I can't sit here and take that stance. And I'd be joking like with a homegirl of mine. I'd be like, bro, I'm not about to sit here and keep like, oh, I won't never date outside my race. Because, bro, it'd be some of those, I've said it before, some of the white women be shooting some crazy shots and they kind of ain't trying to have you put in apply pressure and all that. They trying to, they ready to send you news and some more shit off the rip and just be like, come mm -hmm. on and, and, and take mm -hmm. this thing to pound town. Bring that black thing Exactly. So it's just like, so I get what you, so I do agree with you, Sam, because like you said, imagine if somebody was at, if that, if he had, if he was on that desk and Pat McAfee make that joke while they reading that out loud and it was two black dudes who was like super uptight and they just would have lost their cool, like, because that shit was funny. Nigga, that mm -hmm. shit was funny as hell. Like that shit wasn't like, Sometimes you gotta make yeah. minor steps. Not even never all that serious. Who won that Oklahoma game? Alabama, I said Oklahoma. What, at Michigan? Mm -hmm. Michigan. Oh, damn. 2720. Yep. Mm. Good old uh, BG, NFL. Oh, shout out. Oh, damn. How did we forget about that? Uh, Cow of course, the Cowboys, though. I ain't gonna hold you. That might have been the first time I ever seen like you. You never really believe in if the sports stuff is rigged until you literally see that cowboy. I think that's Detroit like that jump. just got to be the worst day in sports. Officially, I mean, just oh, because that was the same. That was the same, same day. LeBron, LeBron with the, with the foot like on that, the line. Them yeah. two calls right there was ridiculous. But then you know, that that Detroit was worse because yeah, the Detroit, of course, of course, because I mean, of course, the LeBron is just in the middle tape. of the season. We it really don't matter. Tape. Yeah, we have you on tape. So for people who don't know what we're saying, if you didn't see the game on Saturday, it was the only game on Saturday night. It was a football game. It was the Lions versus the Cowboys. And the Lions, they was down by they was down by a touchdown. And they a touchdown and a field goal. So they had to do a touchdown and two points to win the game. Came down, got in the end zone, scored a touchdown, and went for the two. Ain't no more time left on the game. Went for two points, had a lineman come in and line up like almost like a tight end and hit and one of them. It. And he and he came in there and called it. That's why I just don't understand like you saw the man come to you and talk to you. Yeah, so he literally, so the referee tried to make it seem like it was. Um, he was uneligible. Yeah, he was uneligible. And that's, and so real, but the real, I guess realistically, what can happen is if the, and I think it said it was, it's a rule in the, in the thing where they can rule it and sit here and say, uh, they can overrule it and sit here and say the Lions did win that game. Because everybody, of course, it, even Skip Bayless, like, and Skip Bayless is the huge, I'm talking probably the biggest Dallas Cowboy fan you will fucking find anywhere in the world. Like, and he's annoying because he has the biggest voice to be the biggest Cowboy fan. And he even said it today. He's like, no, we, that we, no, no we lost I, that game. I, I get it. I think that's one you got to just take on the chin. Because if you really officially just change it, like, oh, hey, we're going to change that to Detroit get the win. You, now you're gonna have everybody going back on film trying to pull up. Oh, we remember this game. Oh, well, you said such and such. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you, you, you don't want to open that window. You gotta. No, I get it. I get it. That it's was not ridiculous. fair. It's not fair. It's, it's kind of hard. But you, at the end of the day, I think it's just some calls or some plays like that. You just gotta leave it be. Because if you go back and change it, it's so many other plays out there where we got questions about, you know, such and such. Let's go back to that that uh, playoff game. What was it? The, the Saints and the Colts? Where there should have been a pass interference or whatever. It was a big, yeah. It was a big, it was a big time call. Like that's when they started really cracking down on the pass interferences and shit like that. So it was a play like that that cost them the game. You know what I'm saying? Like people going to say, "Oh no, let's go bring back." I think you just should leave it alone, take it as a deal, keep it. You know, you because because I can't see you opening that 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 wound because now everybody else going to shit. Dallas going to bring I, back I that damn uh, Des Bryant and Green Bay shit. 
Yeah, I mean, I get, I get what you're saying, but dog, one, everybody who, if you ever played Madden before, you know how hard it is to go for two points playing Madden. So imagine how hard it is to go for two points in real life. It ain't too many teams that can, like, your team got to really be rolling to convert a two-point conversion, dog. Like, the two-point conversion is hard as hell. Like, that shit ain't easy, though. And that's why most people don't, like, your team, like, even when he was going for I'm like, bro, he got, this coach got balls for real. But that's what I just don't Now, understand. my only thing, though, I disagree with what he did is, all right, after they sit here and, and say the other joke, and they took, I mean, and they called it not. No, you should have just kicked the field goal and went to overtime. Like, you was, you was being a dickhead trying to keep going for it. Oh, they went for it again. Yeah, they went for it three more times. I mean, two more times. So, the original, the first time, when they called it and said it was, it wasn't no, um, it wasn't no good. It was ineligible. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, what happened? Somebody went off sides or something. They got a ne- they got another penalty. Mm-hmm. They got another penalty, so they got another free play. Gotcha. And then they went for it a third time. And then they didn't. Get and they it. still and they didn't get it again. Oh, so you still oh, okay? So, so he I, had so uh, he had two other chances. Okay. to kick a field goal see, I didn't and didn't. So I thought I thought it was that call and that was no it, no 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 no. So okay. after they called it and said it was ineligible, because realistically, even when I was listening to skipping them today, the so and they were saying because it was, it was really supposed to be ineligible, that play should have never even you should have never let the play even go. Mm-hmm. Because it's basically like in an ineligible receiver, just like an offsides or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever case may be. That play supposed to be dead. You're not supposed to let that play play out and then call, and then you take forever to call it because the Lions was on the field celebrating. And then you're like, oh, a flag, it didn't, like, nah, I'm, no, I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes you ever be like, I know people who be like, damn, I wish I was in the NFL or something, whatever the case may be. I ain't that professional, dog. I know my brain ain't dead. Like, because that was crazy to me. And you be professional when you get that check and you, that, that ticket in the mail. You can be professional as hell. Better hold that shit yeah, I don't to know about that one, dog. I would have had, I would have put a trademark. And I heard them shits ain't cheap, especially in the NFL. So you got to think about it. if they thought all them fines we just seen this year about motherfuckers finding more than their paychecks. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, you gonna keep, put, you yeah, gonna keep your mouth shut. I would have put a Draymond. I'm sorry. Because matter of fact, I think it was our running back that time that got damn near his whole paycheck for speaking on the refs. Yeah, you might want to keep your mouth shut. Yeah, I would have put a Draymond. I hear you, but I would have put a Draymond. I ain't gonna hold you. You talk about easy. Oh uh, yeah, uh, but anyway, I mean, I'm, I guess the reason why I even brought up that uh, game because Ceedee Lamb got uh, pissed test after that game. He balled out. He definitely he had a for him for him not to have a good game against the Dolphins and come and that's why again when I'm talking about the holidays, how fast it came back. No, it seemed like I I'm I'm didn't play any games, but it seemed like I was watching them. Game. I'm like, dog, didn't they just play the other day? I think because messed up, everything was on a Monday. You know, the holiday. Just, yeah, I'm just saying, but it was just like God. That was on a Monday and then turn around Sunday. No, said, the, no, the no. Cowboys play Saturday oh, said the Cowboys. and Saturday. Yeah, you talking about the Cowboys? Okay, I thought you were just talking yeah. They about play the ball Saturday ball. and Saturday. Yeah, both of their games was on Saturday because they know it was they Saturday. Yeah, no, both of them Saturday. No, no Sunday because one I mean, was Sunday. Christmas Eve. Yeah, so one was Christmas Eve and then the other one was yeah Saturday. Yeah, so I mean, but yeah, so they pissed CD Lamb. Uh, real quick, this a dating rumor. Chris Rock. If Chris Rock is dating Amber Rose, though, I swear to God, no. what? What's wrong? Amber Rose is just a prostitute, bro. Chris Rock. Chris Rock is one is a bony, ugly nigga. If you cannot pause, go from Wiz Khalifa to Chris Rock, though. Chris Rock, the oh, 21 sure. Savage is kind of okay. Both of them niggas is kind of funny looking. I get it. But Chris Rock, like, dog, Wiz Khalifa to be your baby father and your ex-husband, and you go to goddamn Chris Rock is nuts. Dog, one, Chris Rock is old as dog shit. And then two, Chris Rock is just a bony, like, come on, funny looking, like. You got money, though. That's my point. So you just basically a prostitute. That's it. That's all you can say. Yeah, he got money. <laughs> That's the only way that's going to make sense, because he got money. What was it with a picture or something? I don't you know. know. I it? just seen it. It just uh, said that it was just a, a room. I just seen a headline. Uh, and just real quick, the people who ever made Home Alone, bro, y'all are so corny. And this is why I don't like people with this fake cancel culture thing. I don't know if y'all remember Donald Trump was in Home Alone too. 
Yeah. And they were trying Definitely to sit favorable. here. And they tried to sit here and, and come out and say, oh, they he, he strong armed himself because they was using his hotel and he forced himself into that scene. Donald Trump was like, well, I wish I cut the bullshit. Like, that is not how that went down. And well, I don't know why. It matter. That, that, that's my only thing. It's just like certain stuff that we pick up or pull up. Why do that even? Dog, one, why does it matter? Because at that time, everybody loved Donald Trump. Why are you trying to, like, re rewrite history? Like, like, what the hell are we talking about? Like, you're trying to rewrite history and make it like people didn't mess with Donald Trump back then. Like, come on, they dog. Mess like, with stop. more than probably now. But just, but just my whole point is, why are you trying to, like, that's just corny, dog. Like, stop. Like and people was even in the comments saying that like, no, who cares? Nobody give a like. Come on, dog. Like this movie is super old. Like this movie was in the nineties, though. Most people didn't even know who the hell Donald Trump was back then. So why are you trying to act like like? Come on, dog. Stop. He bullied me. Yeah, that was ridiculous. I just think they just want to see that man locked up, no matter what. They're gonna put everything against him. Yeah. Oh, and remember when I now see? Remember when I asked you? Uh, it, it's two songs. I do want to play these two songs, but I remember a couple of weeks ago when I asked you, would you want? Um, would you want to have a shared baby mother with Chief Keith? Now, we played the clip of this shit. Like, fuck my baby mama. Yeah, oh my God, though. Just, did you listen to how angry this nigga sound on this song? I just got to speed it up a little bit so we get right. Hey, Keith, Dirty bitch, I'm broke, ho. Try to get revenge by sucking dick. Bitch, a cut throat. Always three power puff girls, mojo joke jokes. Like, that's 300K. Nigga, how you broke, though? I don't pay bitches, bitch. That's why I wouldn't be mentioning him as my baby daddy. <laughs> you that's exactly why I would not. You would not know that I had kids with that nigga. You absolutely fucking right. That, that, listen to that shit right there. I would not mention that nigga as my baby. Daddy. So that's my point. That and exactly why I wouldn't want to share baby mothers with I this creature. But I would like, not mention nigga. it. That's, Oh my, I was listening to this joke like, nigga, this nigga told me you got the nerve to want to share baby mother with this crazy nigga. No, no, he just sound mad as hell. I don't get it twisted. He was going crazy with that verse, but that nigga sound mad as hell. Like he hate, he he had some shit to say to his baby mother and he been holding that shit in for a long time. I mean, time. he got, uh, he might got like two or three. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Love you too, bro. You know that. Yeah, I got a question. Talk to me. You ever say, baby, hey, you do me a favor if you do. Talk to me. You Put my feet in the air, please. Put your feet. If I felt like something was wrong with you, I would. Put my feet there, man. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, you're going to go for that ride. But guess hey, what? That's all I ask of you. Yeah. Hold me accountable. You one of the ones, for sure. I try. Uh, you, you're doing a damn good well, job. Top for the morning, beloved. Man, what's up, bro? I ain't nothing. I just miss you. I'm on my way to Vegas, man. Mm -hmm. I just miss you. When I'm on see your face when I'm gonna you know, see your body. When I put you and our other brother in the same room, hey, that's your brother. Hey, what's up? Let's do, do it. I love you. You love me? I love I you too, bro. <laughs> All right, so real quick, I, so I heard this in, in a few ways. I, of course, I mean, we, for all the they internet jokes. No, 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 it, it ain't, it don't. that was what it was. But for people who, I guess, if you, for me trying to read between the lines of what they was talking about, because when he threw the brother's situation in there, and I think, and it may have been a little bit, a longer version of what he said, 
I think it was on my mixtapes, but I can't remember, but I can just break it down to what I thought he was saying. And he basically, from that conversation, even when he said something about when he's like, hey, when I'm going to see you in person, when I can, you and your brother come together. So for people who don't, I mean, of course we talked about that maybe two weeks ago, um, finesse two times and his brother getting jumped or whatever the case may be. And when they had an argument, we can, of course, that can go right back into Razor Canaan after we finish. Um, So his brother, so of course his brother, people know him and his brother had their little situation. And then so what Kevin Gates was basically saying is, can you put my feet in the air? So I'm in my mind or what I'm thinking, of course, if if you want the internet, you just want to make gay jokes. And of course you can say, take it as some gay, but I was thinking it meant like, basically if you out of pocket, nigga, will you knock me out? I'm glad you took it that way. Pause, but I I didn't even, I never would have thought that. Because the reason why he, because of the reason why he was, because just listen, if you listen to the rest of the conversation outside of what the little stuff he was saying, mm-hmm. you kind of read between the lines. It was basically off like some respect stuff. Like gotcha. if you can't uh, do, will you allow me to hold you accountable for something? Like if I'm if I'm out of pocket, would you? Matter of fact, that's why I think I, I just need to find a joint on my mixtapes because my mixtape joint actually it was a longer. Uh, clip. Yeah, I mean, when you say it like that, I would I would have never thought. You know what I'm saying? Like so. I mean, that, so that's what I so that's what I took it from when I seen it on the my mixtape joint. That's what I. That's what I took it as. We, that's what he was saying. Just because I think the my mixtape joint was a little bit longer. That clip almost. Can I? Is it on there? Is it on my mixtapes? I can't find it. But yeah, I, I felt like when I heard when I heard the longer version, that's what I took from it. Even when he said the little situation with the brother, I felt like all right, this is what he kind of was talking about. Like if I'm out of pocket, can I can I hold you accountable? Like. And uh, yeah, allow me to just hold you count- accountable. Uh, real quick, because it, it, it was a, a part on this song, and I, I ain't gonna lie, I like this song a lot. I like this song a lot. I like the real. Uh, and, I, and I think sometimes the controversy will kind of. Uh, Controversy kind of play in your in, in your in your hand a little bit. So is this song from what's this little dude named Lil Malibu and Fabio? So of course all the blogs picked it up, and I feel like they paid for this promo because this was a good song. And to me, this song remind me of what's the Eminem Dr. Dre song? I want to say it's something start with a C. I can't remember the name of it, but Eminem and Dr. Dre had a song back in the day where they were kind of like rapping and they was like finishing each other lines mm-hmm. and verses on the song, but they was like going on like a robbery joint. And he was mm-hmm. like, "Hey, M, whatever the case may be, it was I can't remember." Yeah, this I, is on Eminem's. That was on Eminem. CD, I think. So anyway, so Fabio and this little dude is a little rapper from New um, New York, and he's like a drill rapper, but he's not. He ain't never done nothing. Like he's a rich mm-hmm. little white kid, but he make drill music. So him and Fabio did a song called "Teach Me How to Drill." So in this jump, it it it's put like the way they did it, it made it seem the same way Chris Brown and and Lil Dicky did yeah. with the oh I woke up yeah. in Chris Brown body. So I mean, can I say nigga? Of mm-hmm. course, Chris Brown said it, but Lil Dicky was just in the video, so mm-hmm. it was just the same way with this jump. Shooting those schools up. Yeah, I feel like the drill tool. Wait, can I do a hit on a school? He look like a singer, but white boy, get up on him. You can't say the word, I'ma say it for him. You're not the biggest, I'm bigger. You just a broke little nigga. And I'm young, and I'm richer. Five bands on a fit. Five bands on a fit. Put your pillow looking like a tea bag, nigga. See that nigga by the gate? That's my rich homie Drake. Oh, shit, I almost shot him by mistake. Hey, yo, bro, you need a break. It gets spooky when it's late. Just keep a Glock for the mace. Yo, father, you really my channel. So, I mean, yeah. I, I think you got to see the video for real, for real. So, I mean, when I got say, I didn't know if it was a real song. Or whatever. Oh yeah, no, no, it it's like a real a song. Little... It came out, you know, what, yeah, of course, it, it came out. So it came out maybe like two weeks ago, I want to say. And of course, because you know when we be doing a YouTube thing, I don't really be playing music on here, um, like that. But yeah, that joke was. I, I liked it. I like that yeah, song. No, you, gotta I, see, I first... you gotta see the visual because that's why I said when I seen it, 
I was like, oh, damn, shit. Like, it was, you know, it choreographed with what, the, what he's saying. Yeah, what he's saying, of course. And then, like I said, but I, to me, I think they just paid for that to be promo. Because, I mean, this little white boy be trolling anyway. He already Do he make me. I mean, like, is he? I never listened to none of his songs, but of course, you know, I listen to High 97, so I've heard them talk about him before okay. because he was getting a buzz in New York. And it was a thing was he was telling people, like, hey, I'm not, I'm not outside. I live in like Manhattan in like a penthouse or something. Like, my parents are rich. I just like making drill music. For some reason, I thought it was, um, I guess there's the new, the, um, what's her name? New boyfriend. G, who, G Easy? No, uh, Chris he looked like Chris G Easy. Cause ain't ain't that whatever the little the new rapper that, she did a song with him though, she oh, did do, Mabu. yeah she did a song with okay. him too yeah right. she did then a song now, okay, yeah, maybe yeah. that's what I'm thinking about then okay yeah she did a song she definitely did a song with him as well what else is going on I guess matter of fact let's get into uh, we can we can find some more topics but let's get into uh, raising Canaan before it gets too late. <laughs> No, I'm not gonna lie to you, and, and I'm glad when I, I made a video before we before I started recording today. Just to, I didn't want to do no spoilers because I did understand it is the holiday time, and people's schedules be kind of all over the place. So I don't be like, because you know what's so crazy? Because I kept seeing people like doing, you know, I I don't, I, any don't matter whatever shows that we gonna talk about. I watch them on Sunday, so it can be kind of fresh on my brain when we talking on Monday. So I wait. I don't care what show it is, even like when we was doing rapids, rapids came out on Thursday. I'm still only gonna watch it on Sunday. But people, you know, we're power shows 50 cent shows are way more popular so it'd be a little bit harder with people be wanting to just run and do spoiler alerts mm -hmm. which to me is like i'm somebody i'm not posting content just to post it i want to get engagement so i feel like if you post too early you ain't gonna get the engagement because people just won't go scroll past your page right because i know i did every time i seen somebody post like even when i seen 50 cent post a joke because he put 50 cent it was funny because 50 cent posted a netflix joke it, where it was like they used the same little font that they used for the Dharma joke and put it over Ronnie eyes and was like, come in March 15th on Netflix, the story of Ronnie. Because that's how he act. Mm -hmm. He reminded you of Jeffrey Dahmer. So I was just like, every time you see him in these episodes, I'm like, bro, why do he look like, he just act like Michael Myers or just like, just that creepy with the glasses. It's really Jeffrey Dahmer for real. But my question, when even when people say spoilers, like if even if you told me, I feel like you still, you have to see it because it's not necessarily ruined because you like you don't know the same like i can tell you oh yeah blah blah, blah got shot but until you've seen the what it led up to it and how it became you know what i'm saying like i don't is it really a spoiler yeah, it is with some with certain jumps because like let's just say well, okay of course for everybody I'm, well I, that's why i wait to the end of the episode especially for power jumps spoiler alert you know for a fact if i already know that uh but we can use ghosts like if 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 we just sit here and say yeah ghost got shot it's not really because you don't know who actually did it or how did he because we like still don't matter but in the back of your mind you still gonna be waiting like every yeah, through the whole episode yeah. so that's why i said i don't think it's a, i don't think that's necessarily a spoiler though but oh, but, but let's but just lose this one for example because this is what actually happened in the show but when you say joey badass realistically the way the show been going all year long if i tell you something gonna happen to joey badass nigga, you know it's his brother that's gonna do it because who else he ain't beefing with nobody else it ain't nothing ain't no random shootings going on it ain't no random beefs or nothing so if I, somebody tell you oh joey badass get killed this season if you've been watching enough episodes you knew for a fact it was gonna be, be his my brother nigga, man tell you a joke that's fucked up yeah i ain't gonna lie to you i, I like joey badass characters yeah, i'm kind of blown that they killed like killed them off like that like, like damn, damn who else we gonna have man no drip no nothing like he was just damn hey his, his his baby mother kept trying to warn you. He kept telling you, get rid of to get this nigga. He crazy. Shit, damn. Yeah. So for people who don't know what we're talking about, and if you didn't see the last episode, I believe this is what episode five of Raising Canaan. I believe the name of the episode is "I'm My Brother's Keeper," and 
and the crazy thing is when you watch you watch the whole episode you can tell just the lead up like even when ronnie go talk to What's the, I forgot the lady, the Spanish lady that, that came, I mean, the, uh, yeah, I mean, the, uh, no, what is she? She, was she, she, was she, she killed her, she, the plug. she, she, yeah, she, she the, the plug. plug. And then y'all, of course, if you remember, what was that season? Was that season two or season one? Was what we on Raising Kane in season three? It may have been season one when, uh, Joey Badass character kidnapped her. And that's why, so I don't know if y'all remember. Oh, yeah. And that's why she keeps saying, I don't like your brother. Your brother did something to me gotcha. where I'm not, ne we never going to be cool. Gotcha. So in that conversation through the episode, like, of course, Ron, I don't even know how he found out where she lived at. So Ronnie popped up on her and she was just like, only, huh? That's it's crazy. ass nowhere everybody yet. Yeah, that's crazy. I just be popping up on people. Like, that's what I mean when I'm saying like, he, he just man. be giving off like that Jeffrey Dahmer, Michael Myers type of vibe. Cause it just be like, dog, he literally just be popping up and just be staying people down. And he just, like his character, it don't move like that. Like if you ever seen a Halloween movie and you know how like my, somebody could be in Michael Myers face about to punch him, curse him out. Like what's that, what's that white lady to play that character? And she always screaming there, Michael, da, 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 da. and he just still just be, it's, it's his sister in the, in the jump. But I forgot her name. Was it Jamie Lee Curtis or something like that? Yeah, yeah. And she always just be yelling at him and he just still just stands straight there, don't move, no facial expressions, just that dumb blank look at her. And he just super tall, shoulders just up. Like, it just be like, bro. Yeah, Ronnie was all over the place. But that, like, he he went to her house and she was just like, you got to get rid of your brother, this and the third. He like, no, my brother going to be here. So that's why it was just like, and he stern firm on that, but I just felt like that whole little conversation, it just constantly, and realistically, I do think, I mean, I'm sure Rock going to be able to put two and two together when she figure out that he did because... I mean, he told her, he basically told her, like, man, he's the one who told her that Ronnie killed um, whatever, what was the African plug? Mm. I can't Dean. remember, Dean, yeah, Dean. So he told her, he was like, man, I only, she was like, cause she asked me like, damn, who you think would have done that? He's like, the only person crazy enough to do it is Ronnie. He's just running around here reckless, just doing whatever. Yeah. So it was just, it, it was weird. And then I'm one, I'm not gonna, I'm one, I'm not gonna lie though, I was happy to see Marvin support Ju, uh, Jukebox uh, flirting with the girl. And she didn't know how to take it at first because she, you know, of course, the last time that she found, when he first found out that she was gay, he he lost his mind, choked her out and everything. So to see that complete turnaround in a new season where he's still, he's more supportive. He like, nah, we cool. Like we, we could talk about whatever you want me, you want to give her a ride. I'm for real. I'm like, I like that. And just to see her, she was so happy and she had that excitement. She smiled like she had that big smile on her face and it was a sign of relief because she realistically know like this is growth. My dad has grown. He's in a whole different space. So I like that. That was tight okay. to me. Okay. So who is wrong in that bar situation? Is she, she wrong because she do just what niggas do. She do downplay the situation. You and that girl got, so she got, she's, yeah, but, you but you don't know if the girl go like that. that, that yeah. You, you don't, don't know yet, but it still don't matter. Why would you don't, I wouldn't, you could have still just shot it down and just be like, nah, like I don't know yet. You could have said, I don't know yet. Uh -huh. we, I'm trying to figure it out. But she okay. do what so she, niggas she, do. Okay. Every right. time a dude asks, a, oh, I'm so with Shorty. And you try to play big and damn, mm -hmm. oh, she ain't mm -hmm. nothing. She okay. just a little jump off. And that's exactly, exactly what she did. So, so now you're going to be upset when Kane get so her. Kane and it, yeah. So Kane wasn't wrong. No, he she wasn't because was, he, was, he, he did the right thing. He yeah. asked her first. Mm -hmm. He said, what's up with her? Yeah. You could have easily said, nah, that's me. And did she go throwing shots and shit? So, so that's my like so that's my so that's my point. I so, forgot he was fucking that mother. Yeah, the mother. So, but that's so that's my point. So realistically, it's just like you could have just you could have kept it a buck, and you could have and you could have done it. To, like, all right, come on, dog. Damn, that's crazy. No, nigga, the craziest thing is, nigga, their mother's still alive. Who? Oh, um, Rock and uh, Lulu and mother. Yeah, but maybe they all don't have the same mother. 
They do, nigga. Cause oh, you, did you hear what she said? She went crazy on him. Like you ain't, you must have wasn't listening to what she said. Oh, when she said, just uh, your, uh, sister, see, don't, your thinking, sister don't take care yeah, of me, and this okay. and the third, and whatever the case may be. You they, sit here chasing your pipe thinking, dreams. I keep forgetting that, that that is their sister. But I'm just like, damn. How do she even know all that information? Like, for she never. No, I ain't know they even had them of them. I mean, of course they had some had but a video. But, I mean, shit. Everybody else been hidden. Yeah, but that was a crazy high. Like, nigga. As much stuff as they go through as a family and, and they yeah, have Sunday you, dinner but, together but and you, everything and the mom's never you, there. You got to think about it. Everything else has been a secret and, and shit like that. So I wouldn't be surprised. Because even with, with, with uh, what you call it, jukebox mother, how they kept her away. So I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I mean, I get that. But it's just like, nigga, they be having Sunday dinners and supposed to be like on family time. And they got a whole living relative and ain't never came up until he went to go look for some records. You know how random that is? And the fact that he could just get in there, he didn't have to knock on the door. He had the garage just completely open. Yeah, because we paying for this shit. We taking care of the shit anyway. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I'm not going to hold you. That was that one was like left. And, that, and just because that episode was so wild and Joey Badass getting killed at the end. No, and it was just, again, it was just like that to me, was just with that whole Ronnie thing, bro. Like, you got to think about, think about just the first two seasons, how everything been shootouts, though. For him, to all his bodies has been with his bare hands. Yeah. And that's again why would people could making that comparison to that Michael Myers, Jeffrey Dahmer situation because it's not like you can't compare him to Lamar from BMF because Lamar with BMF was using his guns like anybody else on the Power Universe. Like this dude is literally beating people to death with his bare hands. And you know what's kind of crazy because we don't know no truth to the stories. That's that's I think that's what's kind of. What you, you mean? This ain't this ain't based on no true story. That's this what I'm saying. That's, so that's what I'm saying. So we can take yeah. So they could just take us anywhere. So it's not like no. Oh, this true character, like he supposed to be alive to you know. No, so but this, but this again, this is the tight thing about Fifty Cent, and this is why I just love when you. That's why I think sometimes realistically, if you go create good content, you have to pay attention to the content space, mm. and that's why you'll always catch me. Like I'll give credit to Joe Budden, or I give you know Shannon Shaw, whoever and people that I'm really fans of, and I pay attention to what they do or stuff that they say because if you don't like that character, that Ronnie character, you cannot tell me they didn't create that character out of the frenzy that Jeffrey Dahmer had on because he just oh, go back and just watch. All you gotta do is watch one episode of that Jeffrey Dahmer series and then just watch power. And you'll be like, no, this is, this is just the black version of this. Like even his mannerisms with the glasses, the way he pushes glasses up and all that, the whole Jeffrey Dahmer was doing all of that. His whole mannerisms and body language is screaming. This is Jeffrey Dahmer. And when he across the street, he looked like when he watching people from afar, he looked like Michael Myers. Like even when he walked up on Kane and he was coming up to the stage and then he was just like, you working for, uh, what do you say? He said, you, uh, what's the nigga? You, you working for Unique? And he was like, nigga, no, I work for myself. What the fuck are you talking about? He said, boy, you out here pushing, you ain't pushing all this heroin by yourself. It's some more heroin, nigga. Who the fuck selling heroin? Yeah. And then he just, like, he just had that stuck, stupid look on his face, like, damn, like the Undertaker or something. Like, so, oh, wow. so do you blame the, the baby, the baby mom for, for Unique going off on him? No, because she ain't know he was going to do that. How can how can she be mad? Cause she said real shit to him. She said real shit to him, but 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 my question, even you know how he is. He in the streets. You already know what's going on, so you can't be. You know what I'm saying? Like if he's still doing everything about no, time, 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 time. And, that, and guess what? And that's the same bullshit he was trying to say. And nigga, like she reminded him, nigga, he shot this woman. Had you shot it with our kid in the car, and you got the nerve to put your dick in her? Are you stupid? Did she? I thought. <clears throat> yes, I nigga. The kid was in the car when they shot him up, and she was. They was in the car together. Okay, okay. I, I don't understand. And try to pin the murder or the police on him. 
Yeah, so that's different. All that you pay the bills and all that. Ain't nobody trying to hear that, nigga. She tried to kill you and put you in jail. What are you talking about? Multiple times. This ain't a one or this ain't a one off. This ain't just some random girl. Well, it's gonna be rough on now. So yeah, I don't blame her. Hell no, nigga. She kept she told she told that nigga, like, come on, you are you being serious? Like you're playing right now. You are literally playing, you're playing a wild game right now. But again, to me, just even just going back into Ronnie, he just he was just pocket watching too much. He was just like, dog, you too shiny, you you living too much. How you telling me where the money coming from? Where where are you out here hustling at? Where this like you still living and you ain't no you ain't about to sit here and put me in this goddamn carryout and it ain't nothing going on out here. But that was just him pocket watching. Like you were just too you too. That carryout move sounds slick as shit. No, it, it sounds fire, but this nigga was just too stupid to even see yeah. it out. That shit sounds smooth as shit. And where, and where do most people hang out? The fucking carry out. Yeah. What'd you think about famous little rap? Oh, he smoked that shit. I ain't gonna lie, he smoked it. I was just shocked. I was like, oh shit. Nigga, I no screw shocked being his rap. I was shocked on how he held it down in the jail. I ain't I don't think I he got picked he got picked up. He well he got caught outside, but it was all, you know, when they out front of the house. Oh, he's about when he was talking to the detective. Yeah, but he got he got locked up. So he got caught with he got caught with money and I don't know if he must no, have had no weed on him. He had the money. No, on I didn't him. see. He had a scene in the jail. Oh, you see, I yeah, didn't no, see. He was yeah. He was in the he was in the um in the jump like you know where they do a uh, interrogation at. Yeah, that's the, okay. You talking about that part? That's why I said. Yeah, no, yeah. you said. I think he was like in a hole. Oh no, 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 okay, no, no. Yeah, they was yeah, in the interrogation yeah. part, but I'm just surprised. Like he didn't nigga. He ain't fold. He was cool with his story. And then I, and realistically, because of course you know sometimes them seasons are too stretched out, too far apart. I forgot that he killed somebody last season. Mm. So that's what he got picked up. That's what he was questioning them about. Right. And then that's what I just like, even with Kane said, like, dog, don't talk about this no more to nobody. Don't say this even to me. I don't care. I don't want to know about it. I don't want to talk about it ever again in life. Like, you better so, forget this shit ever who happened. You, who, that, that whole gun situation, what, do you think she going to tell him or, or, or famous going to tell him? I feel like that gun situation going to end up coming out. I don't, I don't think nobody going to tell him. For what? I mean that you right now your money getting fucked up because now you got to be out there, so that's why I'm just I mean I don't like, think, I but you like, can't but that's not I don't you can't I mean one you can't not be you can't sit here and say that wasn't his fault the white dude called the police on him. White dude called the police on who? You think the police just pulled up randomly right there with all them cars because no the white dude no 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 but I'm talking I'm talking about when him getting caught with the gun I'm talking about when no but you saying his, but you but would you you trying to would you trying to say his money got messed up you trying to blame it on famous that's not famous fault though no 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 I'm 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 just saying I'm saying with the whole gun situation I do I feel like they how they keep going back and forth arguing and all that mm -hmm. right and he like you know are you scared of my mother you need to be scared of me type you know what I'm saying like how he I'm just saying who will be the first one to bring up that gun situation why you you know what I'm saying why you there because like even with the mother when she was talking to that lady the little um whatever a uh, child uh, mm -hmm. worker when she came there it was like oh he supposed to be here you she the only reason why he's there because of the gun yeah of course, so that's why i'm just so that's what i'm just saying with them them keep getting in these heated conversations or argument one or do you think one of them going to sit here and say say something because i feel like famous gonna be like well that your mother was the one who set you up that's why you because you know how uh, he keep going off on on famous i mean yeah I, I don't know i don't necessarily i don't know i mean you you might have a point i don't i don't necessarily know if it'll go there because i don't I don't know. I, I can't see. I can't see it going there because I feel like famous kind of one of them people where it's just like he don't get angry and kind of he don't sound like he get angry and throw like low blows like or just say something crazy. I feel like that's like right. that's something in their family. Like in their family, they do that. Like right. that loop between Lulu Rock and and Kanan and all of them. Like when they get upset with each other, they go super low. But I don't feel like famous. Not really. Like he's just trying to figure life out and trying to 
go with the flow. Like, I ain't even know he still wanted to rap. Like that whole yeah. little situation, him getting. Well, up I do there remember rapping. him writing, writing the books. Oh, he was, and that when uh mm-hmm. when um yeah when she knocked on the door, he was in there writing a rap. You're absolutely right. I forgot all about that part. You, he absolutely was still in there writing a rap. Yeah, so that was a good joke. I'm not gonna hold you. Like I said, that the Ronnie situation is, I guess for the for the internet, he gonna be the new Lamar. But I just he don't give me Lamar. It's just too creepy. Like I don't think people, I don't think people gonna fall in love with that hate for him. Like Lamar, I don't know, cause I can't, I can't put my finger on what it was about Lamar that made everybody just really hate him. But I feel like people more think Ronnie just creepy, and it's just like, where does weird nigga come from? Like, he can't he just, pick up a gun though. I think he gotta keep just killing people how he come. Yeah, no, for sure, for he sure. Cause, cause, yeah, 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 yeah. Cause, cause that, cause that, that makes his character different from yeah. all the other characters. Cause mm-hmm. it's just like he literally killing people with his bare hands. But I just don't necessarily like. Of course, when he finally eventually died, it probably depend on who kill him and how excited people gonna be. Cause niggas was happy, like niggas ain't care who killed Lamar. Like niggas just wanted Lamar to get out of there. Hmm. Like Lamar was just literally that character. Like you was just watching every week, just couldn't wait for Lamar to get killed. So it's just like a little bit different. So I don't know. It's tight though. I, I do. I just like how that just it work, and I just like how as a people, like it's just a show everybody watch. Like you know where everybody watching it. Damn, Joe. Yeah, shout out to Joey Badass. And like, I wouldn't have been mad like if he got killed trying to save Rock again. You know, what I'm saying some shit like this, but to go out like that, yeah, to go out to like that. Now, yeah, that was yeah, that was pipe. OD, and and it was just because it was just like that was some sucker shit too. Like you hit this nigga from behind with the pipe. After he whooped your ass. Yeah, after he whooped your ass, and it was just like because you got to think about it. Even just took that L. Yeah, just took that. But that's, that's just nigga. He just couldn't. Because realistically, I don't think nobody even seen that coming. Like you would have thought, okay, them two niggas get a physical fight. The brothers gonna beat the hell out of him because the brother was just way bigger. He was more militant, and Joey Badass beat his ass. So it's just big like, dog. damn, you couldn't even take big your dog. Yeah. big dog. Yeah, that one was cool. Like I said, yeah, shout out, shout out to Raising Cane, and that was a good episode. I ain't gonna hold you. That that was that's that episode right there picked that whole season up. Cause I ain't gonna lie, this season was kind of dragging like a motherfucker. But that episode, I feel like it started off hot in the last episode. It just kind of been. I ain't saying it's been bad, but it's just been like comparing it to everything else in the Power Universe. It was super slow. Like I'm cool. Like because yeah, I the think first... they started off the gate hot, and and we just got out of what was the last one? BM, BMF, right? No, the last. I mean, one not was, Tommy, Tommy. Tommy, and how that ended. How that ended. All the shooting like, and all that. Yeah, they started off hot, and then it's like, all right, damn, now you cool down, like. Does nobody still ain't answer for Slim getting shot up at the um Krishna? Yeah, that's crazy. I, I can't believe this many episodes went by and ain't nobody said nothing. Yeah, they left it up. But they definitely scratched for that goddamn um that producer. Now yeah, my question, what about the the black bama? What black bama? The fat the, nigga? Yeah. Like Brian K. I think they, when they put his car, his body in a car, didn't they? I don't know. Or they kill him in the elevator. I can't even remember. I think yeah, they kill because they keep talking about the crown. I mean, um, I'll be sure, nigga. Yeah, that's the one. That's the crown. Yeah, he. That's the one. Crown. That's who was Camacho. Who was Camacho? That was the fat dude. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We 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 gonna figure it out. I don't, I think right now the the I guess the big story and the big flip is definitely gonna see how people gonna respond to Joey Badass being. Or even who gonna find his body? I want to see Maddie. I did two things I do want to see. I want to see who gonna be more hurt. Is Rock gonna be more hurt or his baby mother? And then who gonna kind of revenge his death? Because I feel like both of them gonna know it was his brother. 
Let's see, I think the baby mother is going to act out of spite and, and go press Rock out. Yeah, but she don't know where Rock live at. Yeah, they were rocking the cut now. And what cut? I should. I feel like everybody know where she live at now. I feel like her house is not as sacred as it, as it, as she think it as is. As she think it is. I mean, you might and you might be right. You you might absolutely be right. Yeah, we gonna see. We 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 will see next episode. Like how it is now because it's like everybody is dating for something. Nobody's dating genuinely because they want to get to know somebody and build a future with them. It's like, no, do you got money? Can you buy me this? Can you buy me that? And it's just like, can you go make your own money, bum? First, <laughs> first, talk about first of all, so that you can date who you really want to date. Because at the end of the day, you waste all that time trying to find somebody to finance you when you could have been financing yourself. Putting that energy into yourself because that's energy you dishing out trying to get money from other people. And that's what's out here in the world. That's all you hear now. I don't like how. Real quick. I do want to say, I do think to me, if I was Cash Doll Manager, because she always had these type of videos that go viral, like her being on somebody else's podcast, no, she should just start her own podcast. Stop trying to put out music. Do, a own, do your own podcast. Get you a. a I wouldn't do it with Tracy T. Like, don't do nothing with your boyfriend. Do something with, like, a random, probably a random, I would find a random podcaster who already kind of got some type of motion. I would, and maybe one of your homegirls. But she should just do her own podcast because she's just always going viral. Like, literally, nobody, I mean, and no disrespect, nobody ain't checking for her music. She ain't going viral for music. She go viral for every time she talk. When she be talking, she be talking that shit. She got a good voice for it, and she got a good head on her shoulders. And she got a good story because she so didn't what, count. her and her boyfriend and shit don't do nothing? Didn't you say you talking about two different people. You talking about Lice and Keisha. I'm talking about Cash oh. Dog. Oh. Yeah, I don't, I, ain't, I don't even be checking for Lice and Keisha no more. That baby shit turned me off. I'm sorry. I ain't no different. Yeah, no, no, no. Two different people. Uh, Real quick, what is this? I love a child. I don't think you should have another man at your house. This, I feel like this one, and this is a reason why sometimes I do be saying like it be feeling like some of these spaces be oversaturated a little bit because this just sounds just like almost the same exam thing. It's, isn't that women want to be impressed? It's that they want to be impressed by gesture and not the man. Ooh. It's, it's like 300 on the bill. Any with money can 300 on the bill or any any dude that's desperate enough to fake it. Yeah. Yes. I can't, you, you can't fake generosity. You can't mm -hmm. fake humility you can't fake service you can't fake leadership you can only like put up a charade so long until shorty realized none of those things. but it's like rather than look at the intangibles because i ain't gonna lie i personally got offended because they put coffee dates on there i'm gonna give away one of my plays my i'm gonna give away one of my all day date plays it's a play that doesn't miss super date me coffee museum bar i just got wet and and no it's 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 coffee museum lunch bar mm. you you owe food if you got somebody out that long but check me out, bro. <laughs> Coffee dates strip people down. Yes, you may feel like you're getting a cheap experience. That's the point because no one can hide behind money. I can't hide behind how much money I make. You can't hide behind how much money you put into your appearance. Both of us have to actually show up at the table as human beings. Mm -hmm. We have to engage one another. We have to have a real conversation. I said, I feel like that. I said that a million times. And I know most women don't never want to hear that conversation because they're going to feel like a nigga who say that you just broke and you ain't trying to spend no bread. 
But <clears throat> okay, then my question is. If I'm spinning the bread, but I really don't like you, then what? I mean, I told you that. I said that a million times on here before. I said that a million times, and that's why sometimes I told myself I can't be mad if if I feel like people repeat and stuff that I said if I haven't really took my time out to, like, post it and make no, You know what I'm saying? Cause sometimes I say stuff on here, and I just let it sit on here and don't even try to clip it up or really uh, present it the proper way. But, I, 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 I mean, I, I'd say that a million times. Like, no, if I got some bread and I can just see it out, like, I probably can just pace myself to be like, I... I'm, I'm gonna give myself a bill for however much it's gonna cost me to hit this jump, mm-hmm. and if you, like you said, you, are you gonna see it through? If I could be literally just trying to see it through, just to see how much it's gonna cost me to hit, if I'd be like, okay, shit, I just came up, whatever, I got free two racks. I'm gonna spread these two bands out mm-hmm. to. I'm gonna try to get ten dates off in these with these two bands. If I could really kind of speed it up and make the dates a little bit more, ooh, I right, I could take the same two bands and I can maybe do five dates. Mm-hmm. Out of them by that fifth, I should be. I should have probably been about pound town by three. If I just you talking about if I'm doing 500, 500 dollars, fifteen, I'd have spent fifteen hundred on three days. Oh, uh, if you ain't at pound town by three days and you spent fifteen hundred dollars, I feel sorry for you, Jack. You might just be you might be out of your league, or you might have picked the wrong one to shoot that type of shot at. So I mean. That may happen, but like I said, yeah, real quick before we wrap it up, it was a tweet. A girl tweeted Lotto and sit here and said, "I'm tired of you doing." Uh, features with all these unknown artists. And I've made sure I wrote it on Twitter. I seen it on Instagram. I rewrote what I wrote on Twitter. Lotto, please do not listen to no. This is one reason, real quick, no disrespect to women, but this is one reason why all men don't, don't. This is why men don't like talking sports or talking music to women because y'all don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. That tweet just, that shit, what y'all like to say, that shit made my ass itch. Like, dog, sh- like, shut up. Gucci Man has made his entire career on doing songs with niggas we have never heard of, and then they become the biggest rappers in the world. Young Thug, Domingos, Young Scooter, Pee Wee Longway, Young Dolph, uh, Yo Gaddy. Like, nigga, the list go on and on. Like, nigga, no, just go back. The biggest, for all of those people I just named, their first big song was with Gucci Man. You wouldn't even know it was going up on a Tuesday if it wasn't for Drake. Nobody don't know. You still don't really probably even know who McConan is. So for you to tell Lotto to stop working up, working with up and coming artists because they because you don't know who they are. That shit blew me. Like she like I don't want to hear no songs with uh, Baby Drew. This nigga Baby Drew done been damning on everybody album. He was on. Oh, I almost say he was on. Uh, I know for a fact he was on Quavo album. He was on somebody else's album. I can't just, dog, I just told, I literally wrote like, please don't listen to that person. They don't know what they talking about. They not from Atlanta. They don't understand the culture where you come from. Please keep working with them people because them be, to me, be my favorite Lotto songs. Even for example, when I told y'all my, my top, besides put it on the floor, that was her featuring on other people's shit. The people that she's bigger than. She bigger than, um, What's that boy named uh, Young Nudie? Like, come on, dog. Like, sh- this shot, that, that shit was stupid. I don't hear that. Shout out to Lil Baby for bringing out Quavo. That was um, Quavo had, Lil Baby had his birthday concert in Atlanta at the, what's the what's the arena? What is that? Is that name? Mercedes Benz is the football joint. What's that basketball joint? Wherever the, the uh, State Farm Arena. He had his birthday uh, celebration at the State Farm Arena and he bought out Quavo. And that was a big deal because, you know, of course, him and Quavo had their little jabs at each other um, over Sweetie on their, both on their last part. Well, the last, Quavo and Takeoff Project, he was throwing jabs, Lil Baby way, and then Lil Baby last project, he threw some jabs. So him bringing Quavo out, that was a big deal, especially for QC as a label. That was a good look. 
And real quick, and, and it was a damn. I'm mad. I waited this late in it, but it's cool. It was a because I, I couldn't hear the diss in in this uh song, but it was a it's a video that's floating around, and it was supposed to be Big Thirty. For people who don't know who Big Thirty is, he signed the Money Bag Yo, or he was at one point signed the Money Bag Yo. But him and Pooh Shiesty was supposed to be like that was Pooh Shiesty man. That was like Big Thirty was like Pooh Shiesty's Walker Fl- Walker Flocker. So Pooh Shiesty was Gucci. Big 30 was supposed to be Walker. So he ended up signing the um, money bag. And then basically I remember it was a tweet. He posted it on a tweet uh, on a tweet and it was an Instagram black story, Joe. And he was basically like, damn, y'all, the industry has really showed me what type of fake shit y'all be on because since Pooh Shiesty been locked up, everybody kind of been acting fake with me now. Niggas ain't reaching out doing the features. People ain't showing me the same amount of love they was. In which it kind of go back into that conversation where we were talking about with QC a few weeks ago when they were sitting here, you got, when you got so many artists, it's hard to give all the artists that same fair push like you used to give them when you got too many of them. So it was just like, for a perfect example, money back. Yo, now you got, I've been talking about, uh, what is it? Um, what is it? YTB fat. And he signed the money back. Yo now, but you can see, Right now, the main priority for Moneybag Yo is pushing fat instead of, he was at one point in time, it was Big 30 when Pooh Shiesty was out and everybody was trying to get close to Pooh Shiesty and get close to that heat. And you wanted to get the easy Pooh Shiesty feature. Of course, you're going to put Big 30 on the song so then Pooh Shiesty would do it because that's his man. So it was just like, cool, it's kind of quiet for Pooh Shiesty right now. I mean, I mean cool, quiet for Big 30. So it was just like, he, of course, he seemingly was upset about it. Like, basically, you know, of course, he talked about Moneybag Yo. So somebody posted something saying he was dissing. I listened to the song a couple of times. I couldn't hear the necessarily the diss from um, Big 30 in that song. It was just like I heard the song, but I couldn't pick up on the diss, but I understood where the diss would come from because that's one thing with art, especially if it's not a regular label. It's a different. If it's a label and you're not a rapper too, people kind of a little bit more lenient to throwing shade if they see you being favoritism to one label because you never really hear that call out even from QC for real. Like we can clear as day as fans see it, but you don't really hear the artists say much too much about it, but you definitely, I can see the big drop off on how now money bag yo's main priority is pushing fat and it's not big 30 and which is kind of petty is like damn if you was really messing with him when Pooh shiesty was out like dog you act like Pooh shiesty ain't gonna be in forever he'll be out sooner than sooner than later and it's kind of when he come back out he gonna be had his fish grease so to kind of show him the, the shade is man that to me was kind of weird you know it's crazy when you <clears throat> when you say that about people I, you know who i just saw on the timeline 19 she been quiet all this time Cool. After getting in, uh, Lizzo, I just seen her that guy's twenty. Her New Year picture, she been quiet as hell. Which is smart though, because she. I think about every yeah. time you see her, it's always some controversy. Even if it's just and not, even if it's just her I being her natural self, her. people always just going to kind of throw shade her way, regardless. So I mean, I ain't, I ain't mad at her for that. And sh- and shout out real quick, Fabulous one. And shout out to Fabulous for starting to rap again. He started every Friday. He been dropping out some freestyles, and he kind of threw some uh, bars. Uh, What's G Herbo, baby mother named Tiana? Fabulous is a stepdaughter, his oldest, um, or the one he, well, that's, I think that's the only child that ain't dead, that he raised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, I'm sure y'all probably, maybe like a year ago now, she called him out. I think it was on Father's Day or one of their birthdays, which is like, nigga, you an Instagram dad. You always yeah. just posting pictures. So he kind of threw some shots her way and was basically saying that how. The, the baby. Yeah, so basically he was saying that in the, in the song, he threw shots her way, basically like, nigga, I've been raising you since you were six years old. Whatever. It was some little line he sent her away. But I one, I'm just happy that he rapping. Like he for the last two Fridays he's been consistent with freestyles. So hopefully he'll keep that up. Cause I y'all know I think 
uh, fabulous ain't nothing but a goddamn Instagram model at this point because this nigga don't put out no music. So for the last two weeks, he's definitely been putting out freestyles every Friday. So I, I can respect that. At least he's trying to get his foot back wet. I believe that was pretty much it. And shout out to Scissor. How was the wrap up? Yeah, that, it, it was straight. I, I, I played it. I played it early. He he got he went crazy on that joint. He did his uncle murder thing, threw some balls. Joe Button, Way, um, Troy Ave, Diddy. Who else? He, he he went crazy. You gotta just listen to it. It was like five minutes. It wasn't as long as last year's. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Scissor for uh, having a top one hundred the whole entire year. That snooze song stayed on the on the hot one hundreds for the entire twenty twenty three. That's tough. Yeah, that's tough. That's as hell. tough. Damn, that's tough. You know, that's nigga, that's tough as hell. Oh, before we roll, I gotta play this goddamn Charleston White Jones. I'm out of here. And I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Y'all everybody gotta stop going on this stupid ass uh one rapper twenty girls thing. Like, nigga, hang that shit up. Like, stop going on it. Cause this shit is gonna Where is it not? I don't know I mean, where I don't, I don't... it's on Instagram. Hey, I, well, I see it's on TikTok. I, I follow them on TikTok, mm-hmm. but then of course if it's if the person big enough, it'll eventually yeah, it'll make it last to... that it was who Bow Wow. You see the Bow Wow, but the Bow Wow joint that's oh that that's but yeah. they did they did just pick it up on Instagram. But yeah, the Bow Wow joint is oh. He poured the money out. Yeah, and the girl was like, "Give me some bread or something like that." Yeah, that was oh. Let me play this Charleston White joint. This nigga's hilarious, dog. Hey, I thought you said 20 women. You couldn't get 20 women to go find interview over. Interview over. You know the crazy thing is i wonder was that planned because i've i've seen enough of them jones i've never seen them play with nobody like that so why would you do that to charleston white like that's crazy to me like it was actually in the line yeah like it, it, oh, and, and the crazy thing is one it's one of those little i don't even did the it's the funny looking little nigga on the internet he looked like rolling ray a little bit but he can walk but he, oh that's who, okay i did see that one yeah little nigga with the little yeah the um, little i don't know if, yeah. like what's wrong with his body i ain't trying to, yeah i know no, i know exactly what you're talking about yeah, but we can get, since we mentioned Pooh Shiesty, we can get out of here to some new Pooh Shiesty. He got a joke called uh, Federal Contraband 2. 
basically him rapping on the jail phone, so I ain't gonna play it too long. But y'all know where we at each and every Tuesday, right back here, ladies and gentlemen. I hope y'all enjoyed this. Um, and I hope th- this episode, I'm sure, it was way a hundred times longer than make up for that short episode last week. Again, I appreciate y'all. Archer podcast. Yeah, man, you know I do too motherfucking much. I'm missed to go too far. They might try to come supersede me out of all this shit I'm talking. You know I'm a federal property now. And yeah, this that contraband murder, man. Part three on the way ASAP. Free the whole chopper gang, free CMO. Certified members only. Chopper my be old murder. Can't miss opportunity however you want to put it. I recorded this John right here on B. Scott's birthday. TDP and Paul Nash's birthday a week out. I'ma try to drop it same day. Long live them members, man. We don't say rest in peace. They live through me. Long Rico, two, three, trade eight, Nuskin. I done lost real day one playing in these yellow lines, you hear me? I'm the biggest, ain't no CEO or OG over me. Nigga, I'm CEO status. Losing relations with my family. It's been six months since I called. It's part of what I signed up for. I'm mentally built for it all. Physically, I'm standing tall with talk. Don't let them see the sweat. 